Hello, and welcome to the TCGS Game of the Year Show 2022. My name's David Turner, and I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. James Farley. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello, I'm scared. <laughs> I was going to say, Why do we get like this say James, sounds, James sounds really confident and calm. He sounds all right. Yeah, he, I mean, he always sounds great and confident at the start of these shows. It's the <laughs> end of them where it matters. Where I listened back to last year's show mm-hmm. uh, today, actually. Mm. And um, James at one point said about a game where he was trying to defend to get someone to change to his game. He went, is a, is a game? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and do you remember, James, what was the defi- deciding factor for Death's Door winning last year? No. Do you remember what happened? What did happen? Uh, you went on a big long rant about how It Takes Two should win. And then I asked you to name the two main characters. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. you struggled. Oh, yeah. And then you suddenly come out with them. And yeah. I asked you if you cheated and you said yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Um, Although, to, like be clear, to, start- to be clear, this year is going to be fully legit. Well, you know, the one, whatever game wins is going to be through... You know, a rigorous process. It's going to be, you know, there's not going to be any like. We have started later than we usually do. I am not expecting there to be a decent reason why we've picked a game of the year this year. I'm just giving you the heads up. It's going to be absolutely um, like watertight. To, Go on, sorry. Like to start the show by thanking our Patreon producers this month and bear with us. There are a lot. Um, and thank you so much for supporting us and going, full Nels! Uh, our Patreon producers are. Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights of Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Rocketman76, Grey Dragon Claw, Fred Fenge, Smooth Monkey, Don Whiskerando, Colin Smith, Richard Sawyer, Tom S, John Tempelli, Laser Quest, Andy Palmer, Jackie Sniper, Garrison Savannah, and two new Full Nails members. I mean, it was only last week we were talking about how crazy <laughs> it was that we had so many. Mm. It's Lord Stock, equal, it, Lord Stock equals best dad, worst gamer. <laughs> <laughs> best dad, worst gamer. Right, I think that's right. Okay, I mean, fine. it's better than the other way around, right? <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, worst dad, best gamer. Yeah. I don't know, sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes I feel like that, Sean, <laughs> if I'm honest. Uh, and Merry Christmas, Wolf Sword. <laughs> oh, I, I fucking love that. I hope that's another one that that, um, that, that stays throughout the year. Never no, changes the no, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's not me saying, I hope they give us money every month. I'm just like the name. Um, you can support us by going to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Um, we really do appreciate it. Um, Marvel calls, all of that sort of stuff. I don't want to bang on about it too much because my word, you really have supported this this month and we really do appreciate it as we sit down in preparation to record what is one of the most tense shows of the year. Uh, it doesn't get bigger than this. It's really game doesn't. of the year. How, how are we all feeling? I feel horrible, but can I just ask a question first of all before we begin? Oh, no. Go on. Go on. What are you sighing for, David? <laughs> I didn't sigh, mate. Honestly, that was in your head, that sigh. Okay. My, my, okay. I, it sounded like you sighed. <laughs> And if if you if you oh, didn't, then I, the I apologise. The paranoia started early. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Mike, this is my question, right? Has anybody here got any experience making gin and tonics? Yes. No. Uh, well, yeah, actually, yeah. Why? It's not hard. No, mm. I know, but I'm just wondering, like, what what do you put in first? Is it the tonic or is it the, the gin. water? Right. Okay. Gin. 
Right, okay. water. I don't know why I said that. I mean, the, 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 I mean the gin. Why are you putting water? He's making G and T's with tap water. It's it's dry tonic <laughs> water. I got confused. I got confused for a second. Right. So you put the gin in first, like yeah. not 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 like the whole bottle or whatever, no. and then some of no, the water, the then bottle. some water or tonic water rather. So, tonic, yeah. Right. Okay. You, have, have you ever drunk gin and tonic before? I have. I see, that's the thing. I had it the other day, and I was like, oh, it's this is foul. And I was like, this is quite nice. I'm quite enjoying it's this. Horrible. So I thought I'm going to go it. for that tonight so i've got some gordon's gin and i've got the whole thing going but i'm just wondering what the process is here you know like yeah you you i mean you're skipping the gin and tonic together yeah like you i mean you're not by the sounds of it you're not using ice or lemon or anything so you're already skipping half the process i know which is is, is a bit problem james james this is hardly a fucking complicated cocktail (laughs) i just wanted to make sure that it's not that bad like you see you said that about the ice and i just asked channels have we got any ice in the freezer of course we haven't so that that's that's no good so instead i've I've got the i've got some Schweppes dry tonic water and I put it in the fridge for a bit so I'm hoping that's going to be enough we don't need to know any of this we don't need to know any of this Um, so gin uh, first I mean to be fair we we will have a lot of listeners who are very excited to hear about what Farley's drinking tonight so I think it is relevant (laughs) that is true Uh, Sean what have you got Uh, I've got some bad cola mate okay alright for Barking Uh, and Dagenham cola shout out Um, I've got some lager <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I got some cool. cur- curious lager brew, um, nice. which is the stuff that I had in the brewery when we went to Ashford uh, for our anniversary. My word, it is ah, oh, it's wonderful. Uh, Matt, what you got? Um, I've got a whole host of drinks. I've got water. I've got the end of a coffee. <laughs> I've got half a coke, and I've got a Brewdog Silk Road Lychee and Mango Hazy IPA, and four cans okay. of Camden Pale Ale. Bloody hell! Okay, there we go. That's what we're drinking. <laughs> It's now time to get down to business. Um, I'm going to read the names of the games that have been nominated. Then we're going to talk about the wild card. Matt, uh, that's your job. So here we oh, go. Okay. Uh, Matt's, Matt's games nominated for... Oh, I should probably explain the process, right? Yeah, just definitely, briefly, definitely. just in case you're listening. This is the first mm-hmm. time you're listening to the show. Uh, here's what happens. Um, last week, we picked um, 16 games. Uh, 16 of our favourite games, four each. Um, and we are about to... Um, uh, these are the games. Let, let me get this out of the way. These are the games. Uh, Matt picked Signalis, Norco, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Elden Ring. Uh, Sean picked Vampire Survivors, Citizen Sleeper, uh, Pentiment and Marvel Snap. I picked Power Wash Simulator, Oli Oli World, God of War, Ragnarok and Neon White, and James picked As Dust Falls, FIFA 23, Hindsight, and Tiny Kin. Um, now, what we are about to do is put all these games, bar one, but I'll explain that later, all these games into a pot, pull them out one by one, explain why we chose which game is is, is in that pot. We've, we'll um, exp- go into depth about why we love the game so much. Um, and they will have to face off against each other all the way through to a final. Think of the World Cup. Think of the World Cup. It's a little bit like that. Um, the only way a game can go through is by getting three or more votes. If there's two votes each for one game, that's where the fun begins. That's where all idea of trying to get the best game to win game of the year goes out the window, and it's more about how I can manipulate you all. <laughs> like that is, that's pretty much the process. Uh but there's a there's a bit of a wild card involved, isn't there, Matt? Do you want to explain what happened this week? Oh, there is. So yeah, as well as the four games each that we picked, we also got to pick a wild card each. And uh, those four games were well, Sean chose Trombone Champ, 
I chose Pokemon Legends Arceus. James chose Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and David chose Sonic Frontiers. Those four games were put into a Twitter poll, which went live on a Wednesday, ended today, and we now have a winner for this wildcard game. Do you want to run down the uh, the, the votes, the splits, yeah. how many people so, voted? And- I guess, first of all, we didn't do this last year because we've had people in the past kind of ruining it, You know, basically paying for votes. I'm so happy to say this year there was no... No tampering whatsoever. It, you know, no one. We're aware of. Not, well, <laughs> if they did it, it was so subtle. Uh, you wouldn't know. There was, but a, yeah. there was a slight tampering I mean, in that you voted for your own game on your own account, which I'm assuming we all did. Um, but then you also used the TCGS's account to vote for your game as well, Matt. So <laughs> I, there's I a thought, little bit of tampering involved. This is there. like kind of quite corrupt, isn't it? Like this is why I was wondering whether like. Matt should really be the one that has his game taken away. Well, let's get you know, we'll get to that. It's the, don't jump, don't jump the gun. Yeah, James. I think let, let's not take the piss, James, this early. <laughs> <laughs> right, so take yeah, the piss later if you want. Yeah, we'll take it whenever you want. Yeah, so I'm uh, very happy to say we have 601 votes, and um, wow. let's list who did what. So, in last place with <clears throat> with just 13.3 percent of the vote, that was. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Pokemon Legends Arceus. That was my to game. To be fair, Matt, that's I think that's probably your biggest split yet, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> a huge split for you. Usually you're way lower than 30%, so I'm quite surprised. Mm. I need you... to check the previous stats, but I don't think it's okay. been this low for a long time. Anyway, so I don't know what happened there. <clears throat> Something you, fucked you up. A, I mean, you picked a game. crap game, is what happened there. <laughs> right, I... Slogging my guts out every single week for this show, you know, whether it's like, you know, social media stuff, publishing it, editing, or YouTube stuff, like Patreon, whatever, like, every week. And then, like, the fucking listenership of this podcast just does not put any respect, like, on the stuff I do every single week. They just thought, fuck you, Matt, you know, like, you know. (laughs) You're better than that. I, it well, just makes me sick. A, it's like, we need to get better a, listeners. I don't know what we need to do, but it's like, it's embarrassing. I'm gimmick. embarrassed for them. You got, if you're going to do the, the wildcard thing, there's always got to be, there's got to be a hook. Yeah. Whereas yeah, Arcus like, was like, pretty good, came out a while ago. <laughs> it's not like... <laughs> it's not about when it came out. It came out this year. That's what it's about. I'm just it's saying, about. no one's going to look at that list and like, ha ha, I'm going to oh, vote Pokemon, for Arcus. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. No, let's let's ba- go back. What, what were the other games? What were the other results? Matt? Yeah, so, well, basically, the, the other three games, incredibly tight. It was incredibly exciting. I think at one point, each one of the other three games was in the lead, I think, at one point, which is mm. very exciting. Anyway... In um in third place now third and second place were split by 0.2 percent of the vote and in third place <laughs> Sonic Frontiers with 27.6 percent of the vote. I'm happy. That's that. David's game. Thanks for everyone that voted. Yeah, well, yeah, well done, all the Sonic fans <laughs> out there. And then um, second place again, just 0.2 ahead of that. It was it was Trombone Champ, which is yeah. Sean's game. I was surprised that did so well. I'll Were be you? honest with you. I, I wasn't. It's, yeah. I, really, I thought that was a nailed-on winner. Yeah, because it's kind of... It's like a nicked idea, isn't it? It's still yeah. the idea. It's like a, it's like a one-trick pony, like, you know... Root, yeah. I think you'll find this a lot more than that, is. actually, James. Um... <laughs> Well, we're not going to find out tonight, are we? So, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> so the, the, I would the, say, the thing with Trombo oh, Tramp is that they 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 saw a mini game in another game and went, "Ah, oh, we'll just make a game out of that." I've, uh, I'm still not on board with that, Sean. Oh, whatever. Still not on board with it. Whatever. Neither were the listeners. Well, it doesn't matter now. 
I, I would say <laughs> I, I would say go and watch my Christmas stream, but half of it's muted on YouTube because it uses copyright. <laughs> that's music. so annoying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did, I did watch the mince pies bit though, Sean. I thought oh, that was did quite you? good. Good. Yeah. Oh, I think it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that all leaves the winner, which is Xenoblade Chronicles Three, which has thirty-one point three percent of the votes. Again, only four percent also above the other two. But yeah, James's Xenoblade Chronicles Three has won the wild card vote, and that game will be going into our list. I, I mean, would just like to say, oh. I'd just like to start by, James, I did not know you were capable of such shithousery. <laughs> like, it, the, so I didn't really pick up why you'd nominated this game at the time. Like, yeah. I didn't even know that you, you, it was a secret that you hadn't completed it. I thought you had, or I just didn't really care about that series, so I completely forgot about it. But the fact that you were holding your opinions on Xenoblade Chronicles 3 to ransom, <laughs> that you were only going to say what you thought of the game if it won the vote, I was like, you're a fucking genius. That is such a good move. Yeah, I hate to admit it, but yeah, I was like, fucking hell, he's absolutely done us all here. Just absolutely. Like, really? Like, yep. really? And none of us can do that again, because who gives a shit? <laughs> but, but like... To, to pick that out and do that and spend the time... I mean, fair play, James. Yeah. It was incredible. I, I think it's absolutely deserved to win, given given what you you went through to play that game in secret <laughs> and then hold heaven to ransom. Well done. Yeah. And like, and to be clear, like Twat. it's the best game probably did win this, right? Like, it's not... It's probably not close. Did, did, it, Sonic, um, did it Sonic's... Uh, well, we'll I mean, find it's out, pretty James. good. I mean, if, if it turns out you didn't like it that all that much, then this is going to oh, be... Oh, then that's even better. But this... <laughs> What this means, what this means for this competition is that James's games are going in the hat already. So that's mm. Tinykin, Hindsight, FIFA 23, <laughs> and, and As Dust Falls. Mm -hmm. They are currently in the pot. So what our next task is, because you know James wins immunity by winning the uh, by, by winning the the wild card vote. The next task, and I don't know how we're even going to do this, because I'm looking at the games in front of me, and you know usually there's one that sticks out, and you go, that one's going to get replaced? Mm. Well, James had all of those. So <laughs> yes, I was thinking that. So here we go. So we've got Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Mm -hmm. Here are the games that, that, that uh, one of these has got to go. Signalis, Norco, uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Elden Ring, Vampire Survivors, Citizen Sleeper, Pentiment, Marvel Snap, Power Wash Simulator, Oli Oli World, God of War Ragnarok, Neon White. Let's whittle this down like we usually do. Which ones are definitely in? Elden Ring, right? Yep. You think that's it? Oh, gosh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you think they'll soon? Any others that stick out as definites? I, I, can I, I can contribute to this, right? I can say yeah, what of I course. think. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think God of War should probably be in there. As a, as a certainty. Really? I'd yeah. agree. No, Matt? Well, I mean, th that's not a definite, definite, but yeah, I mean, it's obviously a very good game. I think okay, well, we'll a Sleeper. Maybe. See, this is the problem, right? We're, we're actually doing the work here. I don't want any of your your stupid nonsense of turning this into a fucking battle between us all. Just <laughs> yet. Let's get, let's get to that. Yeah, let's but, try but, and work together for a bit. Fuck <laughs> off. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Citizen Sleeper, definitely. Yeah. That stays in. Uh, really? No, actually. Dave, come on, James. Sit and sleep together, please. Uh, sits and sleep is in. Um, okay, I think Vampire Survivors is in. Yeah. Yep. That's in. I mean, I'll be uh, honest, I think all of Sean should probably stay in. Oh, thank you, Matt. Uh, Pentiment, I haven't played. Marvel Snap. I 
See, that's the problem. Played, like, Ma- but Marvel's... Marvel Snap, I think, is too yeah. big not to go in. I don't think. I think that was that got so many butts, so mm. much buzz. Any objections? No, I think those Mar- four should probably go. Marvel yeah. Snaps in. Yeah. Oh, 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 I would uh, like to think that Neon White is in. Um, Only because mm. I'm very, very passionate about that game. Mm. Mm. Okay, I'm not hearing much that's support, a, so I thought it was in the maybe. Like on the maybe yeah. pile, yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. Signalis. That that should be in the maybe pile as well. I think. Maybe what pile? Signalis on the maybe? Yeah. Okay. You liked it, didn't you, James? Uh, I did like Ollie, it, Ollie, but Ollie, Ollie World. So maybe for me, that's a maybe as well for me. Yeah. Maybe really, I thought we all loved that. Uh, Pentiment. I mean, for for me, that's essential. But obviously, yeah, so maybe pile. There's been a week since we last talked about it. I don't know if any of you have played it. Kirby Played and the Forgotten Land, Forgotten Land. That's got to stay. That's yeah, that's got to go through. Definitely stays. I th- I'm 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 agreeing with that. Uh, Norco, I think, I think stays. Maybe. And then Power Wash Simulator. I, I personally, I I didn't get on with it. I don't think you Sorry. liked it, did okay. you, Dave? I well, thought, I thought you. Were... I mean, I'm, I kind of <laughs> want to save it until it comes, but yeah, of course okay. I did. All right. Why did I have yeah. just the so way you talked about it. 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 was, I don't know, it sounds like Stockholm was, Syndrome was, or something. It's... It kind of was, yeah, but I guess like... Yeah, but sometimes you can spend hours on something and not really like it. Oh, you know, so here's our, ma- here's our maybe <laughs> part. Arceus, for example. Yeah. Here's our maybe part. <laughs> Power Wash Simulator, mm-hmm. Signalis, mm-hmm. Neon White, God of War Ragnarok, Oli Oli World, Pentiment, Norco. That's all of them, I don't. <laughs> jokes aside, I don't know how God of War is in this maybe part. No, neither do I. That's crazy. Okay, let's get in the let's get it in a definite part pile then. A definite part. I don't even know what Norco is. It's, it's a, <laughs> That's not Norco's it? fault. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out what it is in my head. I did start it, but I didn't get very far. Oh, James, I thought I think you'd love that as well. Mm. In fact, I, can gu- I basically guarantee you can love it. I can't believe you didn't play it already. But yeah, I, I think Norco should be in. Yeah, okay. for sure. Okay, I don't know it, so Norco's in. Well, no objections. Pentiment, Oli Oli World, Neon White, Signalis, Power Wash Simulator. I think maybe Oli Oli World should go. Yeah. Should yeah. go? Yeah. As in, like, not okay. go through, yeah. As in, right, not so go through, let's put yeah. that in a, in a at-risk pile. Yeah. I, I really strongly want to push for Neon, neon White here. What, to go as well? No. <laughs> <laughs> neon White's one of the best games I've played this year. I think it's... I mean, I've got three games in this maybe pile: Power Wash Simulator, Oli Oli World, and Neon White. I think Neon White's above those two. Yeah, yeah, Agreed. I think it is. Right. So we got Power Wash Simulator, Signalis, Pentiment. <laughs> what else joins the at risk pile? Uh, yeah, hmm. of those I, I would put Power Wash Sim in the at risk pile, but so would I. But I know that you feel strongly about it, though. It is a yeah okay. So that's in the at-risk pile. Signalis and Pentiment. I mean, I mean, I think who's, Pen- who else has played Pentiment? Uh, played yeah, I mean, I, I've played it for about two or three hours. And Any good? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really wish I'd. If I had another month, I would absolutely play that more. James, I think I'll probably like it if I play more of it. But so far, <laughs> it's it's all Thanks, right. Thanks, James. Thanks for the glowing recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> That's high praise, Sean. It's Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. 
And Signalis is absolutely excellent. It's uh, it's really, really, really you're good. You're the only one that says that, though, Matt. D- James, like, you like it. about Oli Oli World and Power Wash. James, you liked Signalis, didn't you? I did like it, yeah, but it's also got a, quite a few problems as well. Mm. Mm. Uh, they, that's the one that sticks out for me. What's the list currently, sorry? Power Wash, Oli Oli World, Signalis, and Pentamon. I'm surprised I had to argue this much for Oli Oli World. Um, because I thought yeah, we all loved it, was, it when it came out. I know, but exactly. It was it was quite good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. But It, it was wasn't brilliant like, for like a week. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure it's... Like, I played it for much longer than a week. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to like... Because I feel like I've... I'm getting away relatively unscathed here, so I don't want to be like, yeah, fuck that game. Get that out. Like, do you know what I mean? But that's maybe, part of the game. No, I maybe it's <laughs> got to be a little bit like that. John. Maybe, Come on. Maybe it should be Signalis, seeing as how Matt cheated with the uh, with the. Well, he, no, che- well, he cheated well, and he lost the vote by some margin. Yeah, I think that is probably well, a good shout. What is it about the margin or just losing? I don't think Both. just no, because no, a, think we're at a point where we can't decide which one goes, and now we're That's, that seems like a good enough reason yeah. to suddenly use. Okay, okay. So I've got two games in, right? Mm-hmm. I've got two games in this maybe poll. Yeah. I'm going to save Power Wash Simulator. Okay, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. So then you've got Oli Oli World versus Signalis. So it's Oli Oli World, Signalis, or Pentamon. Yeah. Well, it can't really be Pentamon because I think that's like Sean's a big fan of that. I yeah. really think it and should it's... be in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's in. We're down to Oli Oli World and Signalis. I think Oli Oli World should go. I think Signalis should go. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, two reasons. First, we all have fun with Oli Oli World. Mm-hmm. Only one of us has had fun with Signalis. That's <laughs> true. I did, James I did, had fun did, with it. I did have fun with it. I just don't think it's a Game of the Year contender. I think well, that's, that's, that's the more Game that's of the Year contender than Oli Oli World, though, James. Oh, come on, James. Do you remember when you said it was like Mario? And that you got all the way through to the end, you suddenly you suddenly clicked with you and you liked it. That's true. That is true, actually, yeah. I did. I mean, if I you, did. you know, gone to my head, like, you can play one game right now, Signalis or Oli Oli World, it's Oli Oli World. Yeah, without, yeah same uh, here. Without hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a vote. They're up against each other. I mean, we can do it. It seems could, like we it's could, pretty much agreed already, but let's do a vote. Why not? All right, James. <laughs> Does Matt get James a vote would... since he cheated before? Yes, I do <laughs> get a fucking vote, James. <laughs> Go on, James. Um, I'm going to vote to keep Oli Oli World. The same. Yeah, same. Sean? Same. Uh, Signalis is out. Sorry, Matt. Genuinely sorry. Like It's obviously a, a very cool game, and I know a lot of people will be upset at it going out now. Um, I just here's the thing I looked at that list of games and I had no idea how we were going to decide obviously mm-hmm. I'm going to try and defend the games that I chose yeah. obviously but I had no idea how we were going to decide which <laughs> one went because there wasn't a really shit one this year. you know there wasn't a real there wasn't a game in there where you just thought fuck this you're excluding the worst really yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because we couldn't choose on James's <laughs> right. I can't wait to hear what the strategy is there. <laughs> uh, right, okay, look. They're in the bowl. Oh my god. We're about oh my god, I think one's just fallen out. Is this why you didn't want well. to do it on video? So you can fuck with it. Uh, I will never fuck with this ever. It's just too good the way it works out. I, I just never want to fuck with it. Right, here we go. This is the bit Are you ready where for, I throw Are you ready up? for the first game? Nope. 
Okay. The first game out of the hat is Matt Norco. Ooh. Excellent. Well, let's talk about Norco then. Mm. <laughs> Can I just say, you sound a bit angry. Uh, am I? Do I sound a bit angry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you angry? Because my games must lose every fucking year. I swear to God, ah. I must go with like minus two games. Let's no, go round mine, one. Mine went out. No, hold on. Mine went out last year. Mine yeah. went out early doors. I sacrificed one of my games to get a deal with. Oh, sure. <laughs> so you did. So you so, did. So I think you know, there's a little bit of uh, revisionist history going on there. Well, like. it just feels like it's yeah, you know, it's always me. But whatever, you know, I'll, I'll I, I don't mind. I think this excellent game. By the way, I feel like I feel it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, not, 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 not allowed to talk about it, Matt. Not in the list. So, so talk about the top sixteen. Yeah, so Norco, yeah, it's basically it's from this collective of um, of game developers called Geography of Giants, uh, Geography of Robots, sorry, and it's um, found of a one person who's actually born and raised in Norco. I think it's Louisiana. Could be wrong. Yeah, um, and yeah, you follow or the story follows someone called Kay. Uh, it's like a young woman who returns back home to Norco to find her. Her brother, who's in a bit of a fragile state, and also um, it, it, she's returned in like, the wake of her, her mother dying. Um, and you basically play, uh, the, the game switches between you playing as Kay and also her mother in the lead up to, um, to her death. And like Kay left Norco years ago, never saw her coming back, didn't want to come back, um, should rather kind of be more of a, like a nomad character, going from place to place, but she's, she's found herself forced to come back to, to, you know, to, to, to find out what, what's happened to her mother, really. Um, and it, the game is a kind of noir point-and-click adventure uh, with with a, a lot of pixel art, but incredibly detailed kind of pixel art, which you see as you travel from the various locations, meeting tons of interesting characters. Um, and those characters are both human, but also a lo- there's loads of androids there because uh, the town has been basically overlooked by a massive uh, fuel refinery. And, um, and and basically the the kind of company that runs this is basically kind of you know sucking sucking the local town dry, but they're also using kind of androids to kind of help um, help support the refinery and also kind of essentially take over the town. Um, and th- there's a, t- a huge mystery around who the CEO is of this company, what the actual oil refinery is doing, the family behind it, and also what's generally happened to like, the people there. Um, and yeah, basically, like everyone you meet or everyone I found that I met is incredibly interesting. The writing is really, really sharp, really clever. It's kind of dark. Um, the whole thing is incredibly oppressive in terms of the music, even like the vibe. Like it's quite dilapidated, and all the, all the locations you visit, from kind of rundown video stores to like you know even houses you visit, they're all kind of run down. It's like again, this oil refinery is essentially bleeding the entire town dry where like the humans are suffering in that town and they don't really know what's happening but like this company this oil refinery's family are kind of taking the wealth and and then the androids are there to kind of like support this company and uh, and do what the humans feel like they can't do really because they're so run down by 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 what this oil refinery and the family are doing and it's incredibly incredibly interesting story you're learning not just about Kay coming home and what it means to return home after being away so long why her or why or how her mum died as well as the story and the mystery behind who the hell this family is who run this oil refinery and why the town is doing what it's doing really you you also kind of befriend uh, a bunch of androids one's called million and uh, they're they're kind of like the conscience of uh of, of the player in many regards because there's no kind of 
there's no kind of emotion behind what they say, but they're very kind of matter of fact. Um, but as with all these kinds of games, these kinds of games I love, where you're kind of trying to work out, you know, how much of a conscience does this Android or this AI have? You know, what does it mean to be human? It's like a lot of the same themes that I loved in many other games over the last few years. And it's doing that in droves. So everyone you talk to is interesting and has like a slight edge to them. The writing, as I said, is really good. Like the music is incredibly atmospheric. And, you know, we're not going to get to talk about Signalist, but, you know, this Signalist, some other games as well this year. Like I think like this year, like things for me is, is atmosphere. Like there's been so many incredibly atmospheric games absolutely dripping with it, where within five minutes you feel part of this game, you feel like you understand the people or, you know, the story instantly with a combination of the art, the music, the characters, the writing. And this this absolutely does that. I, I, I know um, some people may find it quite oppressive. It's not exactly like a happy game to play, but you're kind of poured into that, that kind of middle America, kind of small town, like instantly. Um, and it's really interesting to see how people are dealing with that and, and what, their, what their stories are. But no, um, it, it's just an excellent atmospheric point-and-click adventure. The puzzles are pretty simplistic, but it's not really about that. There's there's a bunch of humour in it. You know, some of the characters you meet is one called um, LeBlanc, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, Brett LeBlanc, who's like the private investigator, who's also trying to help um, solve the murder, but also kind of not. You know, you're not quite sure where is where where he re- where he really kind of lines up in terms of the story. But he's really good. He's an absolute arsehole, but he's really really funny. Um, you you meet kind of um, like a high school friends um, and. And you know who are still in the town, and they haven't left, but now they're they're starting like a blog to talk about the real news. You know, don't trust the mainstream media and this and the other. So almost everyone you meet is interesting and adds like another kind of shade to the story. Um, when did and, you when did you play this? Uh, it was, was this at the start because it came out in March, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, I it, it was very early year. I'm not sure I played it straight away, but um, what did yeah. you did you play it on? Um. I don't know if it was Xbox or it was PC only until recently. So, oh right, yeah. okay, yeah. Oh right, okay. I think you yeah, played it on Xbox yeah, or PC. I don't, I don't remember much about this game to be honest with you, but um, but yeah, which is surprising because it looks right up my street. It's just, the whole thing's point and click, is it? Yeah, whole thing's point and click. Yeah, so like you're going to like a location and you're you're hovering your mouse or you know uh, cursor over you know things in the room, drawers or mm. paintings, whatever you're clicking them, um, and there's loads of stuff there. You also have like a mobile phone, which is really good. It comes with like a bunch of apps, but things such as which you can use to solve puzzles. Like one of them is a voice recorder. There's a really great puzzle where you're trying to kind of um, get through a door in this this um, this kind of in you meet this cult of boys are called the Garretts and they're all called Garrett and there's like a puzzle oh, to try yeah. and like get through <laughs> I know, like I know a few of them yeah. <laughs> there's a puzzle to get through a certain door and like but like all the doors are kind of voice and voice locks you have to go around talk to the people you can like press record at any point on your on your phone in the game to record their audio and that audio may be able to unlock other doors or get in and out of places so it does some really clever things with like with the phone it's not just like it's not just another tool. It feels really like part of you for the whole way, which which is really really good. Um, yeah, it's just it, it's excellent. A really strange kind of weird tone throughout, kind of X-Fileish. Um, and oh yeah, I, I I massively recommend it. And yeah, did it's anyone just... else play this? Uh, so I've played a bit of it this week, like a couple right. of hours. Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> it's yeah, it's fascinating. Uh, I I really wish I'd finished it for today, but just, yeah, ran out of time. Um, 
it's yeah it's like matt says it's just the atmosphere of it it's just unbelievable like it's it's like you say there's there's plenty of moments of humor but yeah just how generally like fucked this town is like (laughs) and all the and the the lives of the people within it it's it's a fascinating game because it's you know, in the the story, there are sort of general themes that a lot of people can relate to. Like you say, it's like, you know, coming home, like back to your hometown after you've been away. Things have changed, but some things haven't. You know, all, all that sort of thing. Like, you know, games have done that before, but it is fascinating that this is this, you know, like, okay, it's set in a sort of mysterious year in the future. So it's it's this sort of caricature sort of hyper real version of a real town like like Matt says like where one of the developers grew up and in that sense it's just really like how many games do you get that's like oh yeah this game is about my hometown and I know everything about it and it's got real places in it and and it's you know like the elements of it are autobiographical it's just not something you see a lot of um yeah and it works really well yeah and like me you know I I you know grew up in Bogner, moved away now to Leeds, and it is I, it kind of brought back a lot of my own feelings about returning back to the place where you grew up and mm-hmm. maybe seeing people from school or, mm-hmm. you know, seeing the same odd shops or whatever that may have been twenty uh, odd years ago. So for me personally as well, it spoke to me as mm-hmm. someone who's left and didn't really want to go back home. Mm-hmm. But um And the yeah, I mean, it, it's the, a sound of sorry. Like, sorry, I was just gonna say the, the the writing is just fantastic as well. Like you say, every every character's got like real personality. Um the fucking the bit early on where you meet the um the film director and he's oh, yeah, like yeah. and you're shooting this scene and he's like hey you can't go over and he's he's being a total prick right he's like oh this, look this guy's a fucking redneck he lives it sorry she um she lives there like give us some advice on like these lines like we need to read it needed to sound authentic and you can just deliberately feed him these this like really bad not actual local thing it's like oh what would you call someone who's like a like a really dangerous character and you're like bad daddy <laughs> he's like right cool that's amazing thanks <laughs> just yeah. feeding in these shit lines so yeah there, there, like there is plenty of humor but yeah it's but it's also super bleak in a lot of ways but uh, but it's but you know people are just trying to get on with their lives in amongst that um sure yeah. but mm. what is it up against should we find out i think we just stop yeah. now actually i think we just call it quits yeah, we've done enough. <laughs> ah, it's not a good podcast, is it? Here we Actually, go. For those listening, it, this is the worst bit because you're sitting here thinking, <laughs> I'm either going to have to like really give it my all or I can just sit yeah. back for another 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no sitting back for James oh. as Dusk Falls. Ooh, Why is that really? on the list? Okay, this is quite interesting. Why are you surprised? It's in there. It's got every other chance. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, really? That's weird, because no one fucking nominated it. <laughs> no, no, because... I'll tell you why it's surprised, because famously, all James's games arrive at the end. That's true. It's true. <laughs> that That is true. He has to and, argue I'm against only, himself. It's not true. It was literally proven not I true, don't care. It's true, and I'm, I'm only on my second glass, and so it, this is weird, <laughs> but it's like... You've it's had your first glass already? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh. Sean, do you want to... <laughs> you want to read out the text that I just sent you that you just oh, responded to? Yeah, yeah. He says, James is going to get absolutely wanked, isn't he? I can already feel him drinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only on the second glass, but I'm actually pleasantly surprised. It tastes very good. Okay. Uh-oh. I've just, you know, for full disclosure, I've just replied to Dave saying, ha, ha, need to keep him talking early doors. 
All <laughs> 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 right, come on, James. Let's go. As dust falls. No, the reason the reason I said I was surprised is because this is like another like narrative heavy game as well. And I mean, we all played this, and we did a spoiler cast, didn't we, on this? I think as well. And no, we didn't. No, did we plan to. We threatened to. We planned yeah. to for ages. Yeah, we really wanted to. Never got around to it. Did we just not talk about it? I thought we did one. I can't no, no, remember. we did. But I think it took some of us like longer. And by that point, we like the mood. Yeah, I think it was me. I, I finished it last, didn't I? Mm. Um, yeah. Okay, go on. But yeah, I mean, this. The reason I've nominated this is because I really feel. I mean, I hate bringing his name up. Actually, I don't hate bringing his name up. But this is the game that David Cage wish he'd made i think <laughs> is the thing yeah. and it's in the it's it's an it's a narrative adventure game that is actually very good and i mean there's been a whole bunch of narrative games this year like i mean as matt's just talked about norco there was signalis i'd say is like a is a narrative game as well but this one really stood out for me and i think the reason why is i mean i don't really want to go massively into the story because we've already talked about it extensively on the show before but i think one of the reasons i really liked it is because structurally this avoids the tedium um, that I've experienced in many other uh, like narrative games. I think you games. could talk about the story. I think you could talk about the story. I mean, um, we didn't go into the story much not- at all, really, because it's a, it ruins the game. And mm. we're not, you know, we'll talk around the major plot mm. um, points, but I think it's important to talk about the story at this yeah, stage. Yeah, I think at this point we kind of yeah. have to. I mean... So okay, well let me let me talk about the structure first because that's the thing that I I found most interesting about this because right. it's as I said you you don't have to sort of you don't have to click on things to move forward which is kind of nice and it, it instead it keeps the strength is mostly on just focusing on these dialogue choices instead and this is simply see I'm a huge fan of visual novels and this felt more like a visual novel to me because you don't mm. have that whole thing of having to walk around you know click on stuff and all that kind of thing instead. The choices really just come through through dialogue choices instead. But, totally, yeah. But in comparison to like uh, Japanese like visual novels that I played, the reason this really works is because the choices come significantly more frequently in this, and yeah. they have real impact. Like it, it feels as well. And I think the fact that I mean this this does the um, the Detroit thing of showing like all the. Um, you know the, the flowchart of like possible you know options and possible things that have, could, could have happened. And when we talked it's about showing this... off, isn't it? It's just pointless showing <laughs> off. That. <laughs> I don't care. But oh, look at what you could do differently. But yeah, but when when we talked about it on the show, we did have quite different uh, paths that we took. Oh, we really and, did. Mm. Yeah. I mean, although you know, by the end things do sort of get funneled towards a like a sort of I'd, I'd say a reasonably general conclusion, even you know with like a couple of uh, different things. It still works, and it still gives the impression that you're you're really making you know like proper choices and that's the thing that i thought was so good about this because it was really incredibly well written i mean this is the story i mean this this take this story is like told from multiple perspectives and you have uh you know you have a family that are sort of going on a trip that's uh, happened after some uh, after the father has lost his job and then you also have um this, uh, you know, a boy who's been caught up with a family who are involved in a robbery as well, and then they sort of, uh, you know, they come together in this, uh, in this, in this hotel, and there's a there's a showdown, and it it's. I mean, the reason it works is because the characters are so well written that I found myself rooting for them, uh, mm. and I was also rooting for other characters to fail as well. And that's real buy-in, like that you've got yeah, from yeah. that. If you actually care, you know, about what's going on here and what's going to happen, you know, to these characters, and there's stuff in this that is genuinely shocking. You know, that happens. You know, I mean, I had a situation where I mean, I, a policeman got killed in my one, but I don't. It didn't in yours. Is that right, David? I think. Do you, do you Sorry, remember what was that, mate? There was like for in my in my game like a I ended up you know a policeman got shot and, and killed whereas oh, I know there was, I shit think- there was just loads of stuff like that where 
one of the main characters died in my game. Yeah. And I know that main character can last to the end and the whole bloody ending changes in a big way. It's yeah, I think I think the genius of As Dust Falls, right, is that it's like um do you remember uh what was that? Gardens Between, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And I said, what was amazing about Gardens Between is that there was it was very, very linear, and all you could do is fast forward and rewind, which, as a mechanic, isn't you know isn't the most exciting. However, they took advantage of how strict everything was, yeah. how it, it knew where characters were mm-hmm. at any one time, no matter what you were doing, right? So there'd be moments where tar- um, characters would touch each other or or reach out to hold hands or walk along side by side or one of them falls over, the other one goes back to pick them up. You don't get that in games because games, anything can happen at any time, right? So th- they, they can't allow for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In um, Gardens Between, it was very strict, and they took advantage of that to show you stuff you've not seen in games before. I think what As Dust Falls does is it, it, you know, it doesn't have to render every scene. There's not, I'm I'm assuming, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure I'm not, creating a scene in As Dust Falls is a lot more, um, is a lot easier, less time consuming than it would be to completely do a, like a 3D animated. Render it. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. A, yeah, 100%. Thing, yeah, right? yeah. So what they've done, or what they seem to have done, is said, oh, we can only really afford to do two or three little branches here, and they've got to come together at some point. They've got, let's do six, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then maybe they can come back. Like, because it's, you know, they can go off in further directions because it's not as limited as, as, um, as, as most narrative games are that we play. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they also decide to do, which is, is brilliant, is, is remove all the stuff that slows down. Yeah. Like, Life is Strange games, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're huge fans of them, uh, those games. And the amount of times we've gone, I just wish it would drop the puzzles. I yeah. wish it would drop the stupid shit where you've got to try and work out what the code is. Because it's not interesting. It doesn't add much other than time. Well, the bits which where, is like, probably why it's there. Because with Life is Strange, it's, it's tough because there are... There, yeah, those sort of, you know, free-roaming, sort of walking around bits. Sometimes they're amazing because... They give it time to breathe, right? And it's quite nice yes, to just sort of pause sure. and get a sense of the the characters, you know, inner life and what have you. But then, but then there are some of those where it's like you're in your friend's, um, like you know, dorm room, fucking go on a computer and read your emails because there's going to be a vital clue in there for later. And you're like, yeah, what? <laughs> like, and it's trying yeah, to encourage yeah, exploration, yeah. but in a way that's really nosy and weird. And ruins the yeah ruins the it takes you out of the experience yeah, yeah. definitely and that yeah. and that's what really works with this because this is what I mean about like structurally how they they organise this so that you you I, with this I felt like I was watching like a a good like a really good TV drama yeah whereas yeah. With, with something like Life is Strange it's true you are I'd say you are more sort of inhabiting the character that you're mm. playing as yeah but that can be quite tedious as well like in places yeah. whereas with this I didn't get that I mean also the other thing that I think this was what was good really good about this is the I mean, the characters were so sort of multifaceted and, and yep. interesting as well. Like, yeah, you didn't. Yeah. There wasn't anybody I would say in this, aside from maybe maybe one character, who was just out and out awful. You know, they they all had a, had different sides to them, and they, I was that's why yes. I said I was I was rooting for them in, in a voice acting voice acting absolutely. I was going to say well. yeah, yeah, hundred um, really percent. Like well every done. single performance in it was fantastic. I thought. 
Yeah, it really yeah, was. Um, the only problem, the only negative I had I know about what you're this gonna game, say, yeah, is <laughs> but see that. Well, was, well I know you're no? going to say the end because because there's there's you see no, the thing because is, the the majority of the end was great. Yeah, that's what. But there's I think I can't remember what it was, and uh, that I was trying to look it up just now. But there was one line said by one character that I just thought that ruins everything. Well, it doesn't. No, ruin it, everything. it didn't. <laughs> that didn't ruin everything. But, it but, was, but you look at it and you go, why? What? Why? It felt like we need something to, like, maybe sort of hint at a sequel. Mm. That, and it didn't well, it, need it, it that did, at all. It did a squid game, like, basically, where it was like, yeah, this This yeah, could yeah. have perfectly been like a, yep. like a standalone, just one series would have been amazing. Because the story it tells and the conclusion that you get for the main character in this is also, like, excellent. Really and good, then, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, hint, what they hint at at the end... Does and what, see what's so crazy about that as well is the other reason I think this is a this is an excellent game is because things evolve like pretty logically in this and there's mm-hmm. no there's not really any sort of ridiculous twists there's either, no nonsense like, throughout it yeah. there's definitely no, right. some and then, like crazy bits but yeah it's all it all feels earned it all feels quite logical as you say yeah, yeah it's yeah, all grounded in reality I yeah. think it's yeah. And then, but then, yeah, that thing that you said, like at, at the end, it really feels like, oh, we should do another one of these. We need to, <laughs> yeah, we need to yeah. have let's a not, reason for let's it. Let's not, just in case we get offered some yeah. money, let's not just completely destroy <laughs> yeah, maybe that. Maybe there'll more things on Game Pass. And then <laughs> so just, yeah. we'll, have, we'll have to yeah. talk about it off air because I. I don't know. I uh, the ending I got, I thought wrapped up pretty nicely. So I don't know if you've seen something I haven't or or what. Well, but uh, no, because the it's just a line, as I said, it? the it's... ending was fantastic. Mm-hmm. There was just something referred to right at the start of the game, and I was like, "Oh, fuck off!" And uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Look, um, I I think it was one. It was on my list for game of the year. If you didn't nominate it, uh, James, I was definitely going to. I think um, it's I just because it. this this game I feel just shows how mature this has become now. You know, like this, mm. you know, this sort of medium of of, um, of well, storytelling. It showed, with it showed amazingly that if you scale back on a few things, yeah. you can make the narrative even more interesting. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, um, I just spoke about it, like, life is life is strange. It feels like they felt like they had to have some in inverted commas gameplay moments. You know, to kind of support the story, whereas this was unafraid. Like, no, we don't need to do that. Like, this is mm. this is the story. This we don't need even to need animation. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't need animation. <laughs> but then, but then, we don't inject some gameplay just for sake of it. Like, the game itself is a fantastic experience. You don't need it. It really end. is. They so effectively as well, though, managed to tell a story in a visual novel style without it being like really cumbersome and boring. Mm-hmm. Like, because that yeah. is one of the biggest problems with visual novels is the way that you interact with moving them along yeah. is quite can be quite tedious. And this. Was not at all. It was just. It was so well. Yeah, so well to put, right. to put together. Oh yeah, for me. I, I mean, I also vote. love this game. Um, but like, just like you mentioned, that being a TV show. But I had that kind of same kind of pang of sadness when the game ended, as you would do pang. when you like, you're watching a show and that ends. And I was like, oh no, it wasn't. It, you know, in a year of great TV, just felt like uh, you know very much like the, the bridge between a great game and a great TV show. And yeah, just six hours they flew by. Mm. Each chapter just an hour long. Um, I thought, yeah, it was really good. It was brilliant. Let's vote. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Let's do it. Let's leave it. Well, I'm I'm voting as Dust Falls, obviously. (laughs) This is the easy one, isn't it? Go on, Sean. No, it's not easy at all. I don't know. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Well, let me go. I'll go as Dust Falls as well, then. Uh, Matt. I'm going to go Norco. Okay. Um, Just be honest, like, with yourself. (laughs) I just, like... (laughs) Yeah, like a bit of being honest, is. like 
like obviously I I finished as dusk falls, but it shouldn't just go to the one that I finished, right? Yeah, but you could have well, finished Norco and then found I mean, out it was a stinker. Like you don't know that. <laughs> I, I think seems this unlikely, is sometimes. Though. I think sometimes we do, we like we we have to worry about collective fault when it gets to deadlock. I think initially you should just go with what you think. Mm. You know what I mean? And if that if you think that you shouldn't just go for the one that you finish, then just don't go oh, for I that. I don't thing. want go to make an enemy of Matt Murray, Dave. That's the problem. Why? <laughs> no one wants that. It's, don't, don't worry, have you seen his games? Uh, what's, yeah, what's he going to do? He still hasn't forgiven me Actually, for booting out... Actually, we do need his vote at some point, don't we? He still we? hasn't forgiven me for booting out, out a while through the year, so... You know. <laughs> well, let's, let's not get into that. I don't want to cry this early on the show. He's got Elden <laughs> Ring and really. Kirby. Don't worry about that's it. That's true. It's yeah, like... he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's, all not, right. that, that's unfair. Just because I have some other games, you think, oh, well, we can fuck his first two off in the first two minutes. <laughs> well, look, I mean... I, look, I'm not going to try and sway you yet. It's up to you. We've, we need your final vote, Sean. Uh, I mean, Sean, I was I was expecting on. you to have <laughs> to have played and finished Norco this week. We need your final vote. How Tried long my is best. it, Matt? Um, I can't remember. It didn't feel like a very long game. It's pretty short, right? <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> but also, what's the point <laughs> of asking memorable. me? Everything's like three times the length for me, so um, <laughs> I think it's ten hours probably. Okay. Uh, um, it's got to be as dusk falls. Sorry. I really loved it. I love I love both games. Um but I like three versus one. But you know, I, like As Dusk Falls is like the first thing I've sat and played with new um start to finish in years as well. Like we haven't done that in ages and it was just such a good that time. Is, it's a good game. It's a very good it's game. It's a good game. Yeah, I mean the thing Norco, is I also absolutely out. loved As As Dusk Falls as well. It's absolutely one of my favorite games this year. So mm. it's um it's a tough one good. and all the things we mentioned it did it so well. Mm. Well, let's see what's next out of the hat. Are we ready? Yes. So that, that's Norco gone. Yeah. Norco's out. The next game out of the hat is... <laughs> is another James game. Oh, Hindsight. <laughs> Hindsight, okay. That's, I mean, again, this is another narrative game, which is, you know, but it's a different style of narrative game entirely. I mean, I don't. none of you have played this, have you, at all? Uh, I played and completed it this weekend. Oh, excellent. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I finished it, yeah. Yeah, you see, I, I've got a feeling that this is probably going to be this is going to be one that's going to go out like quite quickly because I think it's it's one of those games that I I really connected with and I found very interesting because it it focuses on a character that is going back to uh, a parent's house and to sort of pack it up um, after you know somebody has um, you know, somebody has died and it's the re- the reason that I enjoyed this so much is because the main focus here is on trying to look at things from different perspectives and that's done in a gameplay mode whereby you like look at um at different objects in and then you'd like rotate them and then as you rotate them it then will like zoom in and then you get to see like another memory and the thing that i found interesting about it was this idea that you know your memories that you have sometimes you may look at them uh, you have a, a certain idea about something, but then when you look at it from a different perspective, maybe, maybe you, may, not that you were wrong, but maybe that you were, you know, you were, were not thinking about it in the in the quite the right way. And I just found the game to be very emotionally affecting, and I think it's probably because, like this year, I've thought about this sort of thing quite a lot, and it's made me think a lot about, um, you know, some of these ideas. Um, what did you think of it, David? I mean, I, I have to ask you, like, because. <sighs> It's only about two hours long, and it's it's a very simple game, and it really doesn't take very long to get through. But did you find it interesting at all, or not? I hated it. You hated it. <laughs> yeah, hated okay. every minute of it. Can you explain why you didn't like it? it, was, it, it I, I hated the story it told. I hated the way it told it. Um, I thought, here's the story, right? Um, 
the world's most selfish woman reflects on her own life after her mum dies, who is the second world's most selfish woman. Um, honestly, the mu- you don't even really know anything about the mum because she's so focused on herself. Yeah, I know, but, that's, really- but it's not, though. That's not true because you don't... You're, she's true. not. No, she's not because that's the whole thing. She's looking back at things that have, that have happened right. and she's seen them from Sean, different perspectives. Sean, mm-hmm. she talks about how she was a pastel artist, her mum, mm-hmm. and in one scene, you see the mum using the pastels to create art. Mm-hmm. You know what she's drawing? Herself. <laughs> it's, that's what it, a lot of artists do. They do self-portraits. It, it was, Look, in terms of dealing with grief, there are various different factors of it, and I'm pretty sure that's going to come up later, right? Here, it focused on one, and that that was self-reflection. And within the two hours, it just felt that all she cared about was me all the way through it and i was getting i was going surely she's going to talk about someone else at some point surely she's going to reflect on what her mum went through to get to that nah doesn't really go into it the the way look uh, the way it transitions from scene to scene i think looked really great right so it, it's not like all bad but my word the amount of times you're sitting there and going so to get to progress in the game Right, and I've got no problems with a game being anti-game. Right, I've got no problems with a game saying, uh, "Look, you don't have to." There's no really a game element here. Mm. As Dust Falls is through, you know that backs me up. Hindsight, <laughs> hindsight, you you have to kind of like either look around and find a ghost version of the character to move move forward into the scene, mm-hmm. or you find an object that's flashing, and then sometimes it asks you to do a little mini puzzle thing where you slide things about but sometimes that's part of it and sometimes not like the letters on the fridge james were you yeah i know it the is letters a bit on fiddly. the fiddly for ages yeah it is a bit fiddly um where you yeah, <laughs> and to I'm going, i don't i'm spelling different things and nothing's happened it turns out you don't even need to touch the letters on the fridge it does nothing yes yeah, <laughs> absolutely nothing yeah. honestly i found it I f- like the voice acting was horrendous. The writing wound me up. Um, it uh, it genuinely made me angry, and I'm so frustrated that you put this on your list because, I, like, I sat there, James, and going, we we can see eye to eye on a lot of games, right? Yeah. It's rare that we really disagree on games. Maybe one series, and we all know what that is. But but with this, I do not get how you played this and put this on Game of the Year. And I'm pissed off that you did because I paid 12 quid for this. <laughs> you didn't, wow. I didn't even know. I didn't even know this was on phones. It was £4 on the phone <laughs> I checked this morning. So I've paid way over the odds for a game that I fucking hated from start to finish. And and it's all your fault. This isn't going through, mate. This ain't going through. It's what a, honestly, I, the whole game, she's sitting there going, I did this. And then I did that. Yeah, because then, listen, I'm thinking, no, no, fuck oh, off, right? Listen, she- listen. No, she's trying to see. Okay, this is a self-reflective, like personal story. This is what this is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be about other people. She's looking at this purely from her own, like from her own perspective. And you're but allowed to that do that, us? David. You're allowed no, to do no, that. No, if you're going to ta- tackle something like grief. Go into it properly. Don't just look at one tiny aspect of it and go. And not only that, it no, makes you, the that's, character that's so ridiculous. unlikable. No, that's ridiculous. It makes you the can't so unlikable. You There's can't. No to you call can't me that. just say that you're. You Stop. can only like look at something from one perspective. You that you have to do it that's in not this what I said. No, no. What I'm saying is you can't. And that's completely opposite of what you said. What, what I'm trying to say is you. <laughs> you right. can't. 
you can't just stop calling me that. <laughs> God, sorry, I'll stop that. I was just about to say you can't again, and now I can't. <laughs> oh, no, you can, you can. I'll stop doing that, James. Honestly, like I didn't have right. Look, here's maybe I'm being a little bit too direct, right? Here's my overall feeling. I played it for two two hours, right? I had no feeling or interest in the character, and I had no um, understanding of that character, right? I didn't know what her motivations were. I didn't know how she really felt about her mum passing away. But that's the point. I really didn't... No, what the, what, then what's the point? Exactly. The point, that's, Explain that, the that's, point to me. That is, there is no point. That's the point. Right, okay, fucking, I fucking hate that. How long is there is no point? That about a game? We've done this before on another game. I swear we've said this on another game. Because I remember James saying those exact words about that is the point. There's no point. What's yeah. a waste of time? Because sometimes then? people have feelings and they're just trying to process them, but then they don't. There's no grand narrative to this. There's no sort of dealing with all of their issues and everything. Right, but there's just the fact that they're just expressing what they're feeling. Her self-reflection was not the only connection that I could make from her self-reflection of her life and her mum's life. Was she was very demanding and she took that into the kitchen with her. Yeah, and that's how she became a good chef. Right. The, that's the only connection. No other aspect of her life is covered between her connection between her mum and dad. But no, but that's the that's the point, though, isn't it? Is that that's <laughs> no, that's it's that not is a that is point. that is what she got from that relationship, and then all the other stuff was missing, and that's why this is so sad. But that's bollocks because it's you don't bollocks. just get one. No, you don't just. No, you get don't understand. One aspect. Listen. No, you don't understand. The whole thing with this is that she got that one aspect, right, of the fact that this inspired her to become a chef, right, or whatever. That that was the thing. But then it, the sadness from this game is the fact that that is all that she got from this, that there wasn't anything else. And that's what was really fucking sad, and that's why I thought yeah, it was I interesting. Th- I don't think that's how it works. I don't think you what get you one aspect of your parents' personality. No, you don't get one aspect. And that's the whole point. Oh, for fuck's sake. Look... I- you're going oh. around in circles. What? No, You're saying because she I'm, only got that one thing and she didn't get anything else and that's why it's sad. And then she didn't just get that. So no, what is it? Oh. It's sad that that was the I thing. Wish you, I wish this was pulled out towards the end of the thing because <laughs> I'd love to hear this slurring. Go on. Oh, don't forget I wish it. Just, forget it. Look, just what's, what's no, it don't up forget against? it. No, you've got a point to make. Make your point. I've made the point. The point is, is that this, is, this game is sad and the reason that it is sad is... Sad. It is sad because all she got from her relationship with her mother was the fact that it inspired her to become something, but then there's everything else is missing. And that's what is tragic about this. Right, but I don't think I don't think that's a very regular occurrence that you only get that one thing from your parent. It doesn't have Especially, to be a regular occurrence. It's just a story it's trying to tell, surely. Yes, yeah, but, but it doesn't tell it well, Matt. It doesn't tell it well though, Matt. So if you want to defend well, you the understood game, what it meant, then you carry on. You understood it, what it meant, though, didn't you? So, but like, like, uh, but, but I hated everything about it. So, because, yeah, what? I know, so, but that's that's yeah, I understood it. That's no, that you're absolutely right. That's the positive I can say about the game. I understood it. I hated everything about it. Okay, we'll see up against. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hoping for FIFA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, oh, is it? No, go on. It's not, it's not. It's a Sean Gang. Right. It's Vampire Survivors. Yeah, a real work of art. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, I love the, I love the way we do Game of the Year. I genuinely love it. It's absolutely it's, ridiculous, isn't it? It's too good. 
Hindsight versus... <laughs> <laughs> um, Go on. So obviously this has been talked about on the show quite a bit over the last few weeks. I will try... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to repeat myself, aren't I? I'm just going to have nothing else to say. Um, you know, this came out in early access at the very end of last year. Um, finally hit version 1.0 a few months ago. Um, it's just a fascinating example of what you can do with very little in terms of like resources or even systems particularly you know it's a game where you know oh yeah like you know like you're a character and you run around and you're fighting zombies and bats and and all these these weird creatures but you don't actually really do an awful lot you just move your character around and all your abilities just sort of fire automatically however it builds a fascinating game around the way you collect those abilities and the way they work together and you know you don't have to like get into the maths of it it's all quite logical um but it's but then there's you know once you start digging into like you know abilities and weapons that work together there's then you know certain combinations that provide these like evolutions of certain abilities you then start getting into like unlocking more characters more levels you start getting more like special items that unlock other aspects of the game like these weird sort of arcana card like you know these cards that apply other effects to you know all, all your abilities and weapons and stuff um and then there's just all sorts of late game weirdness that i won't get into because it will spoil it um it looks like shit. It looks bad. Like, I, you know, some people find the appearance of it, like, you know, sort of charmingly rubbish. I think it just looks rubbish, but I don't care. I don't, like, it's, it, it's, like, it looks rubbish, and yet it feels like, you know, the bit in uh, Avengers Infinity War where Thor descends on that battlefield and he's just fucking sweeping everyone to one side with his fucking lightning because he's got his new pickaxe or whatever it is. It feels like that, even (laughs) though it looks crap. Like, it's just this amazing feeling of just, (laughs) like, just like you're just this little fucking Roomba just going around, just hoovering up all these baddies and give give us your fucking gems. I want to get powerful. I want (laughs) to... You should really sort of nail it down as well, Mm. right? So not only are they, like, 2D sprites that are coming towards Mm. you throughout the whole thing, they're not even animated, are they? The ones with legs are just sliding (laughs) towards you. They're just sort of in a bit. Yeah, they don't really... Yeah. It's madness how bad this is. Because game if looks. they animate it, they probably won't be able to put that many enemies on screen. Like, I, well, I yeah, actually yeah. really appreciate the art style. They, they, they basically made it as minimalistic as possible mm-hmm. in order to guarantee as many enemies on screen at yeah, once. Yeah, and, and, and like. I don't think you can appreciate the art style, Matt. <laughs> I, think, I, I can appreciate uh, what they've done in order to serve the. Yeah, it's an intentional concession because the the scale of it yeah, becomes so. You ridiculous. don't appreciate it, you go, well, what else could they do? Like. <laughs> Not, that's not appreciation <laughs> for the art style. It looks it like doesn't shit. Me. I mean, it just I, I isn't a game. Because I think this this could have definitely have still looked better. I mean, the Saturn could probably do this. Like in terms, oh, right, of it's not like for Saturn, James. Yeah, Jesus. but it could not calculate the numbers. I was going to say, quick, yeah, like the, the the sheer number of of enemies on screen and stuff later on just becomes absolutely <laughs> absurd. Um, yeah, that's true, and that's what's so funny about it because you you know it's this constant back and forth where like. When, you, when you're getting towards the end of a run and you're like, ha I'm all powerful. I don't have to do anything. I can just stand here and everything dies. And then suddenly like a new enemy type comes in. You're like, oh no shit. Oh fuck, hang on. No, this is, this is suddenly dangerous again. And then you start worrying about your positioning and you start sort of trying to move around, sort of scooting Ooh, between. Oh little, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> trying to sort of find little yeah. openings in the ranks so you can like run out and then maybe grab a load of gems that you missed. Yeah. Stuff like little moments like that still sort of present themselves. 
Um, and it's yeah, it's just this constant sort of power race between you and the enemies that are all coming at you. I, I fucking love it. It's like three quid. And they've and it's like become a huge success, and they've just brought out DLC for it, which is like one pound forty five. <laughs> oh, is that come yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, I need to buy out. that. Yeah, um, I've been playing this a lot, Sean. Okay. I'm now ten hours in, nice. I think. Um, and uh, I am. Uh, I have had a couple of runs where I've not got to thirty minutes mm-hmm. yet. Today mm-hmm. I got to twenty nine minutes and Ooh, died, and nearly fucking sore. threw my pad through the thing. Mm. If I was to have one criticism, uh-huh. I think the rounds last too long. I reckon 30 minutes is too long. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Um, it's nice to build up, but the first 10 minutes, you're like, oh, and if you don't get garlic early on, you're just like, <laughs> oh, God, this is a struggle to even level up. Yeah, and if you, um, like, it's all well, like, obviously you reach a point where, because you, you there's, like, shitloads of, like, objectives and achievements and stuff to tick off, and they sort of unlock new things, yeah. and you, but yeah, you, you will reach a point where it's like, well, if you don't get to minute 30, it was kind of a waste of time. But you might not know that you've sort right. of fucked up your build until like minute twenty, right? And then you might be like, "Oh no, hang on, this was always doomed because of a decision I made fifteen minutes ago." Yeah, so there's sort of yeah. But then there's also times where I've had like the three times that I've got close to thirty, mm-hmm. I've gone, "Well, there's nothing going to touch me now." Mm-hmm. And then for the last minute, it just chucks Something, like the hardest, yeah. and I'm like, ah, "Did it really need to do that? Like <laughs> to take it away from me in the last minute?" Yeah. I guess maybe. I know what you mean. But- um, pissed me off a bit because I had like t- I had like three evolved weapons at that mm-hmm. point and I still didn't finish mm-hmm. it I was like fuck you <laughs> I mean it's I, funny you know, I, I, I got to I was gonna, I, I started playing this this evening mm-hmm. I played it a bit first of all I played it with the, the backbone on, on mobile because oh, yeah. I just wanted to see what that was like and it was it was it was pretty good but then mm-hmm. I played it on Xbox I was not expecting to like this but then I, I've only played it for about two hours or so but I, I kept going back to it like over and over again and it's just <laughs> you know just... what it reminds me of and this is way off and people will tell me you know shut the fuck up but really reminds me of Plus vs Zombies where you get to the point mm. where you go I'm untouchable now yeah. I'll put the phone down and this. just watch yeah, 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 yeah. you know yeah it's you really strange isn't it hmm sorry I thought I, was, sorry? I thought you said something else it's fine okay no it's, it's really strange it's got that feeling of yeah, it's 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 distilled video gaming. Um, mm. When it when you got those games where you start with nothing and you build up and mm. you're the most powerful thing in the mm. game, it's yep. that. It's yeah, it feels like an idle clicker at points, doesn't it? Called. <laughs> it feels like an idle clicker at, at points. Yes, yes, it does. Um, well, but in the best uh, there's more to way. it than that, but yeah. Oh yeah, there's obviously yeah. a lot more to it. I mean, like the numbers go up. That feels great. Numbers it's do go just, up. Uh, which I'm a big fan of. satisfying game. Right, let's get to voting. Uh, James, oh, I'm going to vote for Vampire Survivors because oh, well. it was I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed that more so far, you know, which is ridiculous. I cannot believe you fucking nominated. Like, I can't believe I played it. Such a waste Van- of it. Vampire Survivors <laughs> for me. Uh, James, Sean. Hello, I would like to. I would like is. to vote for Vampire Survivors. Matt, Vampire Survivors for me. Right, okay, so clean white. Nice. Do, do you know what annoys me? Is that I was like, I've got to play one of these games. Like, mm-hmm. I've got to play one of these games. And I looked up um, <laughs> Hindsight, and it was the shortest one. <laughs> so I went, oh, I'll do that. Could have played Norco. Pointless. What a waste of, waste of my time. could have played Norco or Signalis. Or Pentiment. Came for a shootout. <laughs> right, next game out of the hat is... I can't believe... Where are mine? <laughs> Pentiment. Ooh, sure. Okay. Um, so again, only talked about this recently, but I'll I'll try and recap... Uh, so this is the sort of you know narrative focused 
uh, RPG um, from Obsidian. Um, it's you know one of these sort of smaller projects they seem to be um, putting out while they work on Avowed, presumably. Um, <laughs> and it's a um, yeah, it's a it's a story of you know he plays this this artist called Andreas Mahler who is living in this village in the you know Bavarian Alps. Um, and he's an artist, and he's working at this monastery. Um, and it's it very quickly becomes a murder mystery, um, and that is you know that's sort of the focus of chapter one. Um, and you know, other things happen in chapter two, and basically you sort of on several occasions you are called upon to sort of investigate crimes. Um, what's fascinating is like that initially you're like oh well that that's the game. It's I'm a you know. 16th century detective this is this is cool um but it's it's about much bigger things than that uh because the the village that it's set in uh called tassing is you know as i say there's there's a village and then there's an abbey up on a hill um and it's you know obviously the time it's set in it's like you were christian or you know or you were not allowed in you know polite society um But it's very clear, and you know, and it makes this point very early on, um, and sort of extrapolates it as it goes as you go through the game. But makes this point early on that like there are people in the village who still remember that like you know this the village used to have like pagan traditions, right? Um, and then there's also there's clearly loads of like old Roman architecture from when the Roman Empire was a thing, um, and it's just this fa- like. So the term pentiment or pentimento, I had to look it up, I'm not clever, um, refers to, for those who don't know, um, where like an artist like has painted a picture, but there are elements where they sort of painted one bit of it and then changed their mind, right? And then painted over it. But as the painting becomes weathered over time, you start to see the things that were behind, right? Like the, thing, the, the things that are behind what we thought was the finished image. And it's it's that, but in an entire village over twenty five years of you know the story set over several decades, um, you know with a couple of sort of key time skips, um, and it's just it's a fascinating story about how people from like a certain culture can come across the remnants of a previous one and reinterpret things and get it you know quote unquote wrong, but how important is that and how important is it that you know the people who like is it is it more important that the people who came along and are currently in the village are able to hold on to what they believe is correct or is it more important to be like well no this is the the truth actually like this is all bullshit like <laughs> you know yeah um, it, it's basically like what well, do that is it their responsibility to keep on like believing the original story or their version of events exactly um and you know and what really sort of ties you to you know a community um and like what's most important is it important that the stories are true is it important that they have personal relevance to you and the people you knew um it's you know we've talked about the show previously the, the fascinating use of like typography and different fonts and stuff to express um things about you know people's character which like is, is fascinatingly done the writing is great it's not i mean there there are sort of moments of humor in it but it's all sort of like interesting little sight gags rather than like stuff in the writing. Um, How do you mean? Uh, there's there's some really cool stuff there if you if you're really paying attention. Um, How do you mean? You can spoil one, can't you? Uh, okay, so there's there's one bit where you um, you're at confession right in the church, and oh yeah, um, there's you know this one character's like stood with you and he's got like a little like a shoulder bag on right, and this girl sort of comes up to him. 
and sort of stands next to him and she's like smiling at him and he's like oh and he like sort of smiles back and looks a bit nervous and then she goes up to confess and you're sort of but you're listening in on the confessions right you're trying to gather gather evidence so you're sort of slyly sort of listening in on, on everyone and she admits that she's been stealing loads of shit <laughs> and oh, suddenly right, your okay, mate with yeah. a bag just sort of like his eyes like widen and he just like checks his bag <laughs> like it's just lo- loads okay, of little okay, things yeah, like yeah, that yeah, that yeah, you know you, you might miss yeah that's great um it's, it's a proper point-and-click adventure it is, style stuff. Yeah. It? I love um, shit like that. I mean, you, you know, you, you're sort of manually controlling your character and moving them around and, and talking to people. But yeah, in in terms of like the way it plays, it's it's all yeah, it's all conversations and there's, there's like a few puzzles, but they're you know they're, they're pretty simple. Um, like you you know you get to pick like your character's origin. You you pick like the things they studied at university or where they've travelled previously, which then affects you know your um, sort of fields of expertise and languages you can speak, which then changes your relationship with certain characters. Um, it's like the writing is just incredible. There's a bit um, that I will not spoil. Um, it's I mean all I'll say is it's about grief um and the way it's it it, the way it exists and persists in in a certain character's mind and it fucking destroyed me um it comes up twice in the game and both times i had to stop for a bit um it was but it wasn't you know it's not sort of manipulative it's not um i don't know like it, it, it feels very like it, it makes sense, and it, it's so beautifully written, and and it's tragic, um, but it it feels really appropriate, and it's it's so well done, um, and it's not even like it, it is a sort of contributing thing to the main story, I guess, but it's not like a big event. It's just a character like recalling something. Um, I mean, and, you know, and you can probably guess because it's you know the, the time it's set in, there was a lot of people dying of all sorts of shit that they you know shouldn't have had to um and it's it's so beautifully handled um and the and the way it paints like this isn't a spoiler actually because this is something it introduces immediately so andreas the main character he he sort of has this like city in his head that he can sort of visit right he visits in his dreams and it's sort of a reflection of of his psyche which in and of itself is nothing new but it's the way that changes through the game and as like I say as time progresses because it's set over a, a long period of time um it, it's fascinatingly done i'm i'm so glad i'm also really glad i played it um around christmas um because there is a bit i mean obviously it only came out recently which i, I do think was an intentional move because there is a uh christmas sort of becomes part of it there's a there's a bit late in the game that is set on like on christmas eve right um and it's just beautifully done because it's just this really nice moment of like all this this stuff has happened in the game but everyone sort of like everyone gathers around for christmas right and it's and again it's making this point of like traditions you know whatever your belief system is whatever here's everyone gathering under one roof and just being like fucking hell what a year it's been but we're all here you know we're having a good time it's it's hard to like you know as a big fan of christmas like i really resonated with it um i mean some people some people might hate it i know not you know not everyone has a an easy relationship with christmas or christianity in general but then equally neither does the game right the the game uh has a very like the way it 
the way it portrays the church as an institution, but then also the individuals within it is very complex and very nuanced. Um, broadly speaking, I don't think it likes the church in general. Like, the, yeah, it definitely has views, doesn't yes, it? Yes, like it, it's very much, you know, doesn't shy away from like the hypocrisies uh, within and, you know, the basically the entire second chapter is like basically about how the, the abbey is like screwing over the village um, and, and how the residents feel about that. It's, yeah, it, it's a wonderful game and I'm just, it's, I just can't believe it got made. I mean, I, you know, I, I gather this, they, they were sort of working on it in secret and didn't really tell Microsoft when they they bought them, uh, when they bought Obsidian. <laughs> um, and then apparently they kind of went like, hey, you're looking for stuff for Game Pass, right? This might be good. Um, <laughs> it, it's <clears throat> The humor is an interesting thing in it because it looks like something from Monty Python, right? Because it's that style um right because it's you know uh like old sort of you know the, the sort of the marginalia in like manuscripts all the you know the sort of weird and wonderful drawings it's all drawn in in that style so we you know we are sort of trained to see that as like oh well this is going to be like a silly comedy and it's really not um like th- there's an option to like change the size of characters heads you can give everyone really big heads and like please I'll leave off we've been doing that since the N64 well, no, mate no, nothing new but yeah like, got that as a please don't point. do it because there are so many scenes that would just would be completely ruined by that I would think <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to shut up now is it as funny as high that's the question is it as funny as high on life of course it isn't Dave it's the funniest game in the world that's ever been made okay well I'm getting sarcasm now and I don't yeah, believe you bit, played it so bit. Um, but you know, it? I will say <laughs> this is I haven't played High on Life. I had it installed because I wanted wanted to play it and and so just, just so I can that. just so that I know and I'm not just going, Oh, I saw the trailer and it was shit. Like, you know, obviously we've got a podcast to do. And I finished Pentiment and then I just looked at High on Life and I just thought like the idea of playing High on Life right now feels like offensive to me. <laughs> because I'd had such <laughs> a beautiful experience with Pentiment and the way it wrapped up and the way it ended and the way it made me feel by the end, I was like, oh, fuck off with you. Everyone's the gun swears at you. Like, and that's unfair, right? That oh, is un- shut no, that, up. That is unfair. You the arbiter that is- <laughs> of comedy. <laughs> that is unfair. Listen to yourself. You've disappeared right up your own arse, boy. I'm just saying, like, in, <laughs> in that moment, it just, the idea of playing high in life just felt so fucking inappropriate. Do you know what I mean? It was- <laughs> I do. I do. Gonna- what's it up against? Oh, Come on, what's it going to oh, be? Oh, God. One game I've got in mind that I'm really hoping for. Oh, I'm FIFA. hoping for something as FIFA. well. FIFA. FIFA. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not. Oh. It's not FIFA. Oh. Is it it's time to find out what James Farley oh. thought of Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> 3. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Let's go. Nice. Oh, it's a good job that this is. Oh, this is a problem because <laughs> I'm a quarter what of the way mean? through the bottle. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my god, that's a big old bottle of gin as well, James. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's 37 We're not even. This is. Can you I mean, together, is, James? I want to hear about this game. This is only game. the third round of 16. We've got another five to go. <laughs> Still, I've beaten John Denton's prediction. He thought it'd be 20 minutes in. We're an hour and 20 minutes in, so uh, I win. Okay, good point. Yeah, 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 you fucked up there, Denton. Come on then. So, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, I played this. Uh, where was it? Over the summer, uh, mostly, and I played it in secret because I I did want to keep it for the wild card. Oh my god! So you've been be... saving it for all this time. Yeah, I thought you, yeah, I he's thought, pathetic. I thought you just he, smashed James? it in the last couple of weeks. 
No, 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 no. It's like pathetic. It's the most genius <laughs> move I think we've ever so experienced. So when I was talking about show. it on the show, you were just sitting there tight-lipped, just like, yeah. fucking hell. James, was this before or after Elden Ring? I guess before, right? Uh, it was before, yeah. It was before Elden Ring, yeah. Man. Yeah. So when it's, every yeah, week Ben time, yeah. was going, oh, have you finished Xenoblade Chronicles 3 yet, Sean? I'm going, no, I will, I promise. You were just like, <laughs> It's true. Oh. I was sitting there just thinking, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've done that. It's, I've never, I've never wanted someone to hate a game so much so i'm so interested to hear what i really hope he comes in and just destroys it for i really minutes. want to go back and watch the old like video podcast if we did them on video then oh, and yeah. every mention of Xenoblade, <laughs> and just look at farley's camera <laughs> well i'll tell you I, I i could tell you what he was doing he was almost falling asleep matt that's point. probably what was going on on that there camera. Might be a little smile on his face as he depends if you were talking about like, power simulator or not um oh, anyway. he was rolling back in his head uh... <laughs> yeah because of all the gin <laughs> No, there, there are reasons why I played this. It wasn't just solely for the wild card. Um, it is also because, I mean, you see, JRPGs have always been like an itch for me. As in, they're, they're a kind of game that I've always wanted to like. But aside from the Persona series and Final Fantasy X, I've never really enjoyed one that much. But I've always wanted to. Like, it's one of those series that I've always wanted to sort of get into. Play remake for fuck's sake, James. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe one day. Uh, but David said it's rubbish. And it makes me Fuck not David. David said, just, David said <laughs> hindsight's rubbish. And that's a solid gold gotti contender. So... <laughs> <laughs> Very true. But no, the thing is, is I had a lull in what I wanted to play on the Switch. And so I thought I'd give this a chance. And I wanted it purely for the story. That's really what I wanted to play this for. And I've got to say that it it kind of, it does deliver uh, on that. And I mean, the story is... You hear that, Ben? Kind of does deliver. <laughs> no, no, okay. It's it, kind it, of got it. Uh, it. It totally delivers. Um, the reason is is because the story, I, I enjoy the story a lot because it, it says a lot about, it's mostly about the, like, the nature of existence, but also what we understand about permanence and about the idea of like how, how long we're you know on this earth or you know how long we're sort of around for and our perceived roles in society and what we owe to the community around us. That's, that's really kind of what it's about. But this is told by this cast that is, with one exception, there is one character in this game which is the worst one of the worst characters one of the worst voice actors <laughs> i've ever heard in my life and can it I, was can I it, guess? every gone is it lands no no Ooh, it's not okay no 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 it's not have oh, you so got, there's two bad ones in our ha, have you have you got to the australian lady yet sean uh i just yes right because that's yep. that's not great that's really <laughs> not great at all and that's that's the worst thing um it's yeah she she is a terrible character um but the rest Absolutely amazing, like like really, really, really very good. And you I should, see, I should starts- say, I only picked Lands just because he, like, I, I really like his voice in general. He just a couple of his sort of barks, like after combat and stuff. Oh, yeah, nothing, but that's it. They're, yeah, they're not so good, especially yeah, like just the wandering around stuff is, um, you yeah, know, yeah. it's a. And I, I mean, was the MVP. There's, there's that. It. Yeah, fuck and off. The, there's that, and then when you pick up stuff, and he goes, "That's a rare doodah, That is. Says <laughs> like, that over and over again, which is kind of funny. Yeah. But I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's Sorry. see that's the thing though because I started off this game with the Japanese voice acting on because usually I found this to be better in most most past RPG, like JRPGs I've played but then curiosity got the better of me and I switched it over to the English and I never went back actually because it is brilliant and it's great. yeah it's 
this is because I mean the range of accents and regional dialects, uh, but also that the quality of delivery is excellent. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. it's a real step up from other other games that uh, I've played. You know, in the past that were JRPGs that have done this, and it really like added a lot to the point where you know by the time I got to the end of the game, I really did care about what was happening to these characters, and this was because of how real each of them felt to me. Um, you know, because of the uh, yeah, I think because of the delivery uh, was so good. I mean, I I played this mostly for the story, and I did bump it down to easy. Like I, I played it on on easy mode throughout, but I did enjoy the combat. And in, I mean, one of the other things that I was a bit concerned about when I started this because I played um, Xenoblade Chronicles two, and mm. I found similar problems with it. Whereas I found this is quite overwhelming to begin with in the way that the combat system works because it's. I, I don't know about you, Sean, but I found it quite complex. Like to begin with, they keep throwing yeah. new concepts, new ideas, like continuously into mm. like what you're what's supposed to be doing, and the abilities of the characters like evolve continuously throughout the game as well. And so there's continuously they're just sort of a, like sort of um, layering these new systems on top of each other all the time. Yeah. But then. I then found that I appreciated the flexibility um, of it because it's essentially a job system in it, and yeah. you can. But then, so, but there's a hard cap for each of the characters that you're playing as. But then these abilities can then be like selected and then um, added to. You, you can if okay, so if you take a character up to say like level ten, you can then use these abilities with another character class as well, which mm. is kind of cool you know because then so then what you can do is you can then like really sort of like create a character and like sort of build what you want them to be around like multiple jobs which i thought was which was quite interesting mm. and so you yeah I, I, I like that a lot i thought that was kind of good and i think it's it's not just the combat system but it was really just how accessible the game was really um mostly because i found that it, it felt like it was adjusting its like uh, it was adjusting itself to my ability so i never felt frustrated at all like throughout the whole time i played this and this this is a big thing for me because one of the big things that i really dislike sin- like sincerely about jrpgs is often the like is the grind that you get and i mm. found this didn't have that at all like it it really felt like perfectly weighted um like as I, as I went through it and i nominated i mean the reason i nominated this it wasn't just for like the wild card i, I was considering nominating it as just like one of my picks probably should have done why instead you, of hindsight why are you ruining all the respect that i got <laughs> why are you destroying that <laughs> oh i didn't just do it because i was game playing for half a year <laughs> i did it because, well i don't give a fuck about you then james so if anything i've lost respect for you now fine don't care your respect for me means nothing um, that's, we yes. both know that's not true. We both know that's not true. Yes, anyway, let's talk about what James said on the bus. <laughs> Go on. But no, I chose this because the story was meaningful for me as well. And I think it was... I, I mean, I still think about it from time to time because it was it was so like, sort of well put together and also, you know, poignant and, and you know, sort of sad by the time you get to it. It does have some flaws, obviously. I mean, especially on a technical level. Mm. Um, but it's... Definitely, it's one of the best JRPGs I've ever played, and it has made me feel that actually I probably would like to go back and maybe play some of the others at some point, because if this is sort of, you know, how they are, then I think probably I could get into this, because I had a great time with this, I really did. It's um, yeah, I it's did quite enjoy a, it a unique lot. combat system, to be honest, I don't know if there's much else, probably Final Fantasy twelve actually would be a, yeah. a, a good transition. Um, yeah, I mean, I played 40 hours of this. Um, mm-hmm. I went back to it a bit this week just as a, a refresher um, and, you know, confirmed to myself I do really want to finish it. Um, um, yeah, it's it's really good. And I, you know, I bounced off uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X on the Wii U, great console, RIP, um, because it's, I don't know, I mean, 
in Xenoblade Chronicles X, I mean, for starters, half the music was just absolutely excruciating. Half of it was brilliant, and half mm-hmm. of it was the worst thing I've ever heard. Um, and also, it had this really nasty habit of like you'd just be around, like you know exploring, and then it'd be like, aha, a level ninety enemy has just popped out of the ground for no reason. It's like, oh, good, I'll run away from that then. And then the sort of weird sort of MMO style combat means that like you can run away from an enemy but it's like ah it's still hitting you fuck you um that doesn't really happen in this one i found mm-hmm. it's pretty um pretty generous there's like a couple of bits where say you know there'll be like a big fucking treasure chest uh in the middle of nowhere and as you approach it like a bin a big enemy pops out of the ground but yeah. you still have time to react to that and run away um so yeah, like a, a lot of those irritations were were gone with this. I found, um, and yeah, the story's decent. Like it, it's not only does it, you know, it, it doesn't fall into a lot of the sort of JRPG stroke anime tropes where, like, you know, you see like every plot twist coming a mile off and stuff. Um, like it's it's quite like I think I said when I talked about it back in the summer, I was like, you know, it opens up where it's like, ah, oh, this is like endless war between these two armies that are clearly like the fucking same and it yeah. all and, in, and immediately like this feels like bullshit and then about two hours in it's like guess what it's all bullshit like yeah. good thank you like because you know a, a lesser game would spend 10 hours going oh you didn't see mm-hmm. this coming um doesn't do that and, like it actively mocks um you know there's like one character one of the, the sort of you know the side characters um that you can have in your party and he's like he's all mysterious and brooding and he wears a mask and he looks like a cool ninja and he never tells you stuff and like uni and your party is just like he does my head in why don't you just tell us stuff (laughs) you know what i mean um that stuff is great um yeah it's it's a really fucking good game particularly i mean that's the thing like the thing with the story that i enjoyed was just this idea of like um you know what your your conception of reality and what you think reality is and Mm -hmm. then and like what your you know why you're here and then it's like it it all gets thrown into confusion and you know and uh yeah and also like i mean it's you know it's it's not complex but it's also like you know clearly the story is about like how people who should have loads of common interests can just be sort of really arbitrarily divided and and made to resent one another um Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's that. It's that. Yeah, because it's it's really that sort of. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen that. Um, like that picture of like nationalism, like nationalism defined. It's like mm. you know our heroic, you know, people, and then you know their vicious enemy and all that kind of thing. And it's like yeah. you just. It's basically yeah. It's 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 yeah. very interesting. Yeah, yeah, the way that's the way it's put together. Um, before before we vote on this, um, have we ever actually spoken about what happened with the James? What James said on the bus thing this year? Yeah, we did. Someone gave us the money, and we had to politely return it. No, no, oh, something else that. happened this year. Oh. So yeah. everyone knew except for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then we said, look, I feel bad that Matt doesn't know. <laughs> so we I, mean, told I Matt, can't believe I what didn't know, frankly. Yeah. Did he so not know we told what he Matt what James this. said on the, bu- on the bus, yeah. you know, after five years of build-up. And then he just tweeted it. Remember that? <laughs> Did he? Yep. Yeah, yeah, but it was so cryptic, no one would ever, ever no, get it. No, it wasn't It was literally <laughs> what he said on the bus. He just sent it to us on on Twitter. I was like, yeah, but no one's going to say, is that what he said on the bus? But no God one would ever be able to connect that. But even then, don't put it on Twitter. <laughs> it was hidden in plain sight, Dave. No one would know. Put it on yeah, Mastodon, no one, at least. No one did. <laughs> no, I did it on that as well, we, James. So, so... Me and James have known, obviously, for five years. No one's no one's found out. Sean knew for about two and a half years. 
no one found out. Matt found out five minutes. It's on Twitter. <laughs> How many people found out then, Dave, since then? Well, after I shouted at you and asked you to delete it. I didn't delete thankfully, it, did I? Thankfully, yeah, yeah did. he deleted it. Oh, did I? Yeah, okay, thank right. God for that. Otherwise, people would be searching for your Twitter <laughs> Anyway. It was uh, so was cryptic, no one ever got it anyway. I can't believe James said on the bus that everyone should buy Zombieland VR. <laughs> 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 yeah, hashtag meta, I can't believe it. Pentaman versus Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, James? Well, I'm going to vote Xenoblade Chronicles 3, obviously, because I had a great time with it. Sean? Pentaman. Matt? Now, this is a tough one because I've really enjoyed my two hours of Pentiment, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I definitely want to play it over Christmas. And I'm, like I said, I, if I had another month, I would have absolutely got this done in time. But um, I think James made a really compelling argument for Xenoblade, I'll be honest. And as someone myself who have only recently got, you know, in a was got, I guess, got into our JRPGs thanks to Remake and now playing Final Fantasy VII Original, I'm like, well, this does actually sound good. And obviously, it scored really highly in the year. Um, yeah, but consider this, Matt. It's Ben Symes' favourite game. That's that the kicker, really. Yeah. That's the kicker. Yeah. Ben Symes, for those of you that don't know, is a listener that has given all of a shit <laughs> all the way through the year. All of the way through the year, he's given a shit. Each and every one of us. You should. You're doing this wrong. You're trying out. I'm so tempted to hold that against him, <laughs> Matt. If you if you vote for Xenoblade Chronicles Three, I'll play Final Fantasy Seven Remake next. Oh, oh well, that's God. a good deal. That's a great deal. I mean, you're. Go- I'd love that because you'll fucking hate it. James. <laughs> you won't. I, you, I, why? You know, he's not going to hate it, Dave. Just because you didn't like it, it scored incredibly highly. It's a fantastic game. But I think he'll love the combat, and then he'll get so pissed off with how tedious the story is. I think. I think he'll. I think I there's think, things in that game that James I know will James. love. Do you know what doesn't I'm sure have? There a, is. You know, there's things in the game that I love. Do you know it doesn't have a tedious the, story? Pentiment. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. The, the first two the hours aren't like great. That, <laughs> the only thing that's swaying me, Sean, yeah. is that James's tactic mm. for that wild card was so good. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah I, it got, he's got my respect. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like he might get a vote due to respect for the first time ever. Right. Here's what's um, going to happen: is none of you are going to play Xenoblade Chronicles three. But you probably are going to play. True. You probably are going to play Pentiment, and you're going to feel bad. That's very you're true. Feel bad if it doesn't go through. That's very true, Sean. That is a good point. Is that going to be this year's Red Dead Two when James didn't finish it until <laughs> after Christmas, and is like, what the fuck have I done? I mean, the thing <laughs> is, though, David, is I, you're you're never going to play Xenoblade Chronicles Three, but I don't think you're like Pentiment either. Why is that? I just don't think you'll like it. Well, I've got what's, more what's that based Dave, on? I've got more faith in you. James, <laughs> James, James doesn't think you can play our intellectual medieval game. He about doesn't think you understand the it. Church and yeah, that's not. I'm saying. Sounds, you are made convincing me the other way though. James is like, oh, hey, you're I, like, I, like uh, you're like one of the peasants mm. in the village, Dave. That's what he thinks. That's not what yeah. I'm saying can you at all. Offer, what, I'm can trying you guys to save offer you time. Me? What, what's what's you what, what's on the table here? Oh, what is on the table? Yeah, right. Yeah. So currently, obviously, James has uh, voted for Xenobade. Sean has obviously worked for Pentiment, so now me and David are kind of very much on the edge, aren't we, David? I could go either way. I'm I'm waiting for benefits, Matt. I don't know <laughs> about me you. Me too. I'm ready for what we will get in return. So what's what hasn't come up yet that I really like? <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Uh, someone has just texted me with an offer. Ooh. Spicy. I've had a text. You've had a text too? Might have done. Okay. 
James. <laughs> you haven't shown me any names, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's a Long uh, Island reference. What is James offering? Okay, I'm going with Pentiment because yeah. um, I, I, clearly I would like that game more if I played it. Uh, I've got no interest in JRPGs, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, um, I've, I, there's no way I'm going to play Xenoblade Chronicles three. So I think you're right. As although that move was so good, the wild card move was so good. It, well, and I should say, like, obviously, I really want Pentiment to go through, but it does upset me a little bit that like James's Xenoblade play <laughs> it goes out in the first round. Good point. Good point, Sean. I'm going to vote for Xenoblade Chronicles three. Fuck's sake. You swayed me, Jane, uh, Sean. Well Try done. and show some fucking respect and look where it gets me. Unbelievable. Sounded like a line from a Yard Act song. I've been listening to him too much. <laughs> one, uh, Matt? I'm f- yeah, I'm going to... I mean, I've played two hours of Pentiment and loved it. Um, and how many hours... Really how, many, how, many, how many for a game that you've not played? How many hours of Xenoblade have you played? Zero. Zero. <laughs> okay, just check him. Um... So, you know, and, and like I said, I'm going to be playing Pentiment over Christmas for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Pentiment. Yeah. Okay. Come I mean, on, Matt, so I mean, as, on, as I said, I'll, I'll play Final Fantasy VII, Matt, if you uh, if That's you, such uh, a crap you switch. offer. Why is it crap? Why does Matt care if you play it or not? <laughs> well, no, because I'll talk about it and I'll, I'll, I'll back him up when things happen. What do you mean you'll back him up? You're just lying <laughs> about whether you like it again? or not. Yeah. <laughs> Back when things happen. You might not back him. You might not like it. Uh, okay, well, I've made my point that I thought the move was absolutely incredible. I should probably switch my vote. I don't want to be stuck in a deadlock between yeah, mate. two games that I've never played. Think of how annoyed Ben will be. That's really, <laughs> that's not, yeah. That's I mean, not kind. That's no, I think not he, kind. I'm pretty sure he really liked Pentiment as well, to be fair, but I don't know. Yeah, that is true. Okay, I'll switch my vote. Pentiment, okay? Yeah. All offers are now null and void. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was obviously, switch. because I didn't I take switch, you up actually, on your but... offer, so of course it's <laughs> null and void, James. Must have been That's a how shit offer. Um, should we? Can we just have our first piss break of the podcast recording, please? Because uh, I think it's probably needed. On, how? I mean, okay. James, you must be desperate right now. Oh, I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! In a bit. Hello. Is there anyone there? You do? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt. Hello, is there anyone there? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, God. How far are you in the bottle now, then? About a third of the way oh, through. Oh, nice. Lovely work. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was my work Christmas party last night, so mm-hmm. obviously I had way too much, and I thought, well, I'll have a beer now, and I'm like, I'm worried it's unlocked some of last night's alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Hey, I'm back, I'm back. Yeah, so J- James, um, you're you're feeling okay? I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Cool. It doesn't do anything. Is there anybody there? That's why I heard when James I've came only, in. I've only got yeah, <laughs> I've only got one more game anyway. It doesn't do anything. To describe, so it's fine. <laughs> it's gonna be a banger. Hey, <laughs> uh, so Pentiment, that that's out now, isn't it? It's gone through. No, Pentiment's in. No, Pentiment went through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Zenderblade's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Zenderblade's out. Right. Okay. Next one. Ollie Ollie World. Ooh. The first of your games. First of my games. Yeah. Ollie Ollie World was uh, fantastic, really. It, it was um, it was a big surprise for me because I enjoyed Ollie Ollie. I enjoyed Ollie Ollie too. Uh, but I didn't... 
I didn't go all in on those games. Like I wasn't like, this is it for me. Um, and then when I saw Oli Oli World, I, I mean, I don't know about you lot, but I thought, oh, cool. An open world 2D, you know, a 2D open world Oli Oli game. All, like, yeah, it might we, be a little... We talked about this, sorry to put in, we talked about this at the time, yeah, didn't no, we? Go. We all had this, this perception that it was going to be an open world yeah. game. And I can't yeah. remember where we got that from, but... Yeah. So I remember when I first started playing it, I was like, oh, this is just Ollie Ollie mm. again. But it looks completely different. Um, okay, fine. Uh, that's a bit disappointing. And then I just really zoned in on it. Like I got so addicted to firstly, initially getting through the game. You know, that was the th- first thing that I wanted to do. But it had that sort of mix of, yeah, I want to get through the game. I'll push through this world. But I then want to go back and get every single um uh, achievement in that level um so i would just constantly go back you would learn new moves i love the fact that the game um lets you use all the moves from day one like there's it it it, all of the moves are unlocked none of them are, are locked however it teaches you them as you go along so if you were to boot that up for the first time you you've got your full move set there but um, but if you're, you know, if it is your first run, you don't actually know how to pull off those moves until it tells you. Um, I just, I think it blew me away on a few things. Firstly, how incredible it looked, you know, and completely mm-hmm. changing the art style of what Oli Oli is, which used to very much be a silhouette um, skating game. <laughs> Um, and it turned it into a more cartoony look. Um, and if you remember correctly, one of the things we spoke about at the time, it's got character creation stuff. I didn't see one character creation character that looks bad mm. like all the clothes look brilliant everyone's character looked great the amount of times you would see like in loading screens you see your friends characters and you were like wow that looks brilliant um and and just it had that arcadey feel of yeah all right you got to the end of the level that's fine but let's try and beat each other's scores and there was so many ways of doing that and by the end of it like by the time that I'd stopped playing it I felt that I was you couldn't rest for a second. Whereas like when you first start playing it and get used to the game, you can hit a grind and then relax a little bit until you get to the end of that rail. And then you've got to think about what to do next. You can't do that once you're really pushing for high scores. Like you're constantly trying to change the way you're grinding mid grind. You're um, spinning in the air. You're doing flip tricks out of, uh, out of rails and onto other ones. Um, And then it had the, it had the various different routes that you could take, which opened things up and uh, various different types of achievements as you went through the level. It's, I think it summed it up the best when James turned around to me and said, I'm really not feeling this. I'm really not getting on with it. And I said, well, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm trying to get all the achievements, but I'm not getting them. And I went, don't do that. Treat it like a Mario game. Get to the end of the level. That is your first, like, goal. Get to the end of the level. And some of these, some of these levels are really hard to get to the end of. You know, it has that sort of um, trials thing where it's, you know, it starts off more about, how quickly can you get to the end of the level? And then it ends up, can you get to the end of the level? You know, mm. that, that's how it works. It's a lot easier than that, but you get the idea. Um, and if you treat it like a Mario game, what you're left with is a really, really cool skating platformer. Um, and one that has uh, such a high ceiling of what you can do in it, that going back and replaying levels that you've already done has just been, ah, oh, it's just so good. The race against that little bear thing in the in the 
the rubber ring was just <laughs> a real highlight for me when I finally did it because you had to be so profi- precise. You had to be so quick with your skating. It, oh, mate, that game has been forgotten because it came out at the early part of this year. If this game come out in the last couple of months, I think we'd all be pushing for this in Game of the Year. That's why I was so shocked when this was sort of in the maybe pile. I thought this was a, a lock. Um, thankfully, it made its way through because I think it absolutely deserves the praise um, that, that uh, this show is giving it right now, actually. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> did anyone else get to the oh, James, you got to the end, didn't you? I did, yeah. I finished it. And uh, but I, I mean I, I went back and I did some of the other stuff to you know try and as long unlock as much stuff as possible. But yeah, I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was great. It was it was it was very good. Sean, how far did you get? I can't I can't remember how many worlds were there. I think I got to like world four or five. Oh, I think um, it was like seven. I think yeah. Wasn't it? So you know, quite a bit. But I could have definitely done more. Um, I don't remember why I fell off this because um, it's clearly great. Um, it's as you say it's the way yeah like yeah you have the full move set to begin with but it introduces it gradually and i think it could probably make more of a point of saying like don't worry about doing everything to begin with like just get through it because when you, I think you learn right, yeah because some of the things you learn later on make the earlier levels like you know the score um targets yeah. make them absolutely trivial um later yeah, yeah yeah um but it is you know but it is essential that it it drip feeds you all the mechanics because it's a lot to take in like it's a really complex system um yeah it it, it is really good the the weird sort of um sort of random created levels as well are really nice um where you can just go like right i want a really long level that's not very difficult and is i don't think i did any of these no no uh you unlock it pretty early so you can go to narvana or whatever it's called. I think it's not one. Right. Um, oh, right. I didn't do any of that And you can stuff. just sort of, yeah, you can just sort of set some like loose parameters and it'll generate a level for you. Um, really nice idea. And yeah, like I say, it looks gorgeous. Like, um, Oh, man, it really does look good, Yeah, like, it? you know, obviously cell shading is nothing new, but it's, I don't know, there's just something about how accurately it nails it and looks like a cartoon. Um, yeah, it's great. Really good game. Yeah. Good game. What's up? What's it up against? Oh, before I continue, I should highlight a negative. You know, yeah. we've been praising the game. The amount of text in it that just doesn't need to be there. It was yeah. too, uh, by the end of it, I was just skipping, skipping it. through yeah. it. You Which know. you, free you can to do, do that, though, can't you? Yeah, just yeah, skip yeah, yeah. yeah, you can skip through it. It allows for that. All right. Here we yeah, go. I only played about half an hour in this game. I, I'm not sure really? something else came out. I or thought this what, would have been but... right up your street. Yeah, I, I assume something else came out because I know it's reviewed really well, but mm-hmm. and I played it when you lot started. I just didn't carry on. Not that I wasn't Brilliant. enjoying it. Clearly, something else came out and I moved on. <clears throat> well, something else has come out of the hat. No, go on, true. It's Matt's oh, yeah. game, oh. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Oh, oh now Kirby and the Forgotten. Speaking of um, you mentioning a game that you feel like got forgotten, Kirby and the Forgotten Land is absolutely that. And I, I'm, I haven't forgotten it, Matt. Okay, <laughs> that's good to know. Because I it's am like astounded. you can forget where your gin is, though, James. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Long way to go. I am astounded how little I've heard about this game in any kind of game of year discussion thus far. I think Kirby and Forgotten Land is absolutely fantastic. What an absolute game. On first reflection, when I, I saw again, haven't played a previous Kirby game, uh, so totally new to the series, totally new to the character. 
Um, on first reflection, it feels rather simplistic. In fact, I was looking through my old notes I wrote when I first talked about this, and I was saying, you know, gameplay is very simple. You know, you know, I, you know, it's you know, there's not a lot of challenge there. But then, you know, thinking back in now, and after I finished it, my my view totally changed because actually, I think the kind of um, the challenge there makes it. An incredible game. Now, the game itself, yeah, it's very simple. You basically get from you go from one end to level to the other. You're very, very low chance of you dying um, at all because it's incredibly simple. Um, there are things in level again. It's, like, it's kind of like um, it's, it's simple, kind of plat- well, it's platforming. But you go from like the bottom of the screen to the top of the screen. Sometimes left to right, but it's um, you know, it's not too scrolling. It's it doesn't feel like ever fully like a three D like a three D Mario. Uh, it's kind of like f- fixed camera point. But anyway, it's the levels are relatively simple. But there are other things you can do in levels. If you want a bit more of a challenge, you can try and find all the Waddle Dees because uh, the whole story is these characters called the Waddle Dees have been kidnapped, and your job is to rescue them and then help rebuild their town, which is something you do in between levels. So you go through his levels, again, really simplistic, really easy platforming, but you could try and find the hidden Waddle Dees. You could try and like take down posters, which you can collect. You can try and find alternative routes or secrets. Um, and, and and that's relatively simple. Once you finish the level, you'll go back to like, the hub world area, which is Waddle Dee Town. And for all the Waddle Dees you save... Uh, you might, you know, collect a certain amount, and you might unlock like a, you know, this kind of cafe um, in in the Waddle D town, and there's like a mini game there with other things. There's a coliseum, which I'll get to later. But you know, you're basically slowly, gradually building this town up based on the number of Waddle Ds you save, and. You know, the, the levels look great. I think the music is exceptional, exceptional music on, on this game. It's a fantastic soundtrack. But, you know, level-wise, it's got your kind of standard, you know, there's like, you know, there's an ice level. There's kind of like, you know, your fire levels. There's like, um, what it does do, it's got this kind of dilapidated, like, uh, shopping center um it's got kind of a you know <laughs> i mean as um as in uh, you know it's not like last of us but it's got like okay is this kind of like you know showing a post-apocalyptic you know rundown shopping center and whatnot but you know because it, it's it's very different because you then can become a car for instance if you as kirby suck up a car and then you're bobbing through in this mode in this mode called mouthful mode where anything that Kirby sucks up you you, you take the place off like it could be a, a a ring on you know like a, like a, a life ring you suck that up and suddenly like Kirby can like um, can expel wind from his mouth and that might help if you're say on a boat and you're trying to go around this like river area or if you suck up a car then suddenly you can bomb around the level and you know, do you know, do jumps and all sorts of trying to finish the level in a certain time. Uh, so mouthful mode is really playful, as as you would imagine. You can become like a vending machine if you suck that up, and then the vending machine like fires cans out enemies. But this is all pretty pretty simplistic. But it got to the point where just like the best Mario games we love, where it's not about your first run through the game. It's about what happens when you finish the game and then you go to like the end game or the post game stuff. Or as in my case, you want to 100% the game because I wasn't expecting to want to 100% this game. There's probably plenty of other games coming out at the time, but I just absolutely loved the, the gameplay loop was fantastic. You'll go for a level, you'll get it done first time. Then you're like, oh, you know, I guess I can collect these things and go back. But the more I was playing it, the more I was enjoying it, and the more I wanted to see, I didn't want the game to end. And the, the challenge massively, massively ramps up. Um, so you'll, you know, there's, uh, there's these bosses at the end of each, each of these kind of worlds. Um, and, and the bosses are, you know, get, get gradually, gradually tougher. But then when you go to like, the post-game stuff, they're incredibly hard, I thought. But 
I think a perfect level of complexity, perfect level of of difficulty. Um, you also during your gameplay get to unlock new abilities. There could be like you know uh, swords or ice things or fire things. Each of, I think there's more like twelve or thirteen abilities. They can all be upgraded like three or four levels. And I did find that I was constantly juggling those abilities to get certain tasks done in levels and all getting done within, say, a certain time limit. Or there might be a challenge like doing it without dying or doing it only using this certain weapon. And so there is some strategy, there is some complexity in this, even if on first glance you might think this is such an easy game for babies. Like, what's the point? But no, there, there is, like the best Nintendo games, unlike the best Mario games, there is complexity if you want to find it. And as someone who hadn't played Kirby before, I absolutely wanted to find this. And I'd, I absolutely loved it. My, yeah, like my love for the game just grew and grew. And I can't believe people, more people aren't talking about this game. I think, for me, this isn't quite Mario level, but this is up there with like a Mario quality game. I think it's ap- not quite, doesn't quite hit that, that same level, but it does all the great things that we love in the Mario games. This but it's it, game. in, in the Kirby flavor. And... Um, yeah, I mean, there's so much more to it. There's like these treasure road stages, which are like kind of mini <laughs> We're just going to ignore levels. James in the background there. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to ignore him. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear. What did James do? I just James. said it's just a very good game. Yeah. It, it okay. is. <laughs> um, Excellent. I, How many of us played it? Sorry, I know James did. Uh, David? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it just did not click with me. I, I found it a really? little bit dull, to be honest with you, yeah. Oh, that's mad. I, I really <laughs> love this game. I thought it was fantastic. I um yeah I just yeah. Yeah, I, I got to the point where I was just like I'm not actually enjoying getting to the end of these levels to be honest I don't know it's weird uh, I really enjoyed it up until Isaac decided that he was scared of one of the enemies which you know norm- oh, that's right. normally yeah, maximum really sympathy for like I don't ever want to show him stuff that I know is scary but I was like mate what what is scary about this <laughs> yeah it's not yeah, no, oh god yeah, James has yeah. fallen over. Um, no, sorry, sorry. I just right, dropped, my, I dropped my glasses. Sorry. <laughs> Drop your glasses. Yeah. They've fallen off your sleeve. Not. I just imagine him sitting there with his hand on his forehead and then just slowly sliding off the bridge of his nose. <laughs> it's because I sat on them recently and they're kind of broken, and so they keep <laughs> falling off. They keep falling off. I mean, get new glasses, James. I am. When I come back, I've got an appointment. It's fine. I've got an appointment. What? Do they not sell glasses in Germany? They do, but I can't be bothered to go through the whole. Trying to explain what's going on and all that kind of thing. It's just how is all... your German coming along? Can you speak yet? Not very well. It's not very well. Give us a give us a little drunken German. Um, oh, what should I say? I don't know. Um, so I've, I've, drunk, with the I've drunk too much <laughs> alcohol. Yeah. Um, okay, it's the Bahnhof in the near. There you go. Why have you got to put the? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to like sound like you're on fucking hello James. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Were you person passing by the door when you heard a shit? <laughs> the the, the, right, the Bahnhof is Dardruben. There you go. Okay, cool. okay. Um, um, so yeah, no, so I, I would, I would really like to play more of this. It's just yeah, I was having a great time playing it with Isaac, and then he suddenly just one day was like, "Nope, get it off." Um, so that was kind of it. Yeah, because I... co-op in this game is also excellent. I mean, like mm. Elodie and I played a bunch of it. Um, she really enjoyed it. I, I saw her kind of. You know, improve as a as a as a gamer. That was lovely to see her you know, ta- taking on bosses and understanding what the strategy needs to be for certain bosses. But yeah, so co-op's great. One issue with that is that you know only one of you can be Kirby, and the yeah. other player doesn't get the ability. Which is weird. Why? Why don't just do? Why let both be Kirby? It makes no I think it sense probably to me breaks whatsoever. the game, right? I think it probably. But so what? Well, yeah, who cares? I guess um, you're probably playing it with a child. Aren't I mean, well, you? this is. I was going to say. I mean, this is. It worked for us because I was obviously Isaac is. 
like can't well he's better now but certainly when we were playing this like he wasn't very good at it so him just being the the waddle d and having like a limited move set while i'm doing all the puzzles and stuff made well not puzzles you know what i mean um quite, yeah. you know that made sense for us um but obviously you know my situation isn't everyone else's Mm. Tweet that picture that James just sent us, please, including his message underneath it. Matt, but, yes, I'll do it. Yeah. TCGS account. But there's, um, <laughs> there's <laughs> loads more. Here's the other thing. Like, um, Harry tapped out of it as well. Did he? He got to the point where he just found it a bit dull. You making him be? So the, you making him like, be the waddledy though? We let we letting him be. No, curly. no, no. We weren't playing co-op. <laughs> oh, right, okay. He won't play co-op with me anymore. He's, <laughs> he's past that. He's, <laughs> he's um. Yeah, he he was really into it, and then he just stopped playing it. It and is weird, isn't it? Because Asher like loved the Star Allies one. Like he played, yeah, he played that so much, and mm. this one he yeah. didn't seem so interesting for some reason. Same, yeah, exactly. Same. It. Like Harry just absolutely smashed Star Allies and that boss rush free to play thing. Oh yeah, um, but just couldn't get into this. I get um, it because I think this is brilliant. Yeah. All right, should we vote? James, I think I know which way you're voting. What, what are the games? So it's Kirby, and what's <laughs> the other Ollie one? World and Kirby. <laughs> okay, it's got to be Kirby in that case. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matt? It's Kirby for me. It's Oli Oli World for me. Sean, you've got to do the right thing. It's, it's really yeah, good. It's got to be Kirby. It... Sorry, mate. Yeah. That's outrageous. It's I, I not. Think, it's I one of the best wrong. games this year. This would have been on my list. Kirby and, is yeah. one of the best games this oh, year. Oh, I for sure. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I oh, cannot. I can, under- oh, I'm a fireman now. Uh, <laughs> I tried what? to actually, Fuck off. actually, I tried to play. What's your language? I tried to play uh, this over the weekend some more, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is fun. This is fine. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't say it was game of the year, but well, it sounds no, like I, I it's this one of it. the games of the year. <clears throat> I will say this about it, mm-hmm. right? It fucking looks incredible for that console. Like there was some some of the gorgeous, some of the yeah. stages, it looks gorgeous for that console. Like seriously, thirty frames though. Um, what is yeah, it? but I don't go to my Switch for like you know four K sixty or listen. You know, Ma- Mario can do the sixty. Con- Why can't Kirby? <laughs> That's, That's true. <laughs> right. Well, okay. Next. Right. Okay. So we're only halfway through the round of sixteen. We're two hours in. <laughs> Next game out of the hat is James. Oh. What is it? Talk about Tinykin. Oh, Why is Tinykin? that on the list, mate? Tinykin. Okay. Oh, Tinykin. Did you forget that you nominated it? <laughs> no, I didn't forget because this was a good one. And I mean, it came out of nowhere, this game. Like, it completely came out. I was not expecting it. Didn't. It did. It didn't. It didn't. I mean, it didn't. Sean banged on about it for months <laughs> before he? it came out. Yes. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yes. Did he? Yes. Didn't you play it in early access? Uh, but or yeah, say? there was a demo um, and I was telling everyone to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, get this, it's really good. Sorry, Sean. That's all right, mate. Because it was good. It was. It's, it's a very <laughs> good game. Um, but no, I mean, I finished this in nearly one day because it was so good. And I chose this this time because one of the reasons that I like this game so much is because I just feel it got everything pretty much right. And that's quite rare uh, for that to happen, particularly with like a platform game, because it absolutely nails the controls. And that's one of the reasons I couldn't kind of, couldn't put it down and everything with the game feels like it's sort of designed to reduce the friction um that you would get you know with with oh, i can't speak anymore this is terrible i've got to stop doing this it's the worst mm-hmm. like i don't know why i do <laughs> this stop doing what drinking yeah i don't know why i do sean, this sean james every fucking year i tell you that's enough now 
Yeah. That's enough. This is your third year in a row where you've got wankered for it's no not, reason. You're, you're not a drinker. <laughs> like, this is what I said. I've said this to you a million times. You don't drink throughout the year. You, your body's not prepared for it. And then you down half a bottle of gin. It's but not you half know a how bottle. Mad that is. I'm a third of the way through. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not fine because I've just seen the photo you sent us. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Um,. But yeah, Tinykin is is very good. And one of the reasons that I thought this was particularly good is because of the way that you can like the Tinykin are I mean this is supposed to be like Pikmin. That that's what I thought this was going to be when the when when I first started playing it. But then it ended up being much more of a sort of a, a sort of a standard platformer really. Mm. But as I said, the thing that the reason this is good is because of the way that it does feel designed to reduce friction, whereby the Tinykin are auto-selected all, all the time according to whatever task you're trying to do, and the focus is really just on the enjoyment and getting around. And the puzzles aren't difficult, but there still is this sort of massive satisfaction that you feel through uh, getting around them. Um, and it's just the exploration was was excellent, and you never feel like you're doing anything particularly wrong. It's just um, there's just enough sort of objectives for each level, and I enjoyed just collecting everything. I mean, I, I, I pretty much just 100%ed this because I enjoyed it so much. And uh, it's, yeah, I don't really know what it's else to jo- say about it. It's a joke how good this game yeah, is. Yeah, it's, like, it's insane. It's, if, if there's, a, like a, there's like various different crossovers in our gaming preferences, James, one of them is definitely 3D platforming, and we always tend to agree on 3D platformers, you know. Like with Kirby. Um, <laughs> uh, well, it's not really a platformer, is it? Well, it's a platformer. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's not a platformer, is it? It is a platformer. Yeah. yeah. Jump, ar- but you're not re- jump around no- on platforms. Yeah, but there's no there's no like challenge in jumping around in platforms because you literally just like you do the little yeah. floaty thing over and then you wait and you let go. Well, so you're saying a platformer can have a platformer if it's challenging? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Don't be a twat. <laughs> um, <laughs> What I'm saying is that a platform or part of a platform is that, yeah, you know, you're jumping, you're climbing, you're trying to hit the platforms. Whereas like Kirby, you're not really doing that. That's more of a, it feels more like a, an action game to me, Kirby, Mm. because you're just fighting bosses with various different power-ups. It doesn't require the precision that this requires, I think, is one of the, one of the big differences. Anyway, I'm not even like, I'm not comparing it because like, I, I just think Tinykin, the the one thing Tinykin does so well is that it removes any friction that you experience I'll in these games. That. Anything, yeah, any, yeah <laughs> anything that... No, I know, yeah, but you've sort of mumbled your way through <laughs> I know, it. But I mentioned saying. it like three times. It was... Not the friction. <laughs> right, okay, all right. Okay, all right, James. Well, I won't back your game up. <laughs> no, it's fine. You can, you can totally back it because it's brilliant. It's um, yeah. It is brilliant. It was it was one of the best games I played this year, without a shadow of a doubt. And as I said, we have a lot in common when it comes to three D platformers, James. Mm-hmm. And and I think I played this and knew that you would love it. Like I knew you would love it instantly because it just has, it has that. I mean, it impresses in the size of the levels, in the detail within the levels. Um, with everything you do, just feels like fluid and fun to do like it, i got to the end of it and i didn't really feel done with it like i could have done another length of that game mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. if it was able to keep up the ideas that it that it introduced um uh, throughout the game i i, I loved it i think it's one of the best See, games out this year so it's it, yeah and one, one of the other things it. about that is with the controls is that it it's really difficult to sort of un- you shouldn't underestimate how difficult it is to do that like yeah. to make a platformer that feels right, you know, uh, to mm. play, and this absolutely I mean, everyone does. tries, no yeah. one achieves it exactly. You know, and this one does. Like though, as much as I like Sonic Frontiers, that uh, judging where you are, where the platform is, and what you've got to do to get to it, 
is is terrible in that game. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and yeah, we've like like Psychonauts two, another mm. one, like a, a game maybe you can compare this to. Yeah, I've heard some people comparing it to this. Yeah, does not get that platforming as right as this game no, does. No, you know, the gliding around in this just feels perfect. The Oh man, what a game! Well, no, even it's like you know, like going across like the kind of the, the the lines feels awesome. You know, when you're kind of oh, gliding, gliding around, oh, God, yeah. when you get the old the soap power, yeah, 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 yeah. The soap edge. and everything feels awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh mate, but it's Tiny also King it's also so just good. Like the puzzles, like they're not complicated, they're not difficult at all to do, but they are just really like well executed, and you, it's like you can figure it out like pretty quickly, but then you still feel something good from like from managing to do it. Yeah, what I love about them is I like, yeah. <laughs> sorry oh, from managing what? to do it, Ma- managing sorry. managing to do it. There you go. <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> from munching to do it. <laughs> what I love about the puzzles is like, often they take you around the, the whole like environment, and so you feel mm. like you're you're always wherever direction you're going in, you're always maybe on the way to solving one or some of the many puzzles you've got in the room. Like you never feel like any trip around the map is wasted at all. Yeah, because it's like. You know, the the Dark Souls thing of like, oh, you make a load of progress and then you kick a ladder and it's like, oh man, that's really cool. That that links back. Tinykin does that every five seconds. Um, and not in, you know, it's it's not like as awe-inspiring as it is in Dark Souls, but it's just very cool that like every bit of progress you make, you're just like, right, cool. That's like another, you know, uh, another yeah. zip line set up. That's like another, you know, uh, uh, like I've dropped a little vine that I can climb up. And you're constantly sort of building this little, essentially like this sort of, you know, fast travel network within each level. Um, so that if you do, you know, say you climb to the top of a bookcase and you're kind of like, right, okay, I don't really know where else to go now. You fucking grind back into the middle level and then you just kind of look around and be like, right, where next? And you're just, you know, conquering bits of furniture and, and what have you. Well, that, um, that's the thing that does it for me, Sean. When you talk about that mm. stuff, it, it, what amazes um me when playing this game is that you look at an ob- object and in any other game you'll go i'll have to remember that object because I'll, I'll need that mm. later not in this mm. the tiny can just pick it up yeah, yeah and then so so going back to what you're saying everything you're doing feels like progress even if you come across an item that you cannot use yet yeah. and that you've got no idea what it's yeah, for yeah. you know y- y- it's still progress because you got to that point in the stage mm. And now you've got that item. Yeah. And when you find out what it's for, you don't have to go back and get it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. It is just a, a, so a, a masterclass in design, isn't it? And as you say, James, it's it, it's one of those that must be kind of frustrating for the developers because it's it's that whole thing of, you know, good design is is invisible. Like you don't notice it because everything is so fluid. Um yeah. and there's just zero sort of irritations or, or anything. Um and yeah, and that is really fucking hard to do. Just so, like I mean, auto selecting the stuff like the abilities you need to use. Yeah, it's, it's all, just all context genius. sensitive. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, just doing that. Yeah. Rather than you know having to like scroll through different menus and stuff like mm-hmm. that and you know go through it's it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I spoke about an example when I played it where you have these certain types of tinykin which build bridges yeah. and in one level you're trying to get items from one part of the level to the next but you only have a limited number of tinykin and any other game would have done it whereby when you start the process and the tinykin are dry uh, you know taking this object around the map you would have to often in other games I reckon like race from one part to the other mm. to destroy like the, the bridge run to the next area otherwise like they would maybe fall off or yeah. you have to start the whole thing again but here no you, you, you destroy a bridge to have 
Tynikin on you and then Just them wait, holding they? whatever. They wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. Wait they, 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 wait. they wait by the edge for you to then build the bridge to take to the next place. Any other game would have said, no, they're falling off, you've got to start again. But yeah. then, again, another lack of friction, mm-hmm. more, I guess, user testing, user testing, user testing over and over again to make it as seamless and as frictionless as possible. Yeah. And it's not it's not that it's easy. Like no. it's not about it being easy. I mean it is easy. It's not a challenging <laughs> game. Um but it's not we're not saying it's good because it's easy. Mm. We're saying it's good because it's what what happens when you find a game that does not fight against you at any yeah. point, you find yourself just playing it and loving it. No, it's you just know everything I mean? is absolutely accessible. Like that's yeah, the thing. It's yeah. just uh, yeah, it just Oh man, I love Tinykin. Uh, I think it looks incredible as well. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we disagreed about the music, James, but I like the music. Mm, that's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really like the way it Good changes. I think it looks fine, but it's definitely it's, yeah. 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 I think it looks fine, but it's definitely impressive where you can like stand at the top of an, of an environment or even at the bottom of, an, of uh, a location, and you can see everything. There's no like fog. Mm. There's no like you. You can literally look you up and down everything. and see. You can see everything, yeah. And I, I think <laughs> yeah. that's really nice. I wasn't like blown away by the visuals or anything, but it was definitely impressive. Okay. What's it up against? Ready? Oh, please be something rubbish. <laughs> uh, this is up against... This is going to kill me because I bet it's one of mine. It is one of mine. What is it? Oh, Power Wash Simulator. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I said many times on this show that I hated Power Wash Simulator <laughs> and I wish I'd never played it and it, it's ruining my life. And in many ways, it has. Um, <laughs> uh, Power Wash Simulator okay, is, a, is a game where you are presented with a level, a completely uh, empty 3D environment that has shit all over it. <laughs> and you're basically given a toothbrush and told to clean it. Um, the, the more you get into it, the bigger the stages get, the harder the um, muck is that you have to scrub off, but the better your power washers get. Um, and it is uh, it is a dopamine hit of a game that once you get into, you will not stop playing. You will not stop playing. Like I've I've spoken to so many people that said I did the first level and I uninstalled it because I just know that if I went on to the next level that'll be it. <laughs> and that was me. That was my life for nearly sixty hours. <laughs> I think was it fifty hours? I can't remember. And not wanting to get too sentimental here, <laughs> but um, my year has been awful. Like twenty twenty two has been. It's it's shit, right? Because twenty nineteen was terrible for me. I had all sorts of personal issues going on that I needed to deal with. Um, and then 2020 come along and I was like, well, time to shine now, baby. <laughs> and then we had a pandemic. Yeah, uh, then 2021, a load of other private shit happened, uh, w- which was worse than 2020. And then we went, surely this year is going to be better. And it didn't. We lost someone very, very important to us. And everything that goes along with that grief, um, uh, just the stress, the strain it puts on every day has been awful, right? It's been awful. There's no two ways around it. And I found myself playing Power Wash Simulator and... I joke about hating it and being angry and wishing that I never played it, but I think it was kind of important for me to focus on cleaning these little 3D environments. Um, And I think I wasn't thinking that at a time. I wasn't thinking that at a time. It it didn't even cross my mind that this might be a way of escaping. Mm. Um, But yeah, I spent a month or so 
with listening to podcasts or music. I discovered bands while playing this game because, <laughs> you know, it's pointless just sitting there spraying stuff with nothing on. So I'd stick headphones on and discover mm. weekly. And that's how I fell in love with, you know, Black Midi and stuff like mm. that. I, uh, it was an important game for me. And I think unlike other simulator games that I've tried, it served a purpose that those games didn't. Whereas this was so basic. It was so simple and yet I found it so satisfying and and, and um, it felt like a complete escape that I think it was a really important game in my year. It sounds weird, right? And mm. it, it sounds, you know, well, like, I don't hey, know if man, it does. it's hippie bullshit, but it's true. It's, it's, that's, that's how it was. It was, it was me sitting there just going, oh, no, it's me now looking back at that period of my life and going, oh, I was dealing with stuff mm-hmm. and this game was helping. And that's why I wanted to nominate yeah. it. So, uh, yeah, shit, man. That um, that that was uh, yeah, that was dark. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how else to put it. So, James, are you going to vote it out? Yeah, based I'm, on what I just said, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, right. Um, before we go to the voting, I just would like to say that if anyone from the Power Wash Simulator crew are listening. Uh, you don't know who's playing your game and, uh, you know, it's like when we get those those emails, right? And they say, I've had the worst year of my life, yet you were the consistent. You brought out a podcast mm-hmm. every every week and, you know, it felt like escape. You know, I want to just sort of pass that message on and say, you know, you don't know what people are going through when they're spraying water at your 3D environments. <laughs> um, and I'll be honest with you, I think it really, really helped me out on a on a mental level. And please, please invest on Only Fools and Horses, the DLC, <laughs> because it's the best idea I've ever had in my life. And if if it doesn't come out, I'm going to be upset. I want to clean Grandad. All right. <laughs> I mean, we, sh- we should say, like, I, I don't think you're alone in that because I remember um, seeing, like, I, you know, because obviously it was in early access for a while and hit, you know, 1.0 this year. Um, yeah, and there, there were tons of stories of, of people not necessarily, you know, responding to, you know, major sort of uh, tragic life events and stuff, but just, yeah, people finding it weirdly beneficial because it was just something to focus on and. I don't know. Yeah, people have found people have found it really therapeutic. Like that is a it is a known thing. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, I saw people saying, "I love the streams that you did mm-hmm. of it," because I sort of just phased out. Mm-hmm. But then you watch those streams back towards the end, the last half an hour of those streams. I say, I look at that and go, "Oh, that's a guy in trouble there." Mm. You know, I'm going. Okay, I've got to go to bed now. I've not been sleeping. I've got to go to bed. I'll just do this wall and then I'm mm-hmm. done. And then I do the wall and go, I'll just do another one. <laughs> You know, yeah, I, I yeah. was like, "Oh shit, man! Yeah. You ain't, you're not okay uh-huh. at the moment." <laughs> Fuck. Uh, right, let's get to voting. I let's get to voting. James, I'm sorry, but I have to vote for Tonykin. Matt, Tonykin. Sean, whilst fully respecting and appreciating Dave's openness about why he voted, like why he brought in Power Simulator, Tonykin. Okay. I was going to vote Tinykin, but I think as a mark of acknowledgement, I'm voting Power Wash Sim mm-hmm. so that it's not being beaten four <laughs> to nil. What an important fucking game in my life. That's a period I'll be thinking about 
for the rest of my life, I think. Shit, man. I went on holiday and was playing it on iCloud at night. <laughs> How fucked up is that? Yeah. That's bad, isn't it? I mean, yes and no. Like, oh, if shit. it helps, then no. Yeah, it did yeah. help. Yeah, yeah, it did help. Fuck it. I'm not worried about it, right? <laughs> okay, Jesus Christ. 2022 sucked. Right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Before we do, we do have some minor breaking news. I say minor. Oh, oh love a breaking news. Love it. Go on, uh, Matt. It's TCGS flavoured. I will say that much. We... Oh, yeah. Oh, have we all been, have we been fired? No, it's, it's not, not Activision and Microsoft. It's not, no. <laughs> went, oh, God. Do you know what, man? I'd fucking love it if we got acquired. I'd love it so much. What, like, during oh, the pod? Oh, God, yeah. I'd love it, Matt. The amount of, oh, just turning up with a Rolex. All I've been thinking about is buying a Rolex that recent. Cheers, Sean. Um, talking about no mental reason. problems. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Go on, what, what's up? It's not that. It's uh, we've got a new four nails pay for the entire year. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and the 23rd full nails oh my God. is safe as records. Thank you ever <laughs> so like much. That, safe as, safe records. as records. Thank you so much for the support. What an um, absolute hero. I really hope that Safe as Records was listening to this and going, they didn't well, mention it. Well, hang on. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not safe as records. It's safe as records. Yeah, safe as, yeah. yeah. What did I say? You said safe as records. So you're like, oh, yeah, that's safe as records, that is. Safe as records. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. as in like, safe difference? as. As in safe as, yeah. Yeah, as in the yeah, phrase that's... safe as. Right, safe as records. Yeah. Right, that's what I said. That's what not... did you think I said? You said you just said safe as records. As if I it was like. I don't know the difference. <laughs> well, this is mad. I don't phrase... know the difference in what you're saying. I don't the phrase is safe as. Is. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. There's like an emphasis on as. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean it to be a big thing. I just... <laughs> well, you do with this stuff, Sean. You always come across as a bit. All right, let's uh, see. Let's see what the next matchup is. The first one out of the hat. Well, they got their money. I'm just saying, you've got to read it out for the next year every week, though. So <laughs> That's let's get true. it right now. <laughs> That's true. Um, Matt, Elden Ring. Why the fuck is this pile of shit in the game? God, <laughs> how has this happened? So yeah, little known indie title, Elden Ring. Uh, it is obviously FromSoft's latest and greatest in the Soulsborne series. Um, Fucking good, isn't it? it? I mean, I don't know where I, where I even begin with this, but yeah, Elden I mean, Ring do, is... Do we even need to talk about it? <laughs> probably nah. not. Let's see what it's up against. <laughs> Um, no, let's yeah, not do no, that. Do. Of course, we do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so this is this is from Soft's kind of open world Soulsborne games, uh, Soulsborne game, and uh, what a game it is! This came out earlier this year in March, um, and I played a bit. Uh, I think we, we all played various bits. Um, it wasn't until James hammered it later in the year that kind of inspired me to get back on it it was always kind of there niggling in the back of my mind every day i'm like i've got to get it finished before game of the year got to get it finished got to get it finished other games came out i stopped i went back a bit i stopped but james james finishing it uh, in record time kind of inspired me to do that and i'm so i'm so so glad i did i mean i think i put like 30 or 40 hours into it anyway i don't know i think it's 30 and then stopped but i obviously even at that point i i was a big fan but yeah Elden Ring, you are, as the story goes, you are tarnished of no renown and you're on this path to become the Elden Lord in the Lands Between. And the Lands Between is an absolutely <laughs> stunning... I think everyone well, knows know. what it is, Matt. I don't know if we need to... Well, you know, that's what we do for all these games. 
don't um, think it is, is it? We just why yeah, why is it? Let, good? Him, let him give his explanation. Yeah. <laughs> James is out. James, James is, is just like it's in the Absolutely corner. Fine. Occasionally just pipes off and goes, Oh fucking hell, James is talking. <laughs> <laughs> James, uh, how how are you compare how are you feeling compared to previous years? Better or worse? Uh, pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. Okay. You Charlie sound worse. Really? I'll tell you that. Yeah. You think so? Mm, yeah. I don't know, there's been a couple of years where in the break it's like fucking you know, Yeah, um, I mean well. I mean, listen yeah. to him now. I've stopped. I'm not drinking any more alcohol now. You've said that before on previous episodes. No, no, no absolutely, yes. 100%. I've stopped now. In previous years, I've stopped, you. and then we've heard you unscrew the cap of whatever <laughs> <laughs> it turns it's out so that true. John Denton was right, and that gin is quite strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right. Elden Ring. Okay. Um, Open world, Dark Souls, uh, basically Soulsborne game, and um, it's <laughs> what basically what, 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 what this enables you. What 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 is given players is basically absolute freedom to go wherever they want and do whatever <laughs> they want in what order they want, basically. And whereas, unlike say in previous games, you might be stuck with a boss, this enables you to run away, get on your horse, and get the fuck out of there to find another adventure elsewhere. If you're maybe stuck on a particular boss or particular area, and this whole game for me is about the freedom to do whatever you want, where you want, uh, whether it's, you know, the, the moment you come out of that first kind of tutorial cave and you step out into that limb grave and you can see that huge kind of like massive like world tree lit up, you can see forests, you can see like mountains. I mean, this is kind of like the old Skyrim thing. If you see it, you can go to it. And from there, you know, it, some people may, may, be, may, may go into some ridiculous areas where they're absolutely stuck. I spent, actually spent the first 20 hours just exploring Limgrave. Not really, I think I might have done one boss, but I mostly spent 20 hours just wandering around. Why are you not saying why it's so good? What is <laughs> I'm going talking on? about the, my experience of the game. <laughs> Go on. You were talking the tutorial. Go on. No, no. I... <laughs> What I think is so good about game is the freedom. As I've basically mentioned, you can go anywhere, do anything, and find it, and basically explore at your own at your own pace. It's about this game basically rewards curiosity, whether it's asking you to go a certain place or you go the complete opposite way to find your own adventure. No one's done it the same way, and I and and basically well, what, that is just brilliant. And also the no, freedom that I agree with. Like the free- you cannot underestimate that. Like you cannot. You've. Uh, that is such an important part of this game. You can go any direction. You can go anywhere. You can see something in the distance. You can go there, and there is something to be found. It's incredible how much it does that. Like, when you think, oh, my God, there's so much of this world. It can't be this dense. It fucking is. How? How is there so much in this game? <laughs> and well, how it's, is there it's so way much more mystery dense and, oh. than you would even think. Like, yeah, like, and the, totally. you know, saying like, you know, the, the whole sort of, you know, if you can see it, you can go to it thing. For the first 20, 30 hours, you might not think that's the case. You will see, you know, grand structures off in the distance and think, oh, well, the, clearly there's no way to get there. That's just. Yeah, set. look at the map. The yeah, map's like, not big enough. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's just set dressing and then. Eventually, you will yeah, end up there. Everything just like, you see, everything you see, you can go to. Everything you can't see, you can yeah. go to. <laughs> like, oh, underground, there's a whole new world now, is there? Brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's and even yeah, that, like, even if that, the overground world isn't big enough, <laughs> as it is. There's an also like there's an underground which is also massive. But and, it has yeah, its own. and then even within that underground, there's you think you've done it, and then you access you know mild spoilers. The other side of it, at this point. Yeah. Um, you access it through another way, and you're just like, "Sorry, there's a there's a city 
that was also here. <laughs> yeah. And I and I was down there, and now I'm up here, and there's this this is full fucking city. What is going on? Like it's, <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. The things yeah, yeah. they've folded into this game. Um it, it, it's just unbelievable. Like you say, the way it rewards curiosity. The fact that, you know, there can be like a hill that you're like, oh, that's what it's, you know, it's kind of cliffs all around. Um, but, you know, it doesn't, doesn't appear to be any way up there. Whatever. Forget about it. 50 hours later. Oh my God, I'm at the top of that hill. Yeah, Holy there. fuck. Look at the sky. Yeah. What the, f- this is incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It rewards just, you visually. It mm-hmm. rewards you in terms of challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, the first time you hear the, bat sing the first time you see the dude the ghost in a boat you know what made me laugh is that i was thinking oh how much i love god of war and it what a great game this year i spent more time in elden ring than i did god of war yeah like how mad is that mm. like god of war felt like a fucking long game and then the elden ring felt like i spent like 45 hours and it i barely touched it mm. It's so yeah. mad. I, that's, I mean, there's so many things I love about Elden it. Ring is significantly more diverse, like in the way that you can engage with that, than than God of War is, I would say. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't think that's the reason. But I, I just think that God of War focuses on exploration, and it that in turn makes it, you know, more of a. It's going to be more time consuming, isn't it? It's, it's a less linear game. Um, I just, I, man, what. How, how I don't. It's funny, isn't it? You look at from software's output and you go, "How the fuck do they beat this?" And they always do. And I'm mm. so tempted to say, "How the fuck do they beat this?" Well, yeah. <laughs> but they probably Armored will. Core, Armored Core Six, mate. That's how. That's how they do it. Gotti, twenty twenty three. Freedom, like it's it's also freedom in combat. I mean, like this, it has kind of classic legacy dungeons, which basically feel incredibly Dark Souls like. Mm-hmm. You can have like a, you know, just you can play as a samurai like Sekiro. It's got kind of gothic architecture and combat from from Bloodborne. Whatever, whichever your favorite FromSoft games you loved in the past, you can play this game like that. There is so much freedom in where you go, what you do, who you speak to, the order in which you do it, um, and, and also just how you play. But like, there are so many also areas which feel very Bloodborne, they feel very saccharine, they feel very Dark Souls. So it's just channeling. It's basically like a best of. It's mm. the greatest hits of all the stuff I've done before. But somehow it all works so in one better. game. Yeah. I don't quite know how they've done it. I think the um, the other thing that's really important with the you know the freedom because you know you, you could cynically look at this and be like oh well you know you did a bunch of like sort of open world games and now you've oh, oh well done this one's bigger right it, it's it's on one hand it's sort of like an obvious next step to take but also it solves like a really key problem that the Souls games were sort of developing where you know Dark Souls comes out. Like, you know, quite a lot of people really get into it and then they finish it and, you know, obviously by the end, you're a much better player than you were at the start. Dark Souls 2 comes out, you've got Dark Souls 1 veterans and new players coming to it. So how do you balance that, right? And it, you know, and what you end up with is like an uneasy compromise and a lot of seasoned Dark Souls players saying, well, Dark Souls 2 is a bit fucking easy, actually. Um, mm. And, you know, basically same again with Dark Souls 3. Whereas this because it's open world and because there are so many side things to you know investigate should you choose to do so it Everyone's caters yeah, exactly everyone is catered yeah, yeah. to because if you are a fucking pro and you want to just like try and mainline it you are welcome to try but if you you know if every boss you come up against you go it's too hard i'm not doing it you can fuck off for 10 hours and do yep. other stuff and you know and, and you know get better find more items level up whatever um 
and it yeah, it just means everyone can tackle it however they want, and yeah. it means it doesn't have that divide between like you know have like having to cater to like well, you know old or, or new players, and I, I think that's a major reason why it's sold as well as it has. Like for a game that's so opaque. Um, and it is, you know, it still is. Like, there's there's loads of stuff that, like, you would just not find out unless you went digging on, you know, wikis or oh, for um, sure, yeah. on YouTube and stuff. And, you know, and as, as we've said on the show before, like, don't feel bad about doing that. If you, you know, if you think that you feel like you're letting yourself down by not playing it, quote unquote, properly, don't. It's absolutely fine. No, I had an absolute fine. blast playing um, with a guide. It felt like, as exactly. we said on the show, like a rough guide. Like, you're reading like a guide to, you know, a city in the world and you'll go, you follow it through that way. I had an absolute blast doing it like that. It's yeah, not totally. just that, though. It's also, I mean, the story aspects of it as well are complete. I mean, I, I didn't really engage with that at all. And I'm, I'm sure I, will say, yeah, I probably well, would have so, had. Okay, so this is what I've been keep it quiet about because i do have a couple of negatives about this game and the first being Mm. that i think i would like to see from software move away from the obtuse stuff i'd Mm. I'd like to see them actually tell you a story while you're playing the game because you know i loved it like everyone else did in dark souls and bloodborne i love looking it all up afterwards but for a game that's this long and this open world i would like to have been told not only a story but also how to upgrade my ship you know what I mean? Like, mm. I, 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 you know, the ashes and stuff, I had to look on a wiki about how, what characters to speak to in what order to be able to yeah. um, activate that in the, in the, you know, it's, I think I love, I love from software and, you know, uh, there's an argument, argument to be had that, no, you can't have all this stuff without that. Right. And mm. I get that. Like, mm. I understand that. Right. This is how they do their games. And, I, you know, cherry picking the bits that I like and then, demanding that they make a game like that isn't exactly you know helpful or or good criticism Mm -hmm. but what i would say is that i'd love to see them design a game where i'm i know the story as i'm going through it Mm. i'd like to see how they approach that and i i don't see how that makes for a worse game you know what I mean? I know like, that would people, be my but people really enjoy like the whole like trying to interpret what's going on through like they the architecture do. and all that kind of they thing. They absolutely yeah. do, right? Yeah. And but I get equally... that, but I can't do that every time I play a From Software game because eventually I get tired. And I, and that comes to my second point. I suffered from burnout from this again. There's no doubt about it. I got to like I always do with these games, like apart from the first one, uh, the first Dark Souls. Sorry, um, I, I got to a point where I just thought, um, I kind of don't really feel like pushing through anymore mm. and and that that's kind of sad i mean you know it's understandable everyone's got different thresholds right and maybe mine's just a little bit lower than most but um uh but why, yeah, yeah I've got why is that is that because of story though or is it just because of the- no not because of story i don't i think i would have been a little bit more engaged if i knew the story as i was playing but i i got to that area the the fucking red sky swamp place and i just thought <laughs> Caleb, I'm, back Caleb. He- I'm back here again in an area that i don't really know much about and that i feel that i'm going to be banging my head against the wall i haven't got it in me to push on and i said i'll put it down for a bit play something else and come back of course you never do because that's how it works like Mm. i mean some people do don't get me wrong but i never do i get to the point where i'm like i've really got to try and get all into this again now have i um and that's not the game's fault this is all personal opinion right this is my reaction to the game rather than me criticizing the game this is just how i reacted to it so i'm not i'm not really putting it on the game but i do wish that from software did uh try and change things a little from oh it's a from software game it's really hard it's really obscure 
Uh, and if you want to know the story, then you've got to look it up. And if you want to know the best way of beating the game and getting through to the end, then you've got to look all that up as well, you know? Yeah, like I, I'm all for the obscure stuff. And, you know, maybe this is my fault for being thick, but I should not be reaching hour 90 in the game. And people are like, oh, what, you know, who are you aligned with? What are you going to do when by the end of the game? And I'm just like, I don't know what any of you are talking about still. See that? I don't know what that, I'm being asked. I don't. <laughs> and that, that's <laughs> what, what I'm mean? saying. Like, I really, really enjoyed this, and I, I love mm-hmm. powering through it. But you know, mm-hmm. the reason I enjoyed it was mostly because of the combat and the systems yeah. that that has. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the combat's incredible. And, like, you know, creating yeah. my character and that kind of thing. When mm-hmm. I got to, the, I mean, the other day, somebody asked me, like, "What ending did you get?" I've no idea. I can't remember <laughs> actually like, what ending we got because yeah. I just wanted to beat you know beat the final boss. Did that, mm-hmm. and then it's all like okay, you know what what option are you going to choose? I have no idea. I I can't remember because the story was really like a not really something I engaged with. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So for me, story wise, I mean the story wasn't actually that complicated. It's just that there's so much around it. You're like yeah, there's there's so much extra lore on top that kind of for me like just clouded what I felt I knew or didn't know. But for me, the the best bit of the story was the side quest. Now again. I was also trying to like get through it before game of the year, and I thought I was no longer doing side quests in this game. That's you know could take me hundred, two hundred, two hundred hours. But the side quests were absolutely fantastic. Like they were absolutely like the favorite bit of the story for me. Like Rani's Rani's story was amazing. Iron mm-hmm. Fist Alexander, like uh, the uh, Sorceress Selen. There's just some really fantastic. Are you honestly side- telling me you understood and pieced all that together while well, playing? No, like, the side quests, yeah, because they're tiny little you know stories where the characters are. I want to go here or. Here, here's what my kind of needs or desires are. The, the overall story, no, because there's just so much. And like the, every character you meet, they're talking about some other angle to the story. But mm. but but I got the most story-wise content content out of the side quests, which again didn't expect to play. But I played for the most of them, or loads of them, through to the end because I really wanted to see, and maybe it's because I fully understood their stories rather than the overall one, which was just too much for me to really comprehend. So maybe I enjoyed it most because I could actually articulate and understand them smaller stories. But right. yeah, and, side quests and, also and fantastic. I know you say I know you say you really enjoyed you enjoyed it. You know going through a wiki as you were playing, you know, to, to find, mm. like, maximise it. Imagine a game like this where you didn't have to do that, though. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be good but, if they, they brought out a game where you didn't have to have your laptop on your lap to work out where you're going next? I mean, but does doing? it really yes. matter? I'm not sure it really I think matters so. that much. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, that, I think that matters. I'm not saying it's a bad game at all. But I but love I think the mystery matters. of the world. It does feel a bit like cheating to just be like, oh well, the community will fucking pick up the slack. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh well, they'll, they'll do they'll do wikis. But that's just what they've well, always it's done. It's just more that it's just more that I want to be engrossed in. The, like, I want to yeah. sit down, put my headphones on, and just watch it. I don't mm. want to turn to a screen and go, okay, then I got to go there. Mm. And it's nitpicking, right? Because let's face it, Elden Ring is fucking incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, there's like I, I'm not putting this game down at all. It's just I look at like from software's output and just think, oh man, we've done this now. Can we, mm. can you just drop that side of it? Because I don't think it's, re- I don't, as I said before, I don't look at a very obvious story and um, pointing you in the right direction, all that stuff. I don't look at that and think, oh, that'll make for a worse game. And I will never understand an argument saying that it would make for a worse game. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. 
I mean, I personally love the mystery of the game. Yeah, yes, if it had a, a more a story that was easier to understand, maybe I would have connected with certain aspects more. But I also really appreciate and love the kind of ambiguity of so much of this because it, it there's like a bit of investigation. I'm like, what is this about? And I, yeah, it, for me, I appreciate that as well. For personally, it's, t- it's time to see what it's up against because we're nearly. You know, I've got loads more to say about in. this, but we'll, maybe we'll discuss that later, <coughs> or not. <laughs> Maybe talk about the tutorial again, Matt. Mm. Uh, I said it once. Uh, here we go. Neon White. Okay, Neon White's my game. Um, uh, I Neon White is a speed-running first-person shooter game where you don't really do much shooting. It's got cards in it, but you don't really hold much cards it's all about getting from point a to point b defeating all the enemies in the stage as fast as you can uh sean you know that (laughs) as well as you i have been obsessed with speed awesome games done quick and Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff um uh for many years i watched those streams i watched the events uh i've seen tons of uh speed running videos and Although I never will be able to approach anything on that level, I played this game and I feel that it is the perfect way to try and get across that feeling of a speed run in a game. Uh, it's So what you tend to do is get from point A to point B, it grades you, and then you go, how can I manipulate what's in front of me? to cheat the system how can i make sure all these characters are dead without running that one line that i've been running because clearly i need to shave 10 seconds off this time and then when you do and you get the special you know hey well done you've done all right there's still part of your brain that goes but i can do it faster Mm -hmm. so (laughs) so you repeat the levels over and over and over again until you shave milliseconds kind of like Trackmania when I got obsessed with that where it was kind of like how do I possibly shave the tiniest bit of time off my score so that I can uh, so I'm happy with how I finish that level and that could be hey take this corner as tight as possible it could be oh don't use that item where it's suggesting you use that item because if you save for that later you can jump up to this higher place which cuts out a huge portion of the level um there'll be uh challenges where there's enemies the complete opposite side of the map and you go i can actually shoot them from here if i'm accurate enough so if i do that I don't even need to go to that area of the map. Um, so I just got totally wrapped up in this game. It's It looks very simple, very white, uh, black, bold colours where it needs to be, but ma- basically a black and white game. Um, I love the uh, visual style from each enemy representing a different type of power-up that you need to either use to defeat it or that um, you'll get an item from killing that enemy. Um, And I just loved its style. It had an atrocious story that had way too much dialogue, um, but was fully aware of that. So I let you press a button to just skip through it. And the first time I did that, I thought, thank God. Like, the first time I went, okay, I'm not going to pay attention to the story. Press skip. And the amount of time it took to get to the end of that dialogue, I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, made the right decision now. I don't need to know any of this. <laughs> Every single um, time it was like that, it's insane. Like, just, it's terrible, isn't yeah. it? But but then you're still left with a 30 to 40 hour experience where it's all about getting that feeling of speed running. 
which no game has ever done for me, other than maybe Mario. But then Mario's not built for that either. You know, you don't get to the end of 1-1 and it gives you a time. It feels like Neon White is doing exactly that. And one thing that we've always spoken about, well, we've spoken about for years, right? How the fuck do you do platforming in a first-person shooter? Mm. Because loads of first-person shooters have tried, and it's always been shit, including Doom Eternal. It felt terrible in that. Does not feel terrible in this. It feels so perfect and so fun to use. And, you know, my biggest gripe with Neon White, other than the dialogue and the story, was um, that it runs like shit on the Switch. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's... Uh, not quite 1080p uh there are moments where it drops frames which is um inexcusable for yeah, for a game like this yeah. um it's out on ps5 now i think or it's at least coming out very soon on it's, ps5 yeah, it's coming soon i think PS5. oh gonna be playing that from start to finish again <laughs> all over again it's uh, is it my game of the year it might be Really? It might be my game of the year. Mm. Yeah. I had wow. I, I loved it. I Sean, mm. I aced every single level. I got the <laughs> ace um trophy for every single level and I got a bunch of the ones where you, you have to beat the developers' times to to <laughs> to get the, the red, you know, secret hidden trophy or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I did a few of those as well. Nice. Oh sorry, it's already out on PS5 by the way. It came out on the first Is it really? Oh, oh it is. But okay. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to play that then because I just Maybe I'll do that on stream. I just adored it. I thought it was so good. I, 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 you know, there are problems with it, but but the problems are just so insignificant when it gives you the tools to just completely bypass them. Well, this I, is I, it, I, isn't then, it? it? It's because the you know, if you're listening to this and thinking, "Ah, oh, no, speedrunning sounds really hard. I'm not interested." Forget it, because you should like you should still play this, like. Because the initial process with each level of getting faster times is, you know, obviously the level is is built a certain way to, you know, lead, you know, your attention. Like, oh, well, I must have to run down this bit, shoot that guy, jump over here, shoot him, da-da-da-da-da. You're following, like, this obvious path. And then, you know, once you do a level once, you get, like, a certain rating, and then it will give you, like, a hint, right? Which is actually, like, no, don't... Like, basically, to sort of work against you know the obvious roots right and then it becomes like a, a puzzle game of sorts in that you are yeah, yeah you're, you're sort of working against the design of the level or that's what it feels like obviously you know where you are still working with it but it feels like you're going ah no right i assumed i was being led in this one direction whereas actually if i like jump over here and then use this item to then sort of bounce off this and do this and da-da-da, i save a shitload of time so it's not it doesn't have to become that that thing of like I am just going to have to keep practicing this level fucking fifty times until I get the execution down. Yeah, like, absolutely not like that. Yeah, at all, like is execution it? is is part of it. And as you say, Dave, like you know, once you've figured out all the tricks, like of course that you know the, you will you can continue playing it over and over and, and figuring out ways to like shave off a few seconds. But those those major breaks from what you assume the flow of the level to be. Like finding those and understanding those is fascinating. Like just from a design point of view, like like I say, you know, as, as like a sort of looking at it as like a puzzle, effectively, um, rather than it just being like, oh well, I just need to practice this over and over until I get a good time. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not yeah. like you can do that, but it's not crucial. You can figure out yeah, the it's tricks not about that. Exactly, you no, can figure out the tricks and get like a great rating to get then, the top yeah. rank in in a level. Yeah, it's very very achievable. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't say. 
it doesn't get to the point where it's like you're like 10 seconds away from getting that. It's always within a few seconds. So mm-hmm. you're always thinking, I can do this. I can do this. Um, and even if you're not doing that, even if you're just going for the bronze trophy, right, mm-hmm. which is fine, mm-hmm. it's so satisfying to switch between each... Like, you're not even switching, right? So the, you get these cards, and they represent what item you're using, and usually it's what weapon you're holding, right? Yeah. So a card represents a weapon. The weapon then has a secondary fire, so you've got firing, and you've got a secondary ability, essentially. So some of them might be a machine gun with a, with a rocket launcher. Some of them might be... Um, uh, a shotgun, but it also turns you into a fireball that can propel mm. you forward and through enemies, right, and kill enemies when you touch them. And you know, basically, a level is set out so it's here's the, here's one card you'll need this next. Here's another card you'll need this next, right? And it lines it all up for you, so it's not complicated. You're not going, oh, which card do I use? Mm. It doesn't do that at any point, right? Throughout the whole game, it gives you the cards you'll need next, right? But the trick comes in saying, what if I break that sequence? Mm. What if I say, I don't want to use this next. I want to save that for later to jump up there. That's when your brain starts ticking with the puzzle element, right? Where you go, oh, actually, if I've got two of these and I don't jump on that platform, I just go straight to that one. I'll save another one, which means I can get up here. And that's also that's also um, put into practice with the, with the uh, gifts that are hidden around the levels, mm. right? So... Yeah. It's got gifts, hidden gifts. Once you complete a level, there'll be a hidden gift within that level. And the idea is that you're not speed running anymore. You're trying to find where this gift is, uh, gift is, and you're solving the puzzle on how to get to that gift. And a lot of the times it's, hey, just run through this level, don't kill anything, gather all your abilities, and then try and get to this gift. Mm. You then gather all the gifts, you give them to characters within the game, and they give you h- hidden sort of levels, like secret levels that, that are usually really, really hard to get through. But totally satisfying really really satisfying um and i just i loved it i loved every moment i spent with this game i thought see, it was fucking brilliant i see i i played and finished this as well and i i mostly just went for the bronze stuff like most of the time but i still mm-hmm. did enjoy like most of the time i had with it but then i mean yeah, i was satisfying right yeah, yeah absolutely and also like having a look on youtube like you watch some of the videos of people like how they've done things, and you're just like, of course. Like, why didn't I think <laughs> that? You know like, how you can yeah. do yeah. that, which is which is really cool. Like, you got that aspect as well. Mm. The only thing I didn't like about this was I thought the music was atrocious in this game. It's absolutely <laughs> awful. Do you know, right? Do you know? I was listening to um, Giant Bombs uh, Game of the Year stuff they've been releasing this week. They had this as like a deadlock for the top three soundtracks of the year. What? I adore this game. The music is terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. I don't, game, I, I, don't even, I don't even remember the soundtrack. I don't, I don't know. But it's like... <laughs> yeah, it, it, it sounds like that music that you get on like, YouTube videos for football stuff. You know, like... The- <laughs> yeah, that's actually, yeah. It's, it's, it's really me, but just, on like, just on like racing through levels, like, yeah, like the first time, I'm like, I'm never going to get any of these. Like, you know, I'm never get a top time nowhere near. And it just takes a few goes for you. Oh no, you do find that flow. You do find the rhythm. You do find the route for the levels, which at first seemed impossible. But I, I like that. Relatively quickly, you could you knew where you needed to go. It's just actually getting it done. Mm. Do you do? Let's get to voting. Uh, we've spoken about these games enough, uh, James. This is actually a little bit tricky because I really, really enjoyed Elden Ring like a huge amount. But then I can respect Neon White and I can expect you know respect to why you why you chose it. Oh, can we go to someone else? Because I need to think about it. <laughs> Sean, 
Uh, Elden Ring. Matt. Elden Ring. James. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if you just heard that. It sounded yeah, like a, it's like a motorbike. Yeah, in James the motorbike. <laughs> what? <laughs> just driving away. You shouldn't That's be driving. The moonshine. James. Really? Was there like? Was there a noise? No, it's my end. Oh, okay. Go on. Convince me. Because <laughs> uh, no, I won't actually. In fact, actually, I'll make it easy for you. I think Elden Ring probably should be uh, the game that goes through here. So I'm going to vote Elden Ring. Okay. Um, I, you know, there are times where I look at it and say, actually, my game of the year out of these two is Neon White. Right? It's Neon White. Like, I loved it way more than I did Elden Ring. Mm. Um, no, that's not true. I loved Elden Ring from what I played of it. I think with Neon White, it just spoke to me in a really, really cool way. Mm. And it, for me, Neon White is probably my game of the year. Um, but... You look at Elden Ring and just say, "No, that's on another level in so many ways." Mm. And we I'm should like, go uh, with, you know, a quick go with the will of the people, James. Quick the salute the, the will of the to people. Neon White being the work of is it Ben Esposito, who did um, uh, fucking Donut County. Which I mean, I know you, oh, yeah, which yeah, you know, yeah. I know Dave, you really liked it. I didn't yeah, really I did. get on with it, but either way, like, what a departure! Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What what's next? Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Neon White. <laughs> is one of my games of the year, without a shadow of a doubt, but Elden Ring goes through. James, do you want to confirm which way you would have voted? Yeah, I think I would have gone with Elden Ring. Of course you would have. I don't know why you were trying to entertain it every other way. Oh, you know, trying to spice things up. Hey, does this mean what I think? How many games are left in the hat now? There are four games left in the hat. Can I take a piss piss break? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Do that, please, yes. Yeah, yeah, there are four games. All right, piss break, piss break. Hello, is anyone there? Is that a negative? Hello, 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 hello. I'm gonna eat these pie, lads. Really? Oh, that does fucking. <laughs> I mean, I keep forgetting to go to bloody M and S to try one of their cookie dough mince pies. <laughs> Which everyone says is amazing. It does sound good, to be fair. I've just ate a load of crisps, which I'm not very proud of. <laughs> I think that's what you're probably going to do in a situation. Yeah, so I don't so worry about booze. it. It'd be fine. I've eaten a load oh, of crisps shit. and dropped I was my water. Sorry. How are we all doing? Good. What? Right. James? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> are you? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Have you really stopped drinking or yeah, are you just I, taking I a break? Stopped. Yeah, I stopped because it's ridiculous. All right. Are we ready for the next one? We're still mm. on round one. <laughs> but this always happens. Yeah, but this is always the case. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy, isn't it? We're like three hours in. I know. Uh, I was just looking at old like Game of the Year lengths, and in 2016, the whole thing was done within two hours, 24 minutes. Wow. Is that, can you believe that? Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap, Sean. Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap is a free-to-play mobile game that does... <laughs> Does all the things. <laughs> what are you laughing at, James? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, what are you laughing at? Oh, it's just, yourself. It's a free to play. Like, it's a free to play card game, yeah. It's a free to play mobile game, and it does Such all the stuff head. that you hate. It gives you a notification when you've got new quests or when there's a new season. You got to buy the season pass if you want to unlock stuff. There's a shop where you can spend about seventy quid on some cosmetic stuff. If you're mental. But the thing is, 
when I get those notifications, James, and it's like, oh, your daily quests are available, I go, fuck yes. I'm going to go pretend to, pretend to use the toilet for 10 minutes. And I'm going to go and play fucking Marvel Snap. And I'm going to do my fucking quests because I fucking love it. It's such a good game. Like, to the point that all those things that would normally do my head in, it's all good news. When I get notifications from Marvel Snap, I'm like, yes, brilliant. An excuse to play Marvel Snap again. Every time I, like, slightly need the toilet. I'm just like, Marvel Snap, Marvel Snap. <laughs> like, it's just... <laughs> is, that what, is that what you do in the office? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. stand up. Yeah. Sure, have you spent stretch. any money on it yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been buying the season passes every month. Four thousand pounds, James. <laughs> Sorry, every month. Yeah, there's a season Sorry. pass every month, and they're they're a tenner each. And I've been paying my tenner, <gasps> and I've been playing the fuck out of it, and I've been having a great £10 time. Ten pound a month. Ten pound a month. I am waiting for the month where I'm like, that's themed around a character I don't really care about. Maybe I'll skip this one. Hawkeye. So probably Hawkeye. <laughs> Hawkeye's part of my crew, mate. He's part of my favourite deck. He's such a piece of shit, that guy, <laughs> I tell you that. I don't know why you hate him so much. It's so weird. He was good in Endgame. And my kids hate Listen him to as well, me. so it's, you know. <laughs> Listen to me. Go on. It's, it takes the, you know, because, you know, I said this on the show at the time. When it first came out, I had a go, and I was like, ah, oh, this is way too simplistic. The matches are really short. The decks are really small. doesn't feel like there's, like, much strategy to it. Not really keen, deleted it. And then everyone kept going on about it, so I reinstalled it. And it's, yeah, like it is intentionally a light touch, but it's the the pure fucking chaos of it is just amazing. Like most games like this, you know, your, your Hearthstones, your whatever the League of Legends one is called, I always forget, Legends of Rune Terror, that's it. Your Magic the Gathering, it's all about like, right, you've got a deck with like fucking 60 cards in it and it's like, and you're weaving in all these strategies and things that you want to that you want to play out, right? And obviously, you you know, there's there's the, the element of like, which cards do you actually draw and how can you, you know, put those systems together in the course of a match? Whereas this is like, oh, fucking... You know, there's these three locations on the board, and each, you know, first three turns. So, turn number one, one of them reveals. Turn two, turn three, and then the second and third ones reveal. And each of those has, like, you know, some of them are minor, some of them do nothing. Some of them are like, this match is only three turns long. Enjoy. Like, <laughs> like which is half the length of a normal match. And you're just like, fuck, like, and that might happen on turn three. And then suddenly, like, shit, I thought I had, like, four more turns. And now this is the last one, and I've just got a deal with it and it you know you can build decks where you you you're putting strategies together um and you know you'll you'll have like a broad idea of how you want a deck to work using like a certain mechanic um or you know just a a certain sort of play style behind it but it just it wrong foots both players equally so you, you both have to think on the fly sometimes there'll be a location where it goes Okay, you swap decks now. You got the other guy's deck. Enjoy. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, that's that tough. doesn't sound good. Oh, it is. Well, but it, it is. That's the yeah. thing. It's just interesting. Like it's you could like you don't end like you end up just not being particularly precious about winning or losing because the losses are just as interesting and just as fun. And you can see clearly just as long how as you keep spending money. Well, no, James, no, that's the thing all. is you don't you don't have to spend anything. And there's well, no the like pass, every month. so so with something, but you don't have to. Uh, yeah, you don't have to. That's completely optional. Um, like the the cards are basically unlocked randomly. Like there's no. He's just writes this. Off. Yeah, no, well that's his problem. Um, have, you even, have you even given it a go? Of course he hasn't. 
Fuck no. <laughs> like, yeah, you're sitting there just writing it. <laughs> so something like you like Hearthstone, right? You, you, you when you, you play against someone who's really good at Hearthstone, and they'll just they'll fucking like. I'm not saying it's like completely imbalanced. But it's not uncommon to play against someone and then they just throw out some stupid fucking legendary card and you're just like, oh, right, well, that just completely wipes me out. Um, and, you know, and you think, all right, you, 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 you spend enough time on Hearthstone, you think, right, I'm going to spend like 20 quid on like booster packs, right? I'm going to get a load of random cards. 90% of them are dog shit or cards I've already got. And and I still haven't unlocked any like super rare, powerful ones. Whereas this is just like everyone... I'm going to spend 10 pounds on a battle pass instead. <laughs> right, James. I know you think you're being clever, but the thing with the battle pass is that you see exactly what you're getting from it. Right? So, and even then, there, there's cards in there that you could just unlock randomly, like just by, by improving your collection. James and, I didn't think James and Sean would be the ones to fall out this year. <laughs> Well, if he's going to keep just being a wanker about it's free to play card games, that's oh, his problem, isn't it? Being a wanker, James. Um, <laughs> about like, free to play card games. Go on, continue. You see, but that's just it. You're not actually saying anything, James. You're just like repeating things I've said, but in like a slightly mocking tone. It doesn't really. You're not furthering the discussion, mate. I don't have to. Have you got anything you actually want to say about this, I, or are you just going to keep have interrupting? To. You're the one who's got to fight for it. Go on. Well, I am doing, and you're just you just keep interrupting and repeating things I'm saying, but in a funny voice. <laughs> Have you got anything to add, or are you just gonna you're just gonna keep doing, just gonna keep giggling? Okay, cool. Um, James, do you not see the? Have you not had people like you in a lecture? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what do you do? Um, I don't know, really. It's uh, brilliant. Brilliant. That's amazing, James. Thanks for cool. contributing. Um. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's just that the pace of it is unbelievable. The fact, like I say, it's just, it's so chaotic. You never know how any match is going to go, even though, as I say, you might, you know, you've put your deck together and you're like, right, cool, I know how this works. And you you might not um, by the time that the match has played out. And it's like, it's the one card game where like, like, you know, I've got a WhatsApp group, which isn't like a Marvel Snap group, but there's like three or four of us who like every day will just be like posting screenshots of our like, like how a match has ended. And and we all enjoy going, oh, fuck, right, so that means you did this, and then this happened, and that's why that card's ended up with, like, a stupidly high power value. And It's just, it's so much fun. I fucking love it. I've spent God knows how many hours on it. Like, I literally, Isaac enjoys watching me play it when he's going to bed, right? He always asks me to put it on for a bit, and I'm like, yeah, cool. And he will fall asleep watching me play it, and then I'll just sit by his bed for about half an hour and just carry on. Just keep playing it because it's like, well, I could go downstairs, but I'll probably just carry on playing anyway. I may as well just stay here. <laughs> I, I fucking love it. It's brilliant. And the music cool. is awesome as well. Yes, it's all reactive and, and stuff. Like, <laughs> the fact Even that stuff like, on the menu was, is really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. The fact that, like, so, like, Galactus, if you know, if you're a Marvel nerd, you already know Galactus's thing is he, like, eats entire planets. Um, and yeah, like he, you know, Galactus is one of the cards, and if and it, you know, it clearly says his ability is that, like, oh yeah, he destroys like the other locations, and you're like, oh, okay, that probably means because there are other cards that say like, oh, you know, that they'll turn like a card to like a ruin, right? Which basically means it has like that location has no abilities, and like, oh, it probably just does that, and then you play it, and it's like, nope, it destroys the other two locations. There are no cards there anymore. There is only one of the three lo- like one of the three locations remains, and you're just like, what the fuck? just completely obliterates two-thirds of the game it just and just shit like that just is it's full of stuff like that 
I love it. Yeah, it's very cool. good. Should we see what it's up against? It's going to be Citizen Sleeper now, isn't it? Before we do, yeah. you two all right? Do we need to patch things up? Do we need some sort I'm of absolutely uh, hug? fine. Okay, well, I, I, I respect your choices, Sean. <laughs> so, yeah. No, you and, fucking uh, it doesn't does sound like James. it, but all right. That's the most disingenuous thing. Yeah, that's I've made it worse, James. Ow! It's you know. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Marvel Snap is up against. I don't even know what I'm thinking. <laughs> 23. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> James Farley, let me hear how you have voted one of the worst games of all time mm-hmm. <laughs> into the game of the year. Let's I mean, go. This, this was actually. Oh my God, Sean has a chance to get you back. I don't want to stir the pot, but my word. <laughs> if you heard Snark during the Marvel Snap thing, hold your horses. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm just going to leave him to it to be honest i don't think this go is going to need any input yeah, go go okay. um i mean this this was actually a very easy pick for me um this year now the reason for this is this is largely because this is the last fifa um because obviously next year we're getting um is it's going to be ea sports fc or whatever they're they're going to be calling it and one of the reasons that i've chosen this is because it's made me think about the series and all the time that i've spent with it um over the years i mean i've been playing fifa since the first mega drive version like which is a very very long time ago and of course it has flaws and there's been like really rough years you know especially during the sort of the early 2000s and late 1990s but i keep coming back to this and why and i think the reason is is <laughs> Were you asking yourself? It's it's a rhetorical question. And the the reason is is because this is my comfort game. Um, And it's the game that I play. I mean, I play this nearly every day, like without fail, and I never get bored of this. And I think the reason is is because this is a game where I can take a team like Gillingham to the Champions League final if I want to. And I can get lost for hours, like playing this and just tweaking settings and formations. And there's a real high from like overcoming the odds with like a really, a really bad team. And there's also obviously the massive lows as well when things, uh, you know, when nothing goes your way, which also happens sometimes. But the reason I chose this is because over the years that I've been playing this, this series, it really has stirred emotion. Like every single time that I played this, I, I get really angry with this sometimes. I have massive elation and I don't even play the multiplayer much. This is all just from the single player. And, but millions of people do play the multiplayer, you know, for, for a good reason. And that is that this, this is, I mean, at the moment, this FIFA is the closest at the moment that I think we've got to football. And it's really great. It's not amazing, but there's a lot about it, I think, to like. And there's also, it, it's meant a lot to me over the years of the fact that I've been playing it, you know, and it, it will keep, I'll keep coming back to this um, over and over. I, I mean, honestly, I spent so many times, you know, I, I think, okay, I'm going to play, you know, like some, some game in the, you know, some game, you know, this evening. And I end up, you know, playing a couple of matches of this. And then I just spend ages sitting there, like tweaking my formation and changing things. This is similar to what, what Sean is saying about Marvel Snap, you know, in the sense that this is all about the fact that you can take something, you can tweak it, you can make it your own. And I think with FIFA, this is something you can absolutely do with this. And as I said, I know it's got flaws. I know there are problems with this game, but <laughs> it's right, because it's true, because obviously it's very true. And there is so much sort of snark attached to this as well from people who just feel, you know, that who... You just well, know well, it wouldn't do for someone to be snarky. No, no, about exactly. No, but no, no. exactly. It's the same reason. I mean, I'm being an arsehole about Marvel Snap. Totally was being an arsehole about that. But people are equally like arseholes about FIFA as well because they're just like, oh, it's a mainstream game. Oh, it's just the same every year. It's like, 
Yeah, and famously, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the monetization of it, is there? I'm James? not talking about that though. In the same way that you didn't want to talk about okay, that well, with, with Marvel Snap either. <laughs> it's like I'm talking about. What do you mean? I, I talked about all the monetization in Marvel Snap. Yeah, I know, Snap. but then also one of the things you said was that you, you, it's optional. You don't have to do that. In the same way with FIFA, I don't have to do that either. I don't engage with Ultimate okay. Team. I play career mode with this. Okay, all you have to do is miss out on like one of the main. Well, modes. no, because okay, I, cool. I take out of it what I enjoy from it. In the same way that you do with Marvel Snap, Sean. It's the same thing. It's okay. like, you know, I play the career mode. I enjoy that. And it's it's great fun. You know, I play this every year and it's something which means a lot to me. It's, I mean, just look at all, you know, how many people are playing this game. It's, it's a, it's good. It's a, it's a good game. And as I said, people, you know, slag me off for choosing this, say this is a ridiculous, you know, like choice or whatever, but this is the end of the line uh, for this series in, in its current incarnation. I'm curious to see where it goes. Come on. I, I mean, mean is they're it? changing well, exactly, the title. In its yeah, current actually. incarnation, it's the end of the line. And I'm curious to see where it's going to go next. But it's, you know... I've got a feeling it's going to be very similar with yeah, the different I, name. I, I, I assume so as well. But I still... I don't know. I still think this has been... Uh, it's, it's been... Yeah, it's, it's meant a lot to me over the years. Right. Let's get to voting because it's getting really late. Um, Matt... Um, it's Marvel Snap. James. FIFA, obviously. Sean. Marvel Snap. I'm voting FIFA. Fuck's sake. Well, here's the thing. I almost nominated this. Yeah. Really? They've fixed pro clubs, and it's the most fun I've ever... I've just checked. I've played just shy of 100 hours of this game since it came out. See, yeah, In like it, it wouldn't have surprised me you nominating it, because like I say, I know you... Like, the amount you've talked about the pro club stuff. Like, I totally get that. They fixed it. Yeah. You can level up. You can... Yeah, you still get screwed over or whatever. Mm. But previously, in last year's iteration of pro clubs, you would spend, like, maybe three days in a row where you don't win a single game. You get hammered by teams that have gamed the system and got fully level players. But the levelling system's correct in this. It works. Mm. And yes, it's... You still get, like, the matchmaking is a fucking joke. We're Div 6 and played a team last night who are in Div 1 and haven't lost a game. You know, that side of shit, it winds you up. But ultimately, I don't think I've enjoyed playing a game as much as I have FIFA this year. I don't know how... I've, I tried Marvel Snap. You know, it's not my bag, right? Mm. So it's not a slight on the game at all. But I tried Marvel Snap and obviously didn't get into it. I can't vote for Marvel Snap over a game that I've put 100 hours into and that I will be playing again tomorrow night because all my, all my mates are talking about playing Pro Clubs again. I mean, Pro Clubs is absolutely fantastic. It's just <laughs> brilliant. Pro Clubs is awesome. I don't know how we get out of this situation. I'm looking at it. We're deadlocked. I don't know how we get out of this situation. I don't know how we get out of this because we're two on two now and I don't know how we get out of this. I mean, Matt's the only one that's played both, right? Yeah, but Matt clearly, he voted for... Well, I see what you're saying. What I will say, Sean, mm. is that, you know... FIFA, FIFA's got a card game. It has, yeah. It does have Isn't a, it? Does have a card just, game. Yeah. It's just, instead of Marvel characters, they've got yeah. football players. Is that such a bad thing? Um, I mean, if they did a reskin of Marvel Snap with all football players in it. You wouldn't play it. <laughs> yeah, no would. chance. Sure would. No chance. <laughs> no they, chance. They both got <laughs> I mean, like, aggressive look. monetization. <laughs> Like and you know, but they're still good games. Yeah, I know. But James, you don't help yourself because FIFA you pay fifty, sixty pounds for. <laughs> Marvel Snap is free mm-hmm. to play. Yeah. So you can't. Please don't go down that route because I want FIFA to go through. Matt Sbab, 
Think of the characters. <laughs> you know, Think I'm, of the I've, characters I've, that we're I've not allowed to mention loved. on the show anymore. I've loved my time in pro clubs. And on Warhead more. What, what a game. What, what hilarious memories I've had. <laughs> like that free kick where you just... <laughs> When you went through one on one with a kid, just passed it off. That, that, those memories. I mean, um, that that was probably a low point. Are you going to play it again? <laughs> yes, of course. Why have you stopped playing with us? You it, keep saying that, but then I'm you keep saying, busy. Oh, I'm not. You're not busy. I Fuck am. <laughs> you could play tomorrow night. Um, I could play tomorrow night. Yeah, I haven't. Well, then, I mean, all right, play yeah. tomorrow night. Well, I'm busy. Vote for that was, FIFA. Uh, that was resolved easily, wasn't it? Um. <laughs> I'm I I I'm not upset if you switch. Um, oh my god, are you kidding me? What, Sean? I thought this was personal. Now, after the way James acted, I mean, you can't write this stuff. James spent the time <laughs> taking the piss out of Marvel Snap. Then yeah. FIFA gets pulled out, which does everything that Marvel Snap does that he slags off, but worse. Like, I, mean, I mean, I think I've, that is. I think I've made my incredible. point. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, well, you're not going to switch. James definitely isn't. Matt is the only one who... I don't think I could switch. I genuinely don't think I could switch. Yeah. I've loved FIFA this year. I've had so much fun with it. Me and my mates play it every single night we can. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't I've, switch. I've, I've been saying I've loved it too. Absolutely. I mean, even though that, I only play one mode, uh, that, that's all I need. Frankly. Yeah, but that's all you need, isn't it? Yeah. So what are you saying? Are you again... Are you changing? I think I will switch, yeah. Oh my god, we're gonna get so much hate mail. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll switch my vote from. I'm sorry, Sean. From it's all right. Marvel Snap to FIFA. I mean, I've just. I can't deny. I I I really enjoyed and surprised myself how much I enjoyed Marvel Snap. Mm-hmm. I also bought Season Pass, one of them. Great fun. Nice. I love basically everything about it. Even though mm-hmm. I'm not into that kind of game, but FIFA, mm-hmm. I've just had an absolute blast with every time I played it. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> we are gonna get so much shit. Good. Okay, well, look, all I can say, and I know you're going to send me tweets and fuck you <laughs> and how you can you do this or whatever. I know I'm going to get this shit. All I can say is that I've put 100 hours into FIFA. <laughs> and yes, there are times where I hate it, but I love playing that mode so much that I, I can't, I have no choice. I literally have no choice. So See, that's whatever. the thing, that's what I'm saying. I really, I love career mode. Every every year I go back to that and I have fun with it. James, I just think Sean wants to kill you. I, I feel really <laughs> awkward. So there's only two left in the hat. Let's find out. I, I can't even remember which ones they are, let alone what order they're coming out. So we're still going to put I, them I, I can't. Okay. This is going to be excruciating. So we've got God of War Ragnarok, so that's mine. God of War Ragnarok is the follow-up to the 2018 God of War uh, reboot. Um, And my word, the first five hours of this game, I was thinking, I think I hate this. (laughs) I don't know what the first five hours were doing. I still can't justify it within the full length of the game. Um, But I think, what was it? I've completed it in 30 hours in the end, or 25, something like that. Um, uh, And... After those first five hours are done, my word, does that game take off into a completely different direction and fucking nails everything it does. The story's better. The combat's better. It's more interesting. It's more fun. It's more emotional. It's everything I wanted in a God of War sequel. Um, it's a shame that those first few hours were shit, and I think I stand by it. I mean, I'll say shit, I would probably say underwhelming's probably a better way of describing them. But... Everything it does after that, from the visual elements that you see, from the character developments, the characters it introduces are so interesting and are incredible. Um, In fact, actually, 
We've mentioned on the show before that you don't play as Kratos all the way through the game, so that's not, you know, that's not news here. But when you get to the point and say, Kratos isn't the main focus of this, and I mean, totally you isn't, could yeah. argue that he wasn't in 2018, but he is definitely not the main focus He's in not this. a main character at all, is he? And my word, wow, they nail it. They nail it. Um, Atreus is absolutely fucking incredible in this game and not only to play as but to uh, to go through the feelings that Atreus is going through going through his experience um the just the moments of downtime where you're talking to characters as i said you know we, we i don't want to bang on about it too much because we've been speaking about it so much over the past couple of months but um shit man like i, I god of war has really blown my mind and how much a game can change while you're playing it like your view of a game can change while you're playing it. and there's a point as we've spoken about um where things change in a dramatic way and not in an obvious way it's just that oh i'm starting to learn about the characters now and they're way more interesting than they were at the start of this game and then by the end of it i'm like i don't want to put this down i still want to go and do so once you complete it there are missions to do afterwards that relate to the story that you've just experienced. And I would say that's an essential part of the game. I mean, it did it in the last game as well, uh, but not to this extent. It didn't feel as, as important as it did in this one, especially for one character, which, oh my God, there's one character in this that has a problem with another character in this. And I mentioned it on the show. It's not resolved. And my word has that played on my mind. Like, it's so perfectly done. Yeah, it's excellent. I just think, oh my God. Oh my God. Jesus. Like, what a fucking incredible amount of tension between characters in a video game. It's so well done. Oh, man. So you finished it, Matt? Yep, finished it as well. James. How far did um, you get? I've got in? past the wall bit that you were talking about, but that's I'm, yeah, that's where I'm up to at the moment. The whole bit after the wall, you did all the walking around, right? Yes, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. How good is Odin as a character? Yeah, he's he is pretty excellent, and also, I mean, the, also the Heimdall. Voice well. acting is incredible. I mean, Heimdall is ah oh, horrible, yeah, but also he's a really good yeah. character. You don't know the half of it, though, Jones. That's the problem. <laughs> You don't know the half of it. Look, we're not going to bang on about this game. We've spoken about it loads recently, so I won't bore you again. God of War Ragnarok is again up there with my game of the years, which is incredible completely. The amount of moaning I did about that game when I first started playing it. It is up against Citizen Sleeper. Sean? Um, Yeah, Citizen Sleeper is another narrative RPG. I should say, like, between like this and Pentiment and Norco and probably others I'm forgetting, like Signalis. A, Signalis. Uh what a good fucking year for like low budget narrative stuff. Really has been as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope that a lot of games pick up on this mm. the stuff that these games did and then take it forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we love this genre. All four of us love this genre. Mm. And and I can't wait to see how it evolves over the next five years. Yeah. And, yeah, and the totally. atmosphere, that's what I spoke at the beginning, the atmosphere mm-hmm. in all these games, it's just dripping mm-hmm. from it. Oh, yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this is, you know, obviously I've talked about this shit loads on the show, but, you know, this is a, yeah, so, the, you know, it's this narrative-driven RPG where you play as a, you know, a sleeper, which is essentially a 
you know, a, like a robot body, but with like the cloned consciousness of a human. It's obviously, you know, it's set in the far future um, where, you know, if you fancy making a few quid, um, you know, sort of true, true artificial intelligence is not legal. Um, but if you've got, you know, there's like dangerous work needs doing somewhere out in space, um, you, you can take someone's consciousness, you know, make a copy of it and put that in a robot. Um, so, you know, you, you, you sign up for this, you get put in, you know, cryostasis or whatever, your consciousness gets cloned, put in a robot, robot gets put, goes out into space, gets put to work. And you are that robot who was chosen because, you know, basically, you know, the, the, the those robots are like massively exploited and, and treated like absolute shit, expected to do, you know, horrible, dangerous work. Uh, you escape and the game begins with you um you know essentially being like you know a refugee that has arrived on this this space station um and it's all about you know gaining your your footing and you know in in a, a society that is full of like you know other people who've been marginalized or mistreated for various reasons but you have this this added baggage of like not everyone even believes you're a person right some people are just like well no you're you're a piece of equipment with you know a cloned consciousness that doesn't even belong to you um and you know and the, the corporation that that owns you is is coming after you because they you know as i say that they believe you're a, a piece of equipment that's faulty and has escaped um and they intend to bring you back um but it's you know and it, and that makes it sound like a very sort of dark stressful experience and you know elements of it are um you know it has this great sort of timer mechanic um where you know nothing plays out in real time it's just as you you know as you you perform actions and like you know days pass within the game um but there'll you know there'll be sort of upcoming story events and it will tell you like how many days away they are so you're constantly looking at all these timers and working out what you need to prioritize what you need to be doing what you need to be taking care of before some of these deadlines start happening and, and the events start taking place um but yeah, like you know, th- there are there are loads of different ways it can end, and you know, obviously we've all played RPGs with multiple endings. Generally speaking, you are expected to either play the game more than once, or like load your save and then like go back and then sort of you know like do you know like make different decisions or whatever, and it, it all feels a bit weird. Whereas this is built explicitly so that you can see everything in one run um in a way that you know you, you will come to like story events that complete a story arc and could be the end of your story if you choose you know you know if, if you choose that but the, there is always an option to be like right no that's complete i'm now going to move on and, and do other stuff and it's just and it feels respectful of the player in a way that other rpgs aren't like you know talking about pentiment which I absolutely adored, that specifically does not give you enough time, right, to do everything, see everything, and, and learn everything that you might want to. Whereas this is like, the, the, Gareth Damien Martin, who, who made it, they made the point that, like, if you're playing, like, a tabletop RPG and you're sat there with a bunch of players who who want to experience your story and want to play your game, you as, like, the, you know, the person running the game, you're not going to be like, oh, well, you made this decision, so now you can't see all this stuff I wrote. You've, you're locked off from that now. That seems like a really strange attitude to have if it's like a tabletop RPG setting. So they've applied that 
to a game and it really fucking works like the like choosing not to, you know like it's a, say you're coming to a, a story event that could be one of the endings like the the decisions to sort of turn away from them are also meaningful and and really interesting for a, a whole bunch of reasons um which obviously when we can't get into because it will spoil the fuck out of it um but like i i remember the endings i didn't choose as you know as being like as poignant as the one that i did um yeah and it's what absolutely it does, fascinating it's like you know again we've talked about this a million times but you know what annoyed me in breath of the wild is you know mm. you'd get to the boss you'll kill the final boss and it and just mm. kind of take you back just for the ending yeah. but here the endings you get other people know about those endings and they mm. refer to them and mm-hmm. You're not like there's no anxiety about whether you do or don't progress something because you can keep going and yeah, it doesn't lock just, you off and it's so yeah. good. It's all just yeah, it's all just part of the story. Um, you know the game's full of characters and they're all amazing. Like the, <laughs> there's there are very few um, sort of obvious villains. Like some people might act against your interests, but they've got their own reasons and you know that there are. There are ways around um, certain situations. Um, like you never, do you ever get violent? You can do. There's, I can think of one where you yeah. can potentially get violent. Um, broadly speaking, it's sort of non-combative. But like it just just tells so many beautiful stories about all the people just trying to get by on this station, and you know the situations they're living in, and. You know, some people are trying to get out. Some people are quite happy where they are. Um, some people are really struggling. Um, and you, you know, as I say, it, it could be this this sort of really depressing story about, oh, isn't, you know, like everyone's like really struggling and this is shit. But it's about how those people help each other get through it and how they stick together. Um, it, it reminds me quite a bit of, of Disco Elysium in that sense. And then it's like, look, the systems people are living under are not fantastic, but the people, like, but you love the people living under those systems, right? Oh my um, God. Yeah. I mean, like, Lem and Mina's story is Fuck, one man. of my favorites of the year. Like, Lem's yeah. like a single dad working mm-hmm. for a better life with mm-hmm. his daughter. You can, mm-hmm. like, do something like babysitting at points and all sorts. But, mm-hmm. like, I um, saw that particular story to its conclusion. One of the, there's like a bunch of different endings for that one particular story. And, like, yep. you know, like, mm-hmm. I, that, that, that was one of, it's one of the few games this year has made me cry. And, like, that, that mm-hmm. story alone is absolutely stunning, yep. even with the various endings of that one particular story. Mm-hmm. Like, all yeah. of them like got me upset. Absolutely yeah. stunning story. I mean, like there's other people like Emphis, who's like the yes. Um, he's got like the fruit, the food stool. He's, yeah, he's, he's like, the mushroom mushroom guy, food stall. Yeah. <laughs> he's got amazing stories. There's like yep. Feng, who's like the idealist, and mm-hmm. other people who like I think has got called Ethan, who's like a massive yes. piece of shit, but like you kind of <laughs> walk, start warming to them and. Yeah. Other people who are trying to make sense of other parts of the eye, which is like the the ship or the station you're on. Mm. Yeah, it's great, great so characters. good, and like the fucking soundtrack as well. Like, oh my God, yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you know, again, I've, I've mentioned this on the show, but like, they're like, I'll, I'll often have it on when I'm working, and then yeah, I do it whenever exactly it, the same thing. Yeah, uh, and whenever it gets to the ending music, like I have to stop what I'm doing, and I'm thinking about the characters. Start knocking and the, one out. Also, start knocking one out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, it is that like good. I'm it's just, not the right time in the night for wank jokes, is it? Sorry. Um, yeah, and I'm just like, I'm thinking about all those characters and all those situations that were happening when that, because, you know, that's like the music that plays during any of, you know, the, the multiple endings. And it's just like, mm. oh, fuck, Lemmamina. And 
the you know the woman who works at the the lab and the fucking yes oh, um so fucking good and like i i love the fact that you know the the whole dice mechanic every day you wake up and depending on like you know your 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 health and stuff you get a number of dice you know so it rolls them you know you get anywhere from one to six and then they you then like spend them on actions right so a six is like a guaranteed success one is a probably don't bother you're probably going to fail um and it was really interesting reading um stuff by like people who live with you know health issues or like chronic pain um problems who like really related to it because they're like yeah i wake up each day and it's like here's what your body's giving you today sorry um or you know or sometimes it's a good day sometimes it's a bad day um and it sort of and it was weird because it it made me realize like it's made me come to terms with the fact that like i have chronic migraines and for some reason like and it's been going on for years and i just never never named it do you know what i mean i was like oh i get headaches all the time and it's like no they are migraines because they make me feel sick um and they and some days completely you know completely incapacitate me you know there's been like a couple of weeks i've had to you know not do the show because i'm just like i do not i don't want to see anything anymore because i'm gonna throw up um so it was you know there was a a sort of a a weird sort of personal realization in there as well um i just uh, i think it's a fucking beautiful game it's stuck with me cool um in a way that very few games have i love it right Let's vote. Let's vote. Uh, Matthew? Citizen Sleeper for me. Sean? Citizen Sleeper. I'm going God of War. James? See, I'm leaning towards Citizen Sleeper as well, honestly, because, yeah. Yes, mate. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. I've always said James Uh, is my best friend. (laughs) God of War. War, I, I, I mean, I love God of War. But, um, I, I should say, like, what from do? what I've, you know, gleaned about God of War, I, I did not You'll want to see this go out in the first so round. Much. That's ridiculous. Um, You'd love it so much, Sean. <laughs> yeah. It kills me. Yeah. You'd love it so no, much. I, and, like, you know, I, I, I know I will at one point, you know, when it finally comes to PC or whatever. Um, like, I, did I love, you play much 2018? You started playing I've that, I've started right? it, but obviously then Gotti season kicked off, so... Oh uh, shit! Play that over Christmas. Fucking hell! I really love the you know and I, yeah yeah maybe it's a spoiler or whatever but you know the fact that it, there's, there appears to be this transition over to Atreus it sounds really cool because the, those you know, of you listening now that are angry that God of War has gone out right and I know you're there I know you're listening you're getting angry about it I and what can I do like I'm with you <laughs> but what can I do what can I do in that situation yeah. I can't do anything can I yeah. so. I'm pissed off that God of War's gone out because it's one of the best games of the year. But what 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 do you want me to do? Well, you didn't even try and persuade moment. me. You were just like, okay, fine. Uh, do you know what? Because you're fucking hammered. You don't. You... <laughs> I'm not hammered at all. I'm all fine right, now. Okay. Sobered I'm up. fine now. Sobered up. Yeah. In God of 20 War. minutes, right? I've got really complicated things with God of War Ragnarok because a bit like it was a, the second Tomb Raider kind of reboot, which was better in every sense to the first one. I, I'm like I, I know this is better than 2018, but I just like emotionally, I just don't really have. I'm I I, could, I know it's an excellent game, but I'm I'm not like I don't have the same feelings I did to like 2018 God of War, even though it does so mm. many amazing things. I oh, just it's, yeah, it's, it, it's better than that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I feel that way, but it's clearly an excellent game. But I just don't have any like emotional attachment to it in the way I did with 2018. But it's a weird one, right? I'm looking at these quarterfinals. This is going to be rough. <laughs> I mean, it should. This spe- is usually where things speed <laughs> yeah. up. We don't need to go over the games anymore yeah. unless we're going head to head. 
This is dangerous. <laughs> uh, first court final. As Dust Falls versus Vampire Survivors. Let's go with a vote in Matt. Um, as Dusk Falls. I'm voting as... Oh, am I? James? I'm voting as Dusk Falls. I've got to vote Vampire... No, have I? Sean? Say Vampire Survivors. Oh my god! <laughs> it's tough, isn't it? Because it's like I'm. I'm not sure how I feel about Vampire Survivors because I haven't played it enough yet. Even though yeah, I, I have that. played it, mm. I've enjoyed so far. Mm. But I'm certain that I liked As Us Falls a I lot. Do mm. worry that Vampire Survivors is just like too passive for me. Mm. And it's coming up do against you know I mean? a story where you would have emotional connections to characters and moments. But that's mm. it. That's for me why. That game would always be a game like Vampire Survivors. Yeah, but cause... Vampire Survivors feels like a phenomenon. So, so taking my view out of it slightly, I look at what's going to be looked back on what come out this year, and I think people are going to be talking about Vampire Survivors more than they will as Dust Falls. Yeah, but that's always going to be the case with narrative games. Like narrative games never, you know, like reach the highs of those of those other sorts of games. I don't think that's an argument. I, I do find it weird um, how quickly As Dusk Falls seemed to disappear after it came out. It did, didn't I think it? it deserved better. It really disappeared quickly, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, but again, same thing about like Life is Strange and stuff like that. No yeah. one talks about those. They also yeah. disappears. It's a, it's a narrative game issue. Mm. You know, that happens. Mm. Huh. <laughs> Vampire Survivors, I have put a lot of time into. I just, there's part of me that that goes, I'm just finding this way too, as I say, passive. Like, I'm, mm. I guess I'm enjoying it on some level, but, but there's part of me that's just like, well, I'm not actually doing much. <laughs> but what you do do is really fun. Oh, man, this is really <laughs> tough. Go on, what were you saying? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, what you do in Vampire Survivors is immensely fun. Yeah, but you're not, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's, I think it was, so. Yeah, it's really addictive. Because I, I really enjoy yeah. the. <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's a different. Word, I really though. enjoy the process of like putting a build together within the, you know, the fact that obviously everything's you know you're sort of drawing random abilities, or from a pool of random abilities, I should say, and yeah, like I enjoy that, like grasp, you know. Like yeah, like you, your interactions with it in a, an action game sense are incredibly limited. But it's the way you manipulate those abilities and the choices you make that make it interesting. Ah, oh, this yeah. is so hard. This is so hard because I'm thinking, as Dust Falls is a real step forward for a game genre that we all love. Yeah. Vampire Survivors, I think, will be remembered for a lot longer. Mm. I'm not sure it will. You just argued <laughs> the opposite about no, two no, minutes. No, ago. no, no, no. <laughs> It, the two things can be that can be they don't have to be like mutually exclusive because what I'm saying is like as dust falls obviously hasn't you know resonated in the same way as Vampire Survivors has with a lot of people but then I also I'm not sure that Vampire Survivors is still going to be around like five years from now or whatever as being like a you know as a thing I think it'll be sad to look back on do you know what's really funny actually I don't talk about this I played Vampire Survivors on mobile sure oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know it how it's like if you want to continue watch a video. Mm. I tried that once, yeah. and the video advert that he sent me was a rip-off of Vampire Survivors game. <laughs> <laughs> no, you kidding. That was unbelievable. Or was it that 30 um, Minutes Till Dawn or whatever it's called? 
No, okay. it was something like like knights versus oh, goblins okay. or something. And it was like, right. you can combine power-ups to evolve <laughs> your weapons. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Um, it's, it's, it's a tough decision to make this one, isn't it? Because obviously they're fucking chalk and cheese. They're not even remotely the same kind of thing. Oh, we're going to uh, get so much shit if I go grab those <laughs> fools, but... Who cares? It really is... How kind of, yeah, I'm just sick of people. <laughs> I think it is more us. I think As Dust Falls is more us, and Vampire Survivors is going to get a lot more credit. I mean, look at it, yeah, like, look at it this way, and I'm shooting myself in the foot here. Vampire Survivors does not need our help. Uh, <laughs> whereas... If people listen to this, I'm like, holy shit, As Dusk Falls actually made it quite far through. It must be pretty good. Maybe I will play it. It is Do you know good. what I mean? Uh, that feels oh. like a nice thing. It represents us more, I think. Yeah. yeah I'm sure we did in the foot as well, though, because I, I want to con- contradict what I said earlier about <laughs> this. Because, Sound like you, James? I mean, almost certainly... Uh, as soon as I started saying all that stuff, I'm sure that Vampire Survivors is probably going to spawn like entire genres of stuff, isn't it? It's That's the, yeah, there's, there's already yeah. quite a few imitators. I say imitators. Uh, similar games are pretty good in their own right. Like it's, but wasn't it? Vampire Survivors yeah. also a ripoff of something yeah, else? It was. Yeah, it was based on okay. something else that the, the, uh, the developer liked. No, so fair enough. I was thinking, like when David mentioned about that, that ad, I wonder if the ad was the original game. The original one, <laughs> no, yeah. it wouldn't have been. Uh, I'm going to vote as Dust Falls. Okay. Oh my god! I'm still really oh guided. God. We didn't actually get a chance to do a spoiler cast because there are yeah. so many layers to us Dusk yeah. Falls, so many different endings. Sarah's gonna absolutely destroy us. <laughs> this will probably destroy me specifically for not making the case. But <laughs> next round, <laughs> Pentiment versus Kirby. Matt, Kirby for me. James, yeah, it's also Kirby for me. I'm afraid. Sean, Pentiment. I'm voting Pentiment. Ooh, you've never played it, though. I don't think I should be voting that way. You really don't like Kirby, then? I don't dislike it, no. But what I'm saying is that I don't, I don't play that game and think game of the year. Mm. But, but a game you haven't played is... Is potentially game yeah, of the but, year. But we've been through this before, <laughs> that we shouldn't be like that. So I'm not passionate about... Pentiment, but Sean has certainly put a better case forward for for that game over Kirby. Well, he, that may be the case. <laughs> Kirby is just such I, a good I, game. I played, I, I, like more... I played Kirby and I didn't fall in love with it. It didn't grab me as much as I was Kirby, hoping to. Kirby I, I, scared you know. my child. Is that what you want? Is that what you... <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I'm thinking I might switch. And the reason being is because well, I'm pretty certain that Pentiment's something that I will really like. I do think I you will, because you enjoyed um, uh, that Pillars of the Earth. I did, you? yeah. It's uh, yeah. very similar in tone and theme to that. Oh, go on, then I'm going to switch. Oh, well, hang on, yes, James, James, you love Kirby. Kirby's going to be one of your no, Matt, choices made a decision, well. Matt. It's fine, it's made his decision. Oh, well, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's allowed to. He's allowed to challenge it. Yeah. Go on, Matt. James, you love Kirby. You said it was wanted to be, you wanted to be one of your choices. That is true. That is very true. I, I've no doubt you probably would enjoy Pentiment. I mean, I enjoy what I played, and I want to play more, sure, but I just think Kirby... It, it, Kirby is such a good game, and I'm still staggered that why more people aren't talking about this game. I know they've just forgotten about it, or maybe recency bias, or whatever, they haven't played enough of it to really get to the challenge. Is but. there a chance that... No, is there a chance that people just don't like it as much as you? <laughs> I think that's possible, Obviously, there's a chance of that, yeah. 
But it was like, really good though. I mean, I yeah, there's so much to it. it. It's not that good. It is. It's excellent. What are you saying, James? I, I honestly, I think you will love Pentiment. I really do. I like the font thing with Pentiment as well. Exactly. Oh, he loves a font, font in that it. boy. He loves the font. It. Okay, I'm voting with the fonts. Sorry, Matt. Yes. What? Just because it's got a font. have it. But Kirby's got a font. <laughs> Kirby has got font. <laughs> How do you think the text is written on the screen? <laughs> it's not a creative font, use of fonts, though, is it? Well, this is an interesting one. Uh-oh. Hang on. That's it. That's, that's it. It's just over, is it? Well, well yeah, James, you switched. Switched. We, yeah. You didn't Matt, announce the winner. <laughs> okay. Pentiment goes through. Kirby goes out. Happy? Cheers, lads. Good. Finally, some admin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's your job. No, I know where we're up to. Exactly. <laughs> Tinykin versus Elden Ring. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> right, I'm going straight into Tinykin's got my <laughs> Oh, it'd be <laughs> horrible. It? Fucking funny if Tinykin knocked Elden Ring out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would. But we shouldn't vote on that basis. That would be would rude. It? Um James. Imagine the emails. <laughs> no, actually, save James. Don't go. Don't go yet, Matt. I mean, I love Tiny King, but Elder Ring is not just Tiny King. Tiny King. Yeah, well, <laughs> I loved her so much. I can't even say her name. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was awesome, but it's not Elder Ring. So Elder Ring. Awesome. Uh, Sean. <laughs> uh, Elden Ring. James. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, James. <laughs> Tinykin's excellent, James, but... it's everything we love in gaming, though. That's the thing. I oh, know. Tinykin is everything we love about gaming. But I really loved Elden Ring as well. Yes, great game. Look, hey, we're we're down to the... Hey, man, <laughs> we're down to the quarterfinals. <laughs> All these games are amazing. Some, some brilliant games will be... Some are more lost. amazing than others, though. Yeah, it's not going to be Elden Ring, because I'm voting Elden Ring in this case, because it's... Uh, yeah. <sighs> Fuck! Sorry. Oh come on! You have to apologize, Tiny King got a good shout, man. Yeah, it was. It's, it deserved it very a better good. shout. It's one of the best design games of the year. Yeah. If it had been coming up against something else, like then, yeah. If it, I mean, it's it's FIFA still gone through. I can't remember. Yeah, no, it's still in the hat. Yeah, then I would. Then <laughs> in I, fact, it, actually, let's get on to the next quarterfinal, which is FIFA twenty three versus Citizen Sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, which way are you voting? <laughs> I fucking hate this format. Can we do it differently next year? <laughs> no, which way are you voting I'm voting Sean? for Citizen Sleeper the computer game Matt no contest Citizen Sleeper correct no contest FIFA 23 James uh-uh. oh come on James come on I'll leave off James no because this is legitimately quite difficult because I really liked Citizen Sleeper a lot <laughs> did you finish it yeah of course I did Oh right, okay. Yeah, but FIFA is the last one. Remember that was the it, thing? Is, it is the last one. Oh, yeah, FIFA really needs, needs a helping hand, doesn't he? Yeah. Really yeah. needs a helping hand. Yeah, FIFA. yeah, it needs needs uplifting. Um, oh, yeah, this, I, mean, I just enjoy it. It's you know more people know, need to know about Ultimate Team. Um, <laughs> yeah. How many hours have you put into FIFA? I could. Oh no, you play on PlayStation, don't you? I can't yeah, no, check. This, yeah, it's a lot of hours. Yeah, but that's not a measure of anything. No, I'm just interested. No, okay. it was just interesting. Oh, Call right, your right. boots. <laughs> 
chilly the one, on my boots. one of the things that like Sean said about Citizen Sleeper that I really did like was the music. Like I really love the music in that. Oh, oh what are you gorgeous, talking about? Yeah. This has got jerk it out in it. Twenty-three's <laughs> got jerk it out by the Caesars in it. It's also got song two as well. This <laughs> is year. that still it in there? Yeah, they've added all that in. Is that a thing? No, they've added it all in as like a legacy. Uh, okay. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, FIFA tracks. Yeah, or is it EA tracks? Yeah. yeah, tracks. Yeah. Tracks. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Season Sleeper is absolutely <laughs> incredible. Yeah, man. FIFA 23 is the most fun. You you think about the amount of time that you've let yourself drift away to get, what was it, Gillingham? The <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got Gillingham there, yeah. Well, not even Neil Harris could do that. I was trying to get St. Pauli uh, to the Champions League final recently. Yeah, but James, think about the bit where you have the choice between becoming a pure AI or remaining in your robot body spoilers <laughs> <laughs> or yeah or, or trying to get a ticket for someone and yeah. maybe you should or shouldn't yeah yeah or go if you're gonna bring sterling on or rashford in the semi-final <laughs> all no, emotional you're stories gonna bring sterling or rashford on in the quarterfinal and maybe you should have gone with fucking rashford over sterling because he's He's not even been in the country for the past week. I mean, terrible circumstances, but fucking hell. Fucking Ankita's whole arc. Someone called Ankita is in that Someone game. Someone called James. Ankita. Vote FIFA. Oh, this is horrible. This is really horrible. Think about this Rico. Is this horrible. How is this horrible? When people sit down and listen to this podcast, they're not thinking that the agonising decision that James is going to make is over FIFA 23 or Citizen <laughs> Sleeper, are they? All right, well, in that case, I'm voting for Citizen Sleeper. Yeah. Oh, fuck yes. Yes, mate. James, you made the right decision there. Well done, James. All of that hard work. Mm. I just realised I haven't got any games in this anymore. Oh, shit. I'm sure FIFA will survive. Go, go to bed if you want. <laughs> I might do. <laughs> As dust, oh my god, these are fucking shit. As <laughs> dust falls or pentiment, like honestly, none of the ones that I was half hoping would win are in it anymore. So I don't give a You've shit. You've had a good couple of years I'm, though, haven't you? I think yeah. It's, no, I've usually I boss this yeah, shit, but um, yeah. honestly, there was nothing that I was insanely passionate losing about. Your, so maybe that's powers, it. Mate. Maybe I don't care, Sean. Actually, yeah, maybe that's why David. I haven't got left in. Old David T, it's about you. Semi-finals. Do we take a piss break now or? I'm all right, but I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. Okay. Semi final time. Dust Falls versus Pentiment. James. I have to go for us Dust Falls. I'm afraid. So do I. Matt. Um. Well, I'm going to also go as Dust Falls. Well, that's sure. well, that's that then. I mean, I'm going to vote. You for should Pen- have gone to Sean first. I'm going to vote. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Pentiment, obviously. Um, but yeah, fucking hell, Pentamon's out. Damn, okay. and yeah, and and also, I'm absolutely playing it over Christmas. I'm excited to see more of it. But mm-hmm. are you going to come back and say, "I wish I voted for that now"? No way. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is hard. Yeah, Elden I know Ring it's going to come up Citizen now. Sleeper. Oh fuck! Sorry, fuck shit. Was it Elden Ring, Citizen Sleeper? Yeah, yeah. See, I was dreading this. Uh Mm. Because so I just go go. So you know, Citizen Sleeper and Elden Ring have basically been my two favorite games of the year mm-hmm. for totally different ways. If mm-hmm. I think with my head, it's Elden Ring. It's not just one of the best games this year. It's one of the best games of the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. I think Elden Ring, but 
you know, I, and we discussed the it's story. Right. You sat there and watched, you fucking read an FAQ to get through it. <laughs> yeah, it's still an incredible game. It doesn't matter how you play it. That's what's so good about it. But Citizen Sleeper, I, I had such an emotional connection with that. As I mentioned, mm. you know, some of the stories are absolutely beautiful. I, I loved it in a way I didn't really kind of anticipate. Sean, I want you first. What's your vote? Citizen Sleeper. Fuck. Okay. And, and to be clear, that's not, you know, <laughs> that's not me being like, fuck Elden Ring. Like, it, clearly Elden Ring's fucking incredible. I just... Well, I'm, I'm voting Elden Ring. Where you at, Matt? Um, I mean, I've been I've been saying for for ages how Citizen Sleeper is my game of the year, but in recent weeks, I've kind of looked over Elden Ring and you know gone back to and looked for my notes and kind of watched videos. I'm like, it's just it's just an incredible it's just an incredible game, isn't it, Elden Ring? And but yeah, what, like, but what I about think it's what about the free DLC for Citizen Sleeper, Matt? <laughs> Good point. Never think about that. Value. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I just, I can't look past Elden Ring now. I just can't. It's all the things we mentioned. It's, it, yeah, that's also, early in the year, I'm like, hang on. If Elden Ring is not just, again, one of the best games this year, best game of the last 20 years, but I was still like, Citizen Sleeper, Citizen Sleeper. But yeah, I, I, I think for me, I, I can't go past Elden Ring. I just can't. So it's Elden Ring for me. James, for me, it's uh, it's Citizen Sleeper. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Matt. Why, James? Come on. Because I enjoyed Elden Ring a lot, but I still feel that I have more of a connection with Citizen Sleeper. I'd say, yeah. particularly as I said, because of the like just the incredible atmosphere of that game. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I've, I've said I also had more of a connection with it. I'm, I'm open to changing, but uh... Elden Ring, I never completed, and I burnt out on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but you burn out on a lot of Soulsborne games, haven't you? Apart from I don't give a Dark shit. Souls. Yeah, I get to the hardest bit, get over it, and then just. Ditch it usually. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think that's a comment on this game. <laughs> By the sounds of it, with Elden Ring, I was nowhere mm. near the hardest bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I, I said so. I did go back to Elden Ring in the last few weeks with a view to finishing it for this, and then realised I'm still like fucking forty levels off being able to actually do the final boss. Um, I thought I was near the end, but no. For me, Elden Ring does feel like a kind of a next gen Breath of the Wild, where we loved the adventure. We weren't no. sure what the, what's going to be around in its corner, and this feels like that. And and I couldn't, I didn't think you that someone would go further yeah. than Breath of the Wild. But this kind of does it for me in almost every aspect. Like again, no, Breath of the Wild, no way. I, I like if we take another game like Horizon Forbidden West, right? I played sixty odd hours. You do go on an adventure, but it just feels so kind of sterile. Whereas mm. this, you finish this game, you think about all the enemies you face, like the, the places you've been, the people you've met. And you feel like I've been on a, a big fuck off adventure of like genuinely. Yeah, an adventure that's true, with but a it's fucking not... how to sheet. <laughs> that's what I'm doing a game. I've got I've got nothing to do with a game whatsoever. It's true, but you, could, you also can't compare it to Breath of the Wild in the sense of like if you think about 
the one of the things that was wonderful about Breath of the Wild was the way that you could explore that world. Yeah. Like the way you could climb things, you could, you know, you could, you, you can't do that in Elden Ring. Like you, you really you can can't. Explore, you can get on your horse and go loads of places. Yeah, well, exactly. there's no climbing. You can't your horse. You can't, and you have to find like, you know, teleporters. Where, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not like Breath of the, the Wild. The amount of times you go into a place and go, I don't belong here, I'm getting fucking one-shotted. Mm. You yeah, but get that there's still adventure in that. I, I yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 I get that. Like, I get that. I just, shit, oh, fucking hell. I know, I know Breath of the Wild is different and, you know, it, it just is different. But I, this for me is, I, I, this felt like an evolution of that game, which I didn't expect to have maybe until Breath of the Wild 2. But having all the places I've been and the way in which I experienced this game, looking back on it, I had the same kind of sense of adventure. That's as funny because that's funny because I don't even think I don't even think we're even close with Breath of the Wild two. Mm. Honestly, genuinely, I think Breath of the Wild two will be a good game. I don't think we're even going to get anywhere close to what that first game was because it was so fucking out mm. there that see, e- it's not even going to touch it. For me, the difference between this and Citizen Sleeper is that. Citizen Sleeper, I felt like I connected with all aspects of that game. Yeah. Whereas I don't feel like I did that with Elden Ring. Like that, mostly because, as as David said, like the stuff with the story and all that kind of thing. Like I t- didn't really care. Like, yeah. At all. It was zero emotional connection to exactly any yeah. what was going on, other than the sheer, you know, awe of yeah, like visually and the and the you know the the design, the locations, etc. Like stand by all that. But yeah, I, I got nothing narratively from it. And that doesn't make it bad. It's no. just that it's. It, I just don't feel it's quite as complete an experience. Mm. Like as, as I just a, don't know. I just don't know if I'm there. I'm not as confident that I'll play Citizen Sleeper and love it. Mm. Did you end the side quest? That's the issue I've got. Hang on, everyone spoke at the same time. Then yeah, was that? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> was that? I was saying, but you're never going to go back to Elden Ring, David. That's true. No, I'm done with that. I'm That's done true. With that. I, I started Citizen Sleeper, didn't I? And then you weren't in the right. It is one of the, you know, obviously it's very text heavy. If you're not in the right headspace for it, it's not an easy one to get into. But do, do Dave, when they when they announce the next FromSoft game, maybe not, you know, um, I'm Cormac, but the, the next like, Mech one. But do you think you'll bother? I think I'm done. Honestly, I think I'm done. You don't think you'll start the next one? Nah, no. I mean, I can look at them and go, these are stunning games, right? They're stunning games. I can I can admire them, mm. but I'm not going to spend. I just I just hundreds of hours doing that same. Thing. I can't mm. do that, and I don't like the idea of playing a game with an FAQ on my lap. Yeah, like I really am kind of against that. Actually, I think there's ways around that. And of course, of course, you can play Elden Ring without a game. FAQ on your lap. Of course, yeah, you but it'll take you yeah. 250 hours um, instead of. But it'll take, yeah, it'll take 200 <laughs> hours, and I ain't, I ain't doing yeah. that either. Um, I'm going to switch my vote. Yes, mate. I'm going to switch my vote simply based on the fact that Elden Ring is going to get ahead of a lot. Like, we are down to fine margins mm-hmm. here, right? Mm-hmm. We are down to fine margins. Yeah, absolutely. And Elden Ring is going to be over... I mean, it was the game of the year at the Game Awards. I mean, for, for a good reason. Yeah, and totally. And that shouldn't put me off. Yeah, just because one else went doesn't mean we think, shouldn't reward it. That's the thing. I don't, I don't think we're choosing this on those grounds. I think we're choosing this because, as I said, for me, I feel that Citizen Sleeper was a more complete experience for me. Mm-hmm. I feel it, I feel I... I it achieved 
Okay. You know what it was from. But is that because you played Elden Ring in about 14 minutes and didn't do any cycles? <laughs> yeah, but then it's again, true. as we've been saying, Matt as we've been saying all along, that there's no illegitimate way to play Elden Ring, right? There's, yeah. <laughs> you did, uh, yeah. Remember when Matt did that with um, <laughs> Red Den? <laughs> um, here's a question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask it to James because I think he'll give me an honest start. Not, <laughs> I, th- I just think James knows me really well. Mm-hmm. Would I love, like Citizen Sleeper, James? Um, I think if you give it time, yes, you would, actually. How long is it? It's not long. It's, uh, but I, I think you have to be in the right sort of frame of mind to play it. Right. Is the thing. Answer the question. If you're in the right frame of mind, yes, I think you will like it. Right. So I'm going to play this over Christmas. Okay. I'm going to buy it for my Switch. Yeah. I'm going to play it over Christmas. And you're confident enough to say that I'll come out of it saying we made the right decision. Yeah, I think so. Well, mm, yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what was that? Well, no, because I don't know how you're going to feel about it compared with Elden Ring. But I'm, I'm confident that you will like it. Based on what? Well, based on years of doing this show with you. <laughs> <laughs> You know that wasn't me that just said based on what, right? I know, it was, it was Matt. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. How is this the sticking point? Well, no, for me, this is always going to be the sticking point. If he's yeah. two and up against each other, Same. this is what I'm I did not, not want. Yeah. I, I thought Tiny Kim versus Elden Ring would have been harder than it was. Uh... I mean, many people have finished and played Elden Ring that would never play a Soulsborne game, haven't liked them before, but this has done something that's enabled them to get uh, through one of his games. Mean shit. It don't mean shit for us. I'm just talking about other ways in which this game takes things forward. Okay, right. Okay, but do you see Sean or... Um, I'm just talking to you now, Matt. Do you see Sean or James switch into Elden Ring? I can see, I can see James, but not Sean. Okay. So, if you could see James switch into Elden Ring, talk to James, get him to convince him. If you convince him, then fine, we'll go with Elden Ring. If you don't, then I'm going to have to switch my vote. That's how we're going to do it. So, James, this. is it really all about the fact that you didn't gel with a story in Elden Ring because you, you blitzed through it and didn't do any side quests? Not, not helping don't yourself here, Don't attack him. <laughs> That's not helping. If you're trying to, yeah. You don't know how to do this, Matt. What yeah, are you I'm, doing? I'm, I'm not going to change my vote right now. <laughs> it's like... Why did you no, but, no, but no, James is mocking it down, marking it down for things that he yeah, kind of actually didn't engage in. Forget that. Forget that. You're trying to convince him to switch the vote. Sweet talking. <laughs> James needs a little bit of tender, you know, love before he you can manipulate him. You need to. You need to. You need to tweak his nipples a bit, Matt. It's too late now. You fucked it because I'm not changing. I mean, James, it. you messaged me earlier saying I'll literally support any game that you want if you vote for this. <laughs> What? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember when I switched for FIFA? Yeah. And you said, I'll literally support any game that you want if you vote for this. Fucking go. If you vote for what? Um, Yeah, yeah, for FIFA. And I switched to FIFA. James. What? Have you been playing at all? Because you've been texting me about how you want us to vote for FIFA. It's, it's not going to go any further now anyway, is it? So No, no, because no, James, James, I'm yeah. cashing it in. When you say, I'll literally support any game you want if you vote yeah, for this. I vote for FIFA. You've now, you've now Here's revealed, where I'm cashing it in. You've just revealed the deal, though, so you've invalidated it. <laughs> well, there's no terms and conditions. 
Well, exactly. Wow. So now James can set the terms of every life. This whole process is a fucking sham, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? James, what's the point of making a deal if you then just go back on it? Well, four it hours. Was, it of was a private deal, Matt. Like you've just revealed it to everybody, so it no longer has any any weight. You are a dirty little grass, Matt. Yeah. What grassing on James and not not picking up his end of the bargain? I would never do that. <laughs> yes. Okay, citizen so, so James, I, I switched and it means nothing. Well, it, yeah, now that you've grasped me up, no. I was like, if I messaged you privately, you would just said, oh yeah, I will switch, actually. <laughs> I, I and you would have had to make up a reason I on might, the spot. I might well have done that, actually. Bollocks, absolute bollocks, James. Well, you never know, will so, you? Instead, you just had to have your little moment of like, revealing that. <laughs> to be, to, to make it official, I am switching my vote from Elden Ring to Citizen yes. Sleeper. Citizen Sleeper goes through 3 1. Come on. Again, if you're angry, Send it to the others. <laughs> I am angry, yeah. Well, I don't know why I'm angry because Citizen Sleepers, you know, are stuck in a stunning game. The so, final. Uh, this is the last final I would have had on my mind. <laughs> this is insane. Go on. As Dust Falls versus Citizen Sleeper. I can't choose with this one. It's too. This difficult. is easy for I'm me. I'm choosing As Dust Falls because I loved it. Ah, uh, yeah, as dust falls, fuck it, just to start with, and then we'll see where this goes. J- James? I'm choosing as dust falls. Oh, as well. Sean? Citizen Sleeper. Matt? Citizen Sleeper, absolutely. Okay, deadlock, where the <laughs> fuck do we go from here? <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is the, the... I hate, I hate how we do this. <laughs> we are four hours in, and we're... What the fuck are we doing with our lives? <laughs> we sit here, we podcast every week. Every week throughout the year, we podcast. We've lost family. We've, <laughs> we've, we've, we've been through hell with lockdowns. We've worried about our kids and what they're doing. Every week, we sit down and we talk about video games. And here we are at the end of the year, at the show that we all kind of look forward to doing, looking at Citizen Sleeper versus As Does Falls. Who gives a shit? Who fucking... Who cares? What are we doing? I mean, to answer that question, if Citizen Sleeper wins, I will be the happiest boy in the world. <laughs> I don't give a shit about you, though, Sean, because of your snark towards FIFA. I wasn't being, I was being snarky towards James. It's different. Being... No, that's a good point. Sorry, James. Why are you apologising? <laughs> because because things got heated, and I'm sure he's sorry as well, even though he's not said it on the show. Uh, uh, <laughs> see, the trouble no, is, I, I am genuinely sorry, <laughs> but then the trouble is, is if I say that, you'll just say I'm being sarcastic. So you know, no, no, yeah, it's true. You do sound sarcastic twenty four seven. And if he says over text, it doesn't mean anything anyway, Sean. So no. zero weight. Exactly. Did you just call me a wanker? Mean that, Matt. <laughs> I, I you know what kills me is that neither of these are big hits for me. You, when I look at the games that... Like, I'm blown away by Neon White going out so early. Mm. I'm blown away by um, Tinykin not making the final. I'm blown away by some of the games that are not in this yet. I'm looking at Citizen Sleeper versus As Dust Falls, I mean, the, the other way of... Lo- both great games. Say, the other way of looking at it, what a fucking good year it's been. Right? I don't know. Like, and, like the, the fact that, like... <laughs> Last week, like we were talking about all the games that like nearly made the list, but there wasn't room for. Like that's not been a thing for a while. I don't think. 
Yeah. I think it's been a yeah. fucking brilliant There's been year. a lot of decent games this yeah. year, for sure. And do you know what? Looking forward to 2023, uh-huh. I'm very excited. Yeah. I think 2023 is when this generation proper starts. Mm. Um, I hope so. Microsoft is certainly hoping so. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft, are, they, well, they probably need to announce some games first. But So where um, are we? So it's, so it's me and Matt. Citizen Sleeper. Versus me and James. Yeah. Come on, James. Uh, hey, James. Rock, paper, scissors. James. James. No, no. Do you want to go, do you want to, go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> so that sounded like an oh, invitation. Right, how, much left um, of, how much is left of your gin? It's all right. I mean, I'm, I'm completely sober again now, which is quite I, nice. I don't know if that's how it works. What? I don't... <laughs> yeah, it's not. James always says yeah. this. No, I feel fine. More wank. Scientifically, it's not true. Mm. Well, maybe not, but it, I feel fine. So it's okay. okay. Mm. I've been drinking water. Ooh. <laughs> drinking um, water. So, James, what were some of the reasons you just voted for Citizen Sleep over Elden Ring? Yeah, I told you it's because I felt it was no, a. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. What are your reasons for voting as Dust Falls over Citizen Sleeper, James? Because you played them both. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm saying this, Sean, James, uh, sorry, Sean, mm. Matt. I'm saying this not as a way to say, hey, because I know you guys have played them both yeah, as yeah. well. Mm. I just need convincing to stay, <laughs> is what I'm saying. So, James. Gone. It's really. I'm not sure I can convince you to stay. That's the problem. Because well, I mean, it's not hard. I've only played as Dust Falls. Yeah, I know, but Citizen Sleep is really good as well. Yeah. So you don't. You're not convinced, are you? Not 100. percent No. So then I think we've got our answer. I think we have. I mean, it's shit for me because I, I haven't even played it. But I think based on the conversations we've had throughout this podcast. And for the conversations we've had leading up to this point, I don't see how As Dusk Falls I feel is our game of the year. What it is, is I feel that As Dusk Falls, I think, is a is a very good game. And I think it's... it's fucking brilliant. And yeah. it is also... I think it does bring things forward in a certain way as well, like because of the way it's um, the way it's structured. But then Citizen Sleeper, I just feel, is like one of those like little perfect kind of games. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm gonna vote for oh, that. Fucking hell, then well, then it's easy, right? Yeah, I'm gonna vote for it. Sorry. Yes, Citizen Sleeper is our Gatton. game of the year. That is amazing. That is fucking brilliant. 2022, 2023. Very happy. Yeah, I, I, I did I not think you will expect love it. that sitting down. No, me neither. Genuinely, so I'm, I'm definitely gonna play this. I'll, I will play this then over Christmas, and um, you're either gonna get a very angry start <laughs> to the year or a very defensive I do think one. You, so I think you will enjoy it, actually. Yeah, you're going to buy it on Switch, yeah? I'll get it on Switch, because I, I, I started playing it on Xbox, and what's the fucking point? Mm. You can't fucking buy it. Yeah, I think, it, like, it's hard enough for me to focus yeah, anyway. Yeah, like Switch so. with headphones on, I think is yeah, a very good way to play it. And I mean, for fuck's sake, I played Hindsight on Switch. <laughs> it's a game of the year, t- year contender, Dave. No, it <laughs> isn't. <laughs> I want you to play it, Sean. Um, I'm all right. Get it on your it's phone. It's like four quid on phone, right? Yeah. Imagine like fir- first show pound. in January. I'm like, we fucked up. Hindsight's fucking <laughs> mint. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, people are going to be so angry at us this year. I don't know. And there's a lot of people that love Citizen Sleeper, yeah, and rightly man. so. I know, but there was a lot more people that loved Elden That's Ring. That's true. There's some weird decisions this I, year. I, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I did not think this snap, would get... I bet people would be fucked off about... Didn't Marvel Snap lose to FIFA? 
Indeed. I did not what, think this would get this far because I thought, okay, well, we've all played Elden Ring. I think mm. that, you know, and, and we can see how special it is. I didn't think, because you haven't played this game, Dave, I was like, well, sure, this isn't going to get that far, but um, no, I'm glad thought, it has. Cause it's, it's, it's a stunner. Weird. Do, you know, do you know, you guys are lucky. Let me say this. You guys are lucky. There wasn't one game that really stuck out for me this year. Mm. I still don't know what my game of the year is, mm. really. Neon um, White? Neon White, Tiny Kin, they're up mm-hmm. there. God of War is up there. Um, but there wasn't that one that I was like, nah, this is it. You know, there's no Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, I, I kind of, I don't know. I was interested to hear what you lot had to say. And Although I'm completely dissatisfied with what we've chosen. <laughs> Maybe I won't be next You'll month change once I've mind. played it. It's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm happy this. This is the game I had the most emotional connection with this year, and yeah. those are the games that always mean more to me, and uh, yeah, so man. I'm immensely happy that this is one. I am fucking elated. I'm <laughs> proper happy. That angers me more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> right, is that, is hey, that it? Hey, listen. Thank you so much for um, making our year incredible. I've mentioned in the podcast that personally I've had a a, a shitter, mm-hmm. um, but when I think back over the year, I also think of TCGS Con, which was one of the best weekends of my oh life. Oh my god! Yes, and it come directly after directly after one of the worst weekends of mm-hmm. my life. Um, so, oh, I, it's amazing that that was possible. I can't believe it we was, actually managed to pull that off, and it worked, and it people was, seemed to have a good time. Yeah. So good, just so much fun. Um, listen, the, the, you know this podcast is is uh, um, is uh, a lifesaver for for all of us, really. Mm. And um, we're so glad that we, we've got uh, the support of so many people, and uh, the the listening figures are doing really well. The podcast feels like it's in a really good place. I personally love podcasting with these three um people every single week like it it cheers me up and it gives me an excuse to talk to some of my best mates um and uh i very much hope that continues um although i'm pretty sure james is close to telling you because it's going to be lead over there um but but no seriously the, the support you've given us just from tweeting in chatting in our discord telling a friend or supporting us on patreon it, it, I cannot describe how much that means to us. It really does. And it, it's bizarre that we're sitting here putting so much time and effort into something um, and it not feeling like half the amount of time and effort that we're putting into mm. something, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I want to shout out, I mean, yeah. like this is a year that we properly started getting guests on the show. Mm. And I think it's been fantastic. We've had like... Um, Imogen Mella, we've had Janet Garcia, obviously Sean LeBode, mm-hmm. Sarah, obviously, now basically bona fide member of the team. You know, had uh, had Inel, had Josh Garrity, Desmond, we had loads of people, and it's been it's been awesome. Like, I know we're all kind of maybe nervous about it before because we were used to just us four and you know just be doing it the way we've done. But I think us being pushed um, to do that, I think it's just made the show better, and I'm, I'm yeah, eager and, to get more guests on next year. It's been brilliant Thank you to, to the, do that. To I'm the person to that did push us to do that. Thanks to Ian Lee for all your support. I know, you know, um, I'm a bit of a fanboy or whatever. And, uh, you know, I'm sure people get fed up with me bigging him up. But um, he was the reason we started getting guests on again. Definitely. Because yeah. he was like, why are you not getting guests mm-hmm. on? And uh, he was absolutely right. Because I feel that we've had, yeah, quite a year with that. It's been incredible. Mm. 
yeah, and I'm excited to you know do it again and bring on loads of new people. And yeah, it's just been a. I think we've we've it's worked in a way that we maybe we didn't we didn't anticipate working this well, but it's just felt natural. We've been really lucky with all the people we brought on. They've all been excellent, and they've kind of rolled with it and it's been it's made the show better as a result so thank you Except to everyone when we had leon cox on absolute shit that. show total shit the amount show of that one. like abuse Shame. you had to edit out of that episode man <coughs> unbelievable yeah. it was a, it's a lot very yeah. offensive and everyone yeah supporting us on patreon i think that the patreon stuff's got better i still love doing the, the bonus show we, you know we had like had the tournoi this year <laughs> thank you james for that we've done <laughs> we're doing the gta heists <laughs> All yeah, we we'll do, we'll do GTA Heist next next month, all right? We're back to that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for living it. We hope you have a lovely Christmas and a happy new year. And please do tell your friends about us. Um, let's let's uh, let's go for an even bigger 2023. Oh yeah, we've got another con to organise. Goodbye, everybody. Oh God, we we certainly have. Goodbye, everyone. We love Goodbye. you. Bye. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh Citizen oh, Sleeper, oh, game of the yeah. year. Too fucking right. Hell yeah. Good boy. Goodbye. Bye.